You watching me glow, you watching me go I'm all in my zone, I'm holding my own I'm feeling like Bane, I'm breaking your bones I am a blur, black and a nerd So this is my own, this is my zone And this is a show you already know like My grand blur, YouTube blur Everything I do so blur Bet you wish you so blur Cosplay blur All day blur Everything I do so blur Bet you wish you so blur Bet you wish you so blur Talking about what we heard Talking about what we seen All through the eyes of a blur Everything that we do urge Flying like a super person Plus I got super friends We be teaming up early Welcome to Blur Vision, your window into the world of all things geek. Movies, TV, or news, we talk about every week. It's your boy Jordan with... Hey, it's Michael. And And this week... No, it's no Jamie. (laughs) Just the two of us. We can make it if we try, Michael. Just the two Two of us. You You and and I. I. Yeah! (laughs) But yeah, it's just two of us. No Jamie this week, guys. No. Yeah, if you guys haven't heard or been on the East Coast this week, It's a major snowstorm. Yeah, it's a blizzard. Winter came. Yeah, winter came. (laughs) Game of Thrones was right. But yeah, it's been a horrible weekend for traffic and commuting, so instead of having Jamie come all over here. Yeah, instead of having her come all the way from New York. Yeah, we decided to just go solo this weekend. I only live like literally 10 minutes away, otherwise I wouldn't be here either. (laughs) (laughs) You bastard. (laughs) Maybe we'll do Skype one day. But anyway, this week we've got... Since there's no Jamie, we have to hold up the uh, anime corner ourselves. Michael, how do you feel about that? It won't be as good. What? <laughs> It'll be better. Because you know why? We're going to talk about Dragon Ball Super this week. So like I said, it won't be, <laughs> it won't be as good. <laughs> it's like mom's away so the kids can like it. Just like, ball. oh, Dragon Ball. I want to hear something new. <laughs> Dragon Ball Super is great. Especially this week's. It 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 shut down Crunchyroll for a little bit. I don't know if Yeah, because I tried to... I was able to, cause I I was I was behind, and I was like on episode like one nineteen or something like that. As soon as I get to the episode that aired yesterday, I'm trying to click it. It says unavailable. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, come on, it's just the last episode. I'm clicking it again, unavailable. I re- I'm thinking something's wrong with my internet or something like that. Nope. I restart my 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 Apple TV. Still says unavailable. I'm like, god damn it. <laughs> no, the demand so- was that high, man. It was that high. I was able to watch it. I had to sit and actually watch it on a computer instead of on the TV. Yeah, for those that don't know, if you haven't listened to our past episodes, we have a love-hate relationship with Dragon Ball Super. We love it because our childhood Dragon Ball Z tells us to, but... More of a hate. Yeah, it's, it's hate more recently. <laughs> I hate watching it. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> but the tournament started, so every Tour- Dragon Ball Super fan came back. Months ago. Well, <laughs> pretty, okay. I think a year ago. <laughs> the real tournament started. The, the finals of the tournament, so it's between Jiren versus Goku. But I, I watched it on a streaming site. Like a, just an off-brand streaming site, and it was even that was down for like the first hour. I had, I couldn't watch it till late, like late night. Yeah, the fight that everybody wanted to watch. I'm like, we could have just skipped. We could have just skipped to this moment. <laughs> they could have yeah. just got rid of everybody in the tournament. This is like, you guys are irrelevant. But so then we would have missed let's out. Let's just skip to this part on eight months of filler. <laughs> Goku versus Ribriant. Like, I don't care. <laughs> what you didn't love that awesome Sailor Moon parody? All right, no, all right. <laughs> we'll get there. Though. We're getting ahead of ourselves here, man. <laughs> we versus the about. invisible people. I don't care. <laughs> Yeah, we'll talk about that in the anime corner, but before we get there, we got some things to talk about, like uh, Runaways, we got to catch up on that, we've got two episodes that we didn't talk about yet, mm-hmm. uh, The Gifted, it's been a while since we talked about that, yeah. I think we only like gave our first impressions. Based off, based off the first, yeah, I think it was just, I think, I think we only talked episode. about the first episode, I yeah, think. Yeah, that was it. Yeah, that was it. So I guess it would be like a little bit of a season recap up to this point that with me and you, 
and we'll talk about Agents of Shield next time. You say that every week. I can't. <laughs> you say that every week. I know people been God, asking. Jordan does not like Agents of Shield this season. I think it's fucking awesome. Do you think it's better than last season? I think. Well, I can't judge. It's only been five episodes so far, compared to where that point was in last season with Ghost Rider. Uh, Come on, dog. Don't don't no. say it. No, it's not better than last season, okay. but I really like this season. Well, I've got like an abusive like, relationship with Agents of Shield, man. It, it just it, it's good like, sometimes. Like this, bad I mean, obviously, like this season couldn't happen without all the stuff going on with the Frank, like with Fitz and all. Like he, this Fitz couldn't be able to do what he's doing if he had not had his experience in the framework. So you see it all. Ugh, it's so good. <laughs> All right. Well, I can't really deal with the. the but he sucks because he he doesn't. Change. He's only saw like what two episodes, and he didn't even like the first two episodes. I was in it from episode one. I was hooked from episode one. Not feeling it. I'm just not feeling the setting you're, and the story. You're, tr- you're trash. Wait, but we're going to talk about that next week, man. <laughs> Come back here. <laughs> but we're gonna finish off with uh, some anime, so Dragon Ball Super we'll talk about, Ugh. and the news of the week. And actually, I want to add a talk new about Shield. <laughs> No. <laughs> we got a new segment we, I'm going to throw in there before uh, news. Huh? I'll reveal it when we get there. But first, before we get to all of that, we got to about iTunes reviews. And we have no new reviews. But we have two reviews. What is this? Yeah. That's that's what people will, Come on, guys. Yeah. Really? People are like, as oh, soon as the, the con- <laughs> yeah, contest is over, fuck leaving a review. Come on, guys. <laughs> <laughs> where, where are the yeah, y'all some fair weather fans as they call it <laughs> we're just like if I can get something out of it then I'll leave a review we love hearing from you guys yes yeah the the questions you guys leave or like the comments like they, they can well, make the, our week the songs Anakin <laughs> yeah where's your song at it's been a while it's true he does give us nice nostalgia blast from old songs uh huh and that Disney song nobody knew but me that hurt <laughs> that didn't hurt me <laughs> All right, but we do have two people, two MVPs that came back with a re-review. One of them being someone that I want to give a special message to, but when we get there, I'll tell you. Um, let's start off with AKA the Spider-Man, our homeboy Xander. Hey, Xander. Yeah. Uh, it's another five-star That's review. That's who I thought when he was like, uh, Stan, the Stan wannabe Lee or whatever. I was like, is that Xander? It was under, but apparently no, no. Apparently no. not. Xander's like one of our younger reviewers. Yeah. So he's like he's 14, like, 15. Isn't it? I thought he was like 12. No, he's like 14. It's <laughs> like, why are you listening to us? <laughs> he's a teenager. <laughs> Even that's too young. We curse a lot. You curse a lot. I don't curse a lot. Oh, fucking liar. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, Xander says, uh, 2018, year of the blurred. Hey, everyone. Best way to start off 2018, being called buddy by the leader of this podcast. Oh, he's referring to me, the leader. I mean, you know, <laughs> <laughs> I can't dispute that. <laughs> If Jamie was here, you guys would. <laughs> Just jump down my throat. Uh, that doesn't mean the- you're g- he's, he's not a good leader. He's like he's like Faith. <laughs> I'm like, that's my Buffy reference. He's like Faith when 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 they had a mutiny in an in a episode of, <laughs> of, of of Buffy where they was like, well, we want Faith to lead, and she led them all to an explosion. I'm so mad. <laughs> and that all is- the half half the Slayer army died, and so they was like, Buffy, come back, come back, Buffy. What was this? The, like this is season six seven or seven? Okay. Season seven. Wow. Even, wow, I hate you. <laughs> 2018, still doing these Buffy references. <laughs> always and forever. Uh, but Xander goes on to say, love the podcast as always. Felt like forever since the last podcast. I fell into a bottomless pit of boredom waiting for the next episode, lol. Oh, damn. <laughs> Anyways, loved it as always. Glad Jamie's back in action. Oh. Oh. Well. <laughs> <laughs> next week. 
Uh, I'm glad to see what this new year holds for the podcast. Happy New Year, guys. Happy New Year. Happy New Year, Xander. Uh, review question of the week. Are you guys going to watch the movie Redder, Ready, yeah, Ready Player One? And are you excited for it? Yes and yes. Yeah. And uh. Wow. <laughs> okay, never mind. <laughs> I actually am excited by it. You're not excited for Ready Player One? I mean, excited. I'm more... I'm more mild, I'm more mildly curious. I don't know about exci- I'm excited for Infinity War. I'm excited okay. for Black Panther. All right. Well, there's levels of excitement here. <laughs> That's what I was saying. I'm not excited. I'm I'm curious. I'm like, oh yeah, I'll go. I'm check it out. But I'm not like, oh shit, Ready Player One. Okay. Optimistically curious. Yeah. There you go. Okay. There you go. Yeah. Same. Uh, and our next review comes from Stan Lee Wannabe. This is our winner of the iTunes raffle of being a co-host in the podcast. So I just want to give another shout out to him. But dude. Get back to me. He has not sent, reached out yet, Michael. He hasn't hit me up yet for a... Maybe this is his way of hitting us up. <laughs> he doesn't have email access. It's like, help. Mm. I need help. <laughs> no, I just skimmed it. He doesn't mention it. So maybe... If you don't know Stanley, dude, you won. Oh, yeah, maybe, yeah, maybe he doesn't know. Yeah. I don't know. Please let's tell me listen to this box. You won! <laughs> I feel like that guy with like... um Those people that would win $5 million in checks or whatever. And I'm the guy outside like, but you won! <laughs> just come outside! <laughs> Uh, he gives a five-star review, and he says, getting swifty. Uh, Stanley says, hello again. Just wanted to say, hey, I finally finished Rick and Morty. It was hilarious from the beginning to the end, and I can't get over how good evil Morty is. That episode was amazing. Mm-hmm. La, 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 la. Uh, if you want to get your mind blown, I would recommend looking, recommend looking up the Evil Morty rap on YouTube by NL, NLJ. You never heard of this rap before? No. Uh, we're listening to it after the podcast. It's really good. It, it basically takes that la 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 and like uses it as like a remix as the like the background music and a dude raps over it about like, as if he's Rick, Evil Morty. Hey, I'm Morty. I'm running for a president. I'm going to kick your ass and you're going to get spit. I don't know. Whoa. <laughs> it's way better than that. <laughs> Whatever. Fuck you. My rap scales are great. No. <laughs> no. I'll, I'll add that song to the end of the podcast. But not never. That was that was awesome. Don't ever do that again. He's <laughs> swifty. He's swifty. Hey, you sound like more like Mickey Mouse this morning. <laughs> That's not Mickey Mouse. If it was Mickey Mouse, it'd be higher. <laughs> oh Lord. <laughs> but yeah, it's a really dope rap song. Uh, I have many other opinions to express to you, but I'll leave you with this. Wubba dub dub. Get swifty. No. Get- <laughs> Stop. I said no more. <laughs> But yeah, Stanley, Stanley, you won. Yeah, you won, dude. Contact Jordan. Send, yeah, send me an email uh, at theblurredvision at gmail.com. Again, it's at theblurredvision at gmail.com. Or you can just hit me up on Instagram. Either way, man. Otherwise, you will be disqualified. <laughs> All right, let's get into our reviews of the week. Let's start off with The Runaways. He's barely breathing. I'm going to revive him the way I get revived. And who did you have in mind? My parents sent Molly away to stay with a relative. Your parents sent me this just before they died. Something's wrong. Her laptop was wiped clean, but we never found her phone. Do you know what they do? They raise money for charity. That is not it at all. You guys better get over here. All right, so let's start off with Tsunami. The Pride desperately tries to clean up the latest mess without involving Jonah, but the group may not be able to handle it without help. And mess in this synopsis is referring to the fact that <laughs> freaking well the, the cliffhanger from the last episode when you talked about wait did we talk about um, victory getting shot? Uh, did we? 
I don't remember. I think, yeah, we had to have, Did right? We? I think so. I don't remember talking about Victor getting shot. But whatever. The cliffhanger in the last episode that uh, before that was Victor being Spike from Buffy. <laughs> it's on Buffy. Which actually was funny enough, I just noticed he has the same name as what's his face from Legends of Tomorrow, Victor Stein. Holy crap, you're right. Yeah. I didn't put that together either. <laughs> oh God, the multiverse. I, I, just happened, I was like, that's the same name and the guy from, from uh, Legends of Tomorrow. Holy shit. But yeah, so Victor was shot and in this episode, the mess refers to the fact that they don't want to involve uh, the alien, what's his face? Yeah, whatever. We still don't know what he is. The Jonah. Go- the goober. Yeah, <laughs> whatever it is. The goobernator. But yeah, so they don't want to, the, the pride doesn't want to involve Jonah in the, the fact that uh, Victor was shot by his wife because mm-hmm. was, he was going to actually shoot and kill uh, his son. His, his son, yeah. Yeah. And I mean, the fact that now they're making it seem like the the tumor is responsible for like his mental instability. Maybe not before, but definitely make it a point to say that his latest outburst was because of the tumor. Well, yeah, the latest one, yeah, they're saying it's because of the tumor, but they don't necessarily know if the previous ones i don't think they were because the the sun made us like a, a point to be like it felt different this time well at least that's what they're saying because i i i just think the reason he was starting to get on what cuz didn't they inject him with something before or didn't he inject himself with something oh he was and then it started his, to wear his off. cancer was partially cured by Jonah and yeah so episode. then that started to wear off and that's when he started to revert back to his old ways yeah. so i think it's more so that really the cure thing started to wear off but that that weird ooh, noise that when like, it seems like that's when the tumor's affecting him was mm-hmm. happening when he was attacking uh, was it Chase. He yeah, that's what I was saying. The, the the cure thing that he got was starting to wear off, and so that's when the tumor started to affect. I don't know. It seems stronger though, because at this point he was just gonna kill him, and the the fact that he won eight, he got he got that warning from his uh from Chase from the future. Dad, don't use the fistigons. Yeah, and he picked them up. But it just feels like since it was such a 180 from how, like, even from even before he got the the treatment from um from Jonah, he was already becoming more like more passive, more calm because he was trying to like I guess turn over a new leaf. So he was already going that way. But to go from like that, even though he was like you know high on Jonah blood, <laughs> so he, he would go from that to, to 180 to want to kill him. It, it does seem like maybe the uh, the cure from Jonah amplified the effects for the tumor too. Maybe that's what it was. It could be that. But most of the episode has to deal with that and the fact that it, they do flashbacks to reveal, uh, the like, uh, what's her name? That's the thing. I'm bad with names with Runaways. Because <laughs> there's so many names, characters. I'm bad with names, period. Yeah. Uh, flashbacks to uh, the girl, the young girl. Amy? Uh, Amy. Yeah, to Amy's parents. Which I'm curious about this whole storyline because none of that is in the comic. Wait, none of it is in the comic? There, there is no Amy. So how comic accurate are we right now? N- Not at all. Not at all. It's <laughs> <laughs> a completely different show at, by this point, for the most part. Seriously? Yes. Wow. Okay. I, I thought at least some elements no. were the same. Really? Yeah. Wow. So all of that, like he's coming or he knows or whatever, all that stuff. I don't know where they're going with that story. Yeah. I don't know where they're going with this show, period. <laughs> Like I said, like for the most part, isn't just, yeah, continue. <laughs> okay, but basically the twist in this episode, Jonah does end up finding out. Mm-hmm. And thanks to Rainbow Girl telling Frank, Frank ends up spilling the beans to Jonah. 
Jonah go- finds out about this whole thing because he's a little hooked on that power that he got. Yeah, which is, which was a good subversion of expectations because I really thought that he was gonna be able to like finally be of some use. Because when uh, his wife calls him in to to heal Victor, I thought it was gonna work. Nah. Well, at some point they did hint that they said he was part of the Pride originally, but then they mind wiped him because I guess he caught his wife having sex with Jonah, so that probably pushed him over the edge. So they they wiped his mind and then they kicked him out the Pride. Yeah. But I just thought like it was actually going to work, and they wouldn't have to call on Jonah. Of course, Tina's the one that does it. <laughs> yeah, Tina. But Tina, Tina, Tina. <laughs> so Victor's dead at this point, and the only way to actually revive him is for Jonah to sacrifice someone else using that light technology they've been using in their ceremonies. Yeah, that little box. Yeah. So at this point, what were you thinking? Did you really think? Because he tells the uh, Victor's wife that she has to be the one to do it because she's the one responsible for killing him in the first place. Mm-hmm. Did you think she was gonna be the one to do it? Because it becomes what uh the I forgot what's what's uh Molly's father's name? Uh I don't remember his name. He's funny. I love them as parents the most. Uh Molly's parents. Uh, yeah, I don't remember. But he even says you that mean it's, Tina's parents? Tina? Oh, you mean Molly's adopted parents. Yeah, Molly's oh, yeah, adopted yeah, parents. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, I'm sorry. Molly's adopted parents. But even he says it, it's like we're not gonna like play survivor with their vote somebody off. <laughs> So I was just like, yeah, it's basically what this is, is coming I, down I, to. I, yeah, I like them. Yeah, they're my favorite couple. They, they seem everyone the the most in love with each other, I guess. And the most human. Yeah. Granted, granted, they're technically all human, but I'm talking about in terms of like emotions and stuff like that. Yeah, the they, most relied They seem relatable. the most reticent in terms of doing all of this. Yeah, they were even the ones that uh, Molly's <clears throat> original parents reached out to. Mm-hmm. Of everybody, so that gives you an idea of like like how good they are as people. But I love him; he's so cute. But the fact that he calls it Survivor's Game at this point, I'm thinking, hmm, if anyone has to die here, I'm kind of okay with. Yeah, she's the least useful. <laughs> yeah, so I was I was down for that. Even though I mean I liked her speech, like she's like I could have done such and such and such and such, but instead you guys had me watch him be the leash on Victor because you needed him. Megalomania. Yeah, yeah. So. At first, I thought that was the way we were going to go, but then to have uh, Asian father, yeah, Japanese father. Name. But he was going to sacrifice the guy she's cheating on her husband with, or was, who at this point, he already told her, or she already told him she didn't want nothing to do with him. She wanted to get back with Victor. He was about to give up his whole family but and everything. a lie. She didn't want him. No. Remember, they, uh, Carolina's mother like came up to her and was like, you need to end this now. And so she, that's when she pretty much went up to... No, but when Victor started turning, she actually... Legi- well, it seemed like she legitimately started to care for him again. Nah, I don't think so. You don't think so? It it seemed... I think she was more willing to give it a try, but I think... I mean, she... Because love... Because love... I mean, they... Uh, Nico's, Nico's father and her, they pretty much loved each other, but that doesn't just go away in an instant. Like... I don't think she actually ever loved him, though. Like, she always seemed kind of reticent of, like, committing to him. Even when he bought that place, she was like, what? Uh, okay, I guess we're doing this. Like, you know what I mean? She wasn't like the first. He seemed always like the one that was more. Well, yeah, he her. was definitely more into it than she was. But I, I think she still I think she still loved him to a certain extent. Well, maybe, maybe not. But as far as he knew, she wanted nothing to do with him. And even still, he was willing to sacrifice himself to basically like Simpuku himself <laughs> by, by sacrificing himself in the box instead, taking her place. And that whole exchange was hilarious to me because, like, at the point when uh, Molly's adopted parents or the the father grabs the gun and is like, "Hey, yeah, I don't know how to use it." <laughs> he 
He's like, wait, can you use that gun? No, but that makes me more reckless. That makes me more dangerous. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, yeah, it's, uh, you can't predict what I'm going to do now. <laughs> more predictable. <laughs> and then, you know, gangster father, Alex's dad, had to be yeah. like, put that shit down. <laughs> he's but, like, oh my God. But I didn't know what was going to happen. Like, so did you, like, where did you want that scene to go? I thought the father was going to die. Like I was, I was, I was, I was hoping for. Well, not necessarily hoping for. I didn't want him to die at all. I, I, I was, I, I was like, I was no. Necessarily hoping for, but I thought he was gonna. I was like, are they gonna do it? Are they gonna do it? But plot twist, like him doing it, and for one, like, part of the reason was also because he felt like he shamed uh, Nico's mother, Tina. So, like when his his final words to her were, like, first of all, really heartfelt. I really felt. I feel for them because I feel like Amy's death was the reason Tina uh, distanced herself from him and the family. You know, I mean, she was always hard, but losing t- Amy is what pushed her over the edge. Mm-hmm. And, like, so I think there's, like, a real tragedy there. So him, like, reaching out to her, like, and basically apologizing to her after I mean, she that saves ha- him. That happens with a lot of married couples. Like, they, they split apart because of the death of a child. Like, they can, that that is the, the catalyst that yeah. causes them to not necessarily lose love with each other, but. But it's layered because, like, I feel, what's his name? I keep. I don't know. I don't remember his name. <sighs> Japanese father. <laughs> is he Japanese? I'm not. I think Tina and Ni- I, they're think they're, I think they're Japanese. Yeah, he says go men. That's I right. Cause I really love that scene too. When he's I don't know if Japanese. The, I, I think the character. I don't know if the actor is Japanese, but I think the character. I mean the character. Yeah. Yeah. Because when he says go men to his, Tina, like, I was like, oh, right in the feels. <laughs> but it's just so, I love it, the relationship because it's so layered. Because at first you're feeling for him because you see how like cold Tina is. So it's like, I get that he's cheating, but I can kind of understand well, first you don't even know he's cheating, but so you're like you kind of feel for him anyway. But then you find out he's cheating. It's like ah, you're in the wrong, but I actually understand why you're doing it. And then you feel for Tina because you can see like she's actually reaching out again, and it's not that she doesn't love him; it's just that the death hurt her. So you feel for the both of them, and then like he's gonna sacrifice himself, and then she's the one that's like, no, fuck that, he's my man, and she grabs the staff, the staff and like it destroys the the box. Yeah, I was like, yeah, Tina, love. <laughs> but that was scary. I was like, oh my god, Jonah, what are you gonna do? <laughs> With her science staff, I'm still mad about that. <laughs> I'm still mad. And about it that. does the, the things it does are beyond science. It's, beyond, it's way beyond science. <laughs> what it's just it's we don't understand. It's just science we don't understand. <laughs> no bullshit. <laughs> it can like just like destroy. It can like fill a giant hole. Next episode, but yeah. still, it can it can vaporize things. It can, it can make it snow. snow in the room. It's like well, kind of create science? force, create force fields out of nothing. It can psychically move to her when she calls it like. Science. That's not, that's not science. <laughs> like, what kind of bullshit? At all. So, like, by the end of the episode, it's it's the thing where Victor's put into a coma. Because the plot, 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 oh, since we don't have a sacrifice, we can't revive him. But the if we put him in the, the spare tube, he'll at least be in, a, like, a state of stasis until we hopefully can build a new one, I guess? They never really even said what they were going to do. They never said, yeah, they never said. Maybe they're going to try to find another sacrifice. I don't know. Yeah, because he even said, uh, Jonah said that he didn't need any more sacrifices, but, like, why? You know what I mean, like, yeah. If you didn't, need, if you didn't need a sacrifice, then why did you say you need a sacrifice? Like, I'm confused. <laughs> and then there, but but see, that's why I like this show because it, I know it's not found in the comics. I do want to kind of cap, the Captain America in him, Captain America in Ing him, Captain America in him, Captain Captain America, America in Ning. Who Victor? Yeah. Oh yeah, <laughs> he's on ice. <laughs> But that's why I like this show because like it has so many questions and like it's since episode one it's been this unfolding story. And next so, week like, is the last episode, so it's like we probably gonna have to wait like two years or a year for the next season. Uh, which is fitting though because 
we'll talk about in a little bit, but the, the end of the next episode was like the second superhero moment of the show for me. I got like, oh, see, and it's like, I know it's not like the comic, I guess. It's like, it's, it's, it's nowhere near what it should be in terms of super villainy. They're not super villains, these parents. And they're, the kids aren't superheroes yet. But like what it's doing, the drama it's creating just in this unfolding like this, this slowly unfolding story with like, and it's answering everything slowly over the course of the season. That's why I kind of like it. It's like this, uh, this mystery that you're slowly giving piece by piece to put it all together. That's what they're doing with the flashbacks. It's like doing what Arrow did at its best in like season one and two. Yeah, that's why I said I'm, I'm curious to where they're gonna go with this whole Amy story. And I want to know. I just want them to finally reveal like what the hell is Julian? Not Julian. Jonah. Jonah. Yeah, Julian is the actor's actual name. A rainbow alien. My guess. <laughs> does he have a break? Does he have the bracelet on though? Like, is he suppress or does he not need that? Maybe he doesn't need that because he's a full alien and not half alien. Which I know is also not a thing from the comics, right? It's not because okay. in the comics, both her parents are the rainbow aliens. Yeah. Okay. So there is no there is no Jonah. <laughs> <laughs> like that's all bullshit. I'm just yeah. I'm just I'm just confused of where it's gonna go ultimately. Because I, I, mean, don't, I don't know at this point. Because, you know, usually the way stuff goes like that are based off books or stuff. Like, usually the first season is pretty much going to be, mo- for the most part, is going to be the book or, yeah. the, or the comic or whatever. And then eventually they veer off. Like, for the most part, as far as I know, because I didn't actually read it, but I kind of, like, read up on it. Like, the first season of The Walking Dead pretty much, for the most part, kind of followed the comic. The whole thing's been following the comics. But then... After, like they, they change little things. Yeah, then but then, like, as it uh, went on... The, the storyline progressed. Then they started to veer away from the comic. Same I mean, thing. even at the end of season one of Walking Dead, it was totally different from the comics. That whole CDC thing, that wasn't in the comics. Oh, that wasn't? At all, no. But it's almost the same thing with like uh, True Blood. Like True Blood, the first season was pretty much in line with like the first book. Yeah, there were some things that were different, but for the most part, it lined up for the for the book. But this, like for the most part, like there's... Other than the, the premise. Not even the premise. Just like I was going to say, not even the premise. <laughs> half of the premise. Like, yeah. Like, Up until running away. Half of a half. Because <laughs> in the next episode, don't they even, they drop the runaways line. Like, we should call ourselves the runaways. That's too dark. You know what I mean? But it's, it's not, like, I think we even made this joke. It's not because they themselves are runaways. No, it's because of the runaways that they saved, that they didn't save from the church. Yeah, that they haven't avenged yet. So I'm like, like we said that first. <laughs> she paid us royalties or something. <laughs> But uh, parallel to that story is the fact that uh, we're getting more flashbacks with Amy. We're finding out, and this is another mystery that slowly got solved in this episode. I originally thought that Amy and uh, Alex had a relationship or some sort of relationship, like in the past. But it turns out they were they were just best friends. They're just best friends, and they're just hanging out. Because he always liked Nico. Yeah, and the reason he had the password to uh, what's her name. Uh, well, Tina's password. Tina's password, which is password. Yeah. <laughs> it's because he found out that she was, his Amy was being hacked by Tina. Mm-hmm. But we don't know to what end, and we don't know what happened to her by the end of the episode, but it seems like she was killed by somebody. And it made it look like a suicide. Yeah. Which I'm assuming is going to... Were they in on it, though? I'm assuming it's going to be Jonah. But like, But we don't even know if Tina herself and the father are in on it at all. I have to assume not. I feel like, like, did they know? I mean, were they like, did they know afterwards or at all? I feel like they did. That they, they, they knew it wasn't a suicide. I feel like they maybe not at first, but I feel like they learned 
Cause, cause, uh, cause Nico kind of mentioned it early in the episode, like when she died, like her parents, her parents didn't want them to call nine one one, and all, and she hid the phone and all this other stuff. Like she yeah. hid her backpack or something. She has, she has to know something. They didn't look for a cell phone. Yeah, they say. yeah. She has to know something. Maybe not the specifics, but she knows something. I, I want to believe they didn't know. They just have an inkling. That way they don't seem even like they don't seem super evil <laughs> because it doesn't seem like they're going with those characters. So I like to believe like maybe Jonah did something, but they weren't sure if Jonah did, and then they couldn't retaliate even if they wanted to. You know what I mean? Because they're scared of him. I mean, but that theory could still hold up even if them even with them knowing. Like she could still know and still be scared. Oh, something they did reveal. I don't know if it was this episode or the next episode, but the fact that um, I think it's next episode. But what? Amy's parents, oh, not Amy, uh, Molly's actual parents. Uh-huh. In a previous episode in a flashback, they made it seem like uh, uh, Tina had a burn on her hand, and Molly's Molly's adopted parents. I can't remember the other girl's name, the social justice warrior's name. Gert. <laughs> Gert. Yes. How did I forget Gert? <laughs> but Gert's parents, they suspected Tina of actually being the ones to kill Molly's parents. Mm-hmm. This is so complicated with Molly's names. <laughs> but and it turns out. <laughs> But turns out she just burned her hand after uh, Carolina's mom killed them. Yeah, with some kind of bomb or something. Mm-hmm. But stuff like that, like those little mysteries that slowly get like unraveled. Because for the whole episode, I was like, I was with uh, Gert's parents. Like, oh yeah, Tina definitely did it. But it turns out it was literally just that, like she just burned herself in shock. Like she got because she got a phone call of Carolina's mom. What's what's her mom's name? Uh, I don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> Too many names. <laughs> I don't remember any of the parents' names except for Tina. No. Tina's the only name. Yeah, Tina's the only one. Tina and... Yeah, no, that's it. She's a bad bitch. <laughs> Tina, Tina. Tina and Frank. <laughs> Tina and Frank. Those are the only two I remember. Oh. But just to wrap up the episode, Chase destroys the uh, the laptop that they, they were decrypting. For the oh, last we just talked about Stein. Victor Stein. Because Legends of Tomorrow. So three. Three yeah, names. Victor. Yeah, yeah. But Chase destroys the laptop. Which was so stupid. It was very stupid. I wanted to slap the shit out of him. And I'm like, they, they holding back Alex. And, I'm like, what? I'm like, and plot. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, come on, dog. <laughs> but, but I'm like, what was Alex going to do? Alex is like <laughs> a little, it's like a pain. Hey, he, he, was, he was putting in some work a little bit. He pushed him, knocked him down. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Don't underestimate Alex. <laughs> All right. But yeah, so let's just wrap. Like, what, what was your rating for the episode? We here at Blurred Vision have a very simple rating system goes from poor vision to perfect vision in the middle there's passable and then you have less than passable and more than passable um, more than pa- high more than passable i agree i've really been enjoying these episodes of runaways i have too yeah i mean and, i enjoy and this i enjoy despite this it not Great, found uh, comics? yeah you but you don't know the comics so I'm, just, you don't no, know. I'm asking uh, you despite it yeah. I remember before you were all like ah it's not like the comics at all i can't believe it yeah no it's not but once i let that go I can enjoy it for what it is. Like once I, I'm like, okay, it's not going to be the comic. Just accept it, and just go along for the ride. So once I let that go, I'm like, yeah, I enjoy it for what it is. So I, I mean, I'm still spoilers. I'm still at perfect vision for overall for the series. Where were you at? I got to see how the season finale. I okay. got to see the season right, finale. Yeah, that's fair. Because they might fair. not stick the landing. It might not. But going in right now, are you really like, oh like, yeah, going going in right now? Yeah, I guess I'll say perfect perfect vision. Oh, okay. So the finale just might fuck it all up. It might. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm with you, though. I'll give this episode a high more than passable. 
not quite he, perfect. Yeah, because I'm thinking about if we'll get to it. Because I'm like, even I'm thinking about the end of the, of the next episode where you yeah, didn't like it. You no, know, well, no, it's not even that. It's like, yeah, you're hyped. But then if you really think about it, I will get to it. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm curious to see what you have to say about that. But let's get into the next episode. Uh, episode 9, Doomsday. Molly, they're planning on digging something up very deep beneath the city. It will cause a series of catastrophic earthquakes. You ready? We have to stop this. No one else will. Kathy Wilder is in the sun. I want to take you from him. Found out. Leave the house now. So at least two other people knew that Amy was in danger. Let me ask you again. Where are your children? And we're not talking about not Superman. Yeah, not Superman. <laughs> That'd be amazing. Like, they're all so like so like, low tier. Would it be amazing? They'd be slaughtered. <laughs> Just BVS Doomsday. Oh, ill. <laughs> I mean, the, the actually speaking of like shitty CGI, I don't think the CGI on the Raptor is that bad. I mean, it's all right. I know. This, I think I think the the, the Raptor is pretty good, and they've been showing it more, especially in, they even showed it in the last episode too. They don't they don't show it. They show it more, but not really. They only show like the head. They don't show like the whole body because it's always in the back seat of the car. When they show the whole body, it's CG. But I like yeah. when they show the head because it's, it's practical. Pers- it's practical, yeah. Like like it's like T Rex. Yeah. Or like so the old that's, so that's all they show. It's only it's only in the back seat of the car. It's never out. <laughs> <laughs> well, I had a budget for this. <laughs> it's funny. I want to be like the guy that has to figure out all the ways to like obscure the raptor's body. <laughs> like we got to put it in the back seat of the car. Uh, we gotta put it angled this way in the room so you can't see past like her shoulder. <laughs> but yeah, let's talk about Doomsday. I'm, I, I give this episode perfect vision. I'm just gonna rate it right away. Oh, oh. he's thinking. <laughs> he's I like this one better than the last. Oh my god, yes. Yes, I did. Yes, just I for did. the ending. Yes, I did. Okay, so yeah, I give this one a perfect vision. Okay, and I'm just gonna jump to the ending real quick. The way they all. They line up against the parents. Like, that was the, f- the first time. I mean, this is technically the second superhero moment in the show because the first time is when they face off against uh, Alex's dad's gangster uncle or whatever. Yeah, the gangster squad. Yeah, the gangster squad. <laughs> but this is the first time we had all of the parents versus the kids like in a standoff. And that, like, everybody powered up, turned their powers on. Like, the gauntlets came out. She went rainbow. Tina had the staff. Well, I guess, yeah, Tina. Well, Tina took the staff. <laughs> she took the staff. I would have taught you how to do it if you stayed with the training. Yeah. But like, again, just, science. Science. <laughs> if you read the manual, <laughs> that's really what it is. Yeah. <laughs> like what training if it's if it's science. <laughs> but I mean, just that moment, I was like, this is a superhero face-off right now. <sighs> no? <laughs> that's what I said. That's what I said. Like in the moment, you're hyped. But then when you think about it more, you're like, wait. This is not going to be a ba- like it's not going to be a battle because if you think about like the way what I say is different from the comics, whereas in the comic the same pop pr- pretty well there's some variation, but for the most part the parents have the same abilities as the children, yeah. so they when they fight there's a it's an actual fight, but in this the parents no one has are all, yeah the parents are, <laughs> the parents are all human, so it's not going to really be a fight. Like yeah, the only person with it, powers is Tina. Yeah. So, but to be fair, her staff can do anything. <laughs> so, well, but it's not a no, fight. No, I feel you though. It's I mm. like even the whole when for when, this show it's a superhero moment. But if you're compared to the comics, it'd be like, what? Yeah, like even when Carolina, <laughs> even when Carolina went all rainbow and they're like, "Did you know about this?" No, but I was afraid. I was afraid that this would happen. It's like, 
You ain't rainbow out? Like, what the fuck? How is this a fight? It's not a fight. <laughs> okay. Like You're Molly's, absolutely right. Like, Molly's parents are telepaths. I'll, I'll they're call not right dead. Now. They're not dead in the show. I mean, in the comic. They're telepaths. Oh, really? Yeah. And then both uh, Carolina's parents are the rainbow people. Wait, so does Molly still have super strength in the comic? She has super strength in the comic, but she, her, par- her parents are telepathic. Uh, okay. So she just got a different power from her parents. Okay. Are they mutants? They're mutants, yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, both of both of both of Tina's, I mean, both of Nico's parents are, are, are sorcerers. Okay. So it's like magic against magic. Yeah. But with this, it's like only Tina. So even if she, even if Tina got this, only like, one even, of them could be a superpower at a time. Yeah. So it's like in this, it's just the staff that gives you your power. But once, like, is a, is a there's a part in the fight. <laughs> They're gonna be reaching for the staff like, yeah, uh, like Kylo Ren and Kylo, Ray. Like, yeah, Kylo Ren and Ray. <laughs> so like, there's a point in the fight in the comic where Nico gets the staff, but it's like. Uh, Molly's mother I mean Nico's mother's like that's not the only magic I know like <laughs> like I know more than that motherfucker you can't get oh, me oh really yeah oh that sounds cool actually so it's like you can't a, do that now <laughs> no there's none of that it's no. cause of science <laughs> I got more science <laughs> let me get my science science book 101 biology <laughs> but yeah so it's like it's not gonna be a real fight alright I will concede to that point because I absolutely know that in the be- very beginning of the next episode, someone's going to be like, wait, 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 let's not fight, and they're not going to fight. Because <laughs> you're right, there's no way they could fight. And if they did fight, it'd be a really sad struggle. Like, or I don't want to see... Or they get interrupted or something. I don't want to see Nico's dad, like, going, eh, <laughs> like, throwing, like, hands or something. <laughs> I couldn't... Yeah, interrupt it, basically. Either by Jonah, maybe Jonah's going to roll up. Because Jonah was coming with Frank by the end of the episode. Mm-hmm. And like he I was pulls, wrong before. He pulls the car in John Wick style, does a spin right in the middle of and between them as they're char- as they're charging to each other, battle of the bastard style. Nobody's charging. They're gonna be running towards each other. But nobody who's who's gonna charge? Tina's the only one with like on the parent side. Tina's the only one that can do anything. Yeah, pretty much. Boss <laughs> is like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Maybe uh Alex's dad can pull out a gun. Pulls bah, out the bah, gun. Bah, bah. <laughs> no, that's not gonna happen. It's not gonna be a fight. It's not, you ruined it, it for me. It can't Thank be you. a fight. <laughs> you ruined so, it. That's all I said. So it's like you think about you hype because you want to see the fight. Like that's kind of what the show's been leading towards. I'm hyped because they then show you, superheroes and the show about superheroes, but there's never any superheroes. There's, but there's not going to be any superheroing. But see, that's why I like the show even like I, I'm gonna say like the show more because of this. But I I appreciate the fact that that premise. Like, if I just said that out loud, it's a show about superheroes, but there's never any super superheroes. I should hate this show. But just on the on the strength of the writing, the characters, and mostly I love the characters, even though I can't remember their names. Don't don't get twisted. <laughs> I love these characters. Like I, I tune in to see how they interact with each other, what they do, like and where, especially the story is going. Because just like I said before, the mystery of the plot and how it slowly unfolds. I like that. So it's it's completely on the strength of the story and the characters that I love this show, not on the premise of there being superheroes. But it's just like a fun. It's like an awesome like cherry on top when superhero things happen. Like oh oh superheroes <laughs> like oh there it is there it is yeah so I'm just, I'm just wondering where this show is gonna go. I have to assume at the end of the season they're gonna become actual runaways. I have like it, it's come to a head now. If it doesn't end with the, this next episode end with them actually running away, I can't see there being any antagonists in the future. Like any like what what is the antagonist of the show? But it's like at some point, you know they're gonna get rid of Jonah. So then if they get rid of Jonah, 
the parents have no reason to be evil. If the parents have no reason to be evil, then they have no reason to run away. If they have no reason to run away, then you don't have a reason to continue the show. That's why I'm like, I, I, mean, I don't right? know. That's why I'm like, I don't know where this show is going. Maybe something else is going to happen next episode that we don't know about. And it's going to be their motivation to run away. Like maybe, there's, what, there's going to be a bigger bad than Jonah? <laughs> no, maybe they do something. Galactus like is going to show up? <laughs> maybe the revelation of, because there's just so, so a lot of questions that haven't been answered. Like, the, what what is that rock substance that gave Molly her powers? I didn't like that. You didn't like that? No. I'm like, uh. Okay. So she, she pulled got, the Indiana Jones. So she, she, so she got her power. She's Meteor Man. <laughs> Holy shit, you're right. <laughs> That's what that's exactly what she is. She's, she's meteor. meteor she's meteor man. She really is. I don't like that. I like that more now. No, I don't. Oh my I, god! I, I, and I understand they can't use mutants. Oh, I'm crying from that. Even that's though <laughs> meteor man. I, I, and I know they can't use mutants. At least not yet. But still, like I mean, but they finally revealed the. But they finally revealed the uh, the the backstory and like the the way Molly's parents died. And I just want to say, Molly's dad is a terrible actor. Like, did you notice that? This, it, he's terrible. <laughs> no, I didn't really know. I didn't know. Oh that. man, go back and rewatch that Molly's dad when he gives like his like goodbye in the the video in the VHS later. He's like, "We loved you, Molly. We loved you so much, me and your mother." Isn't that right? <laughs> like, they focus on the mother for good reason. I think like, they're like, "Yo, this guy's shit." Have her say the last words. <laughs> Yeah, I was focused on the scene itself. I didn't really, and usually I pay attention to stuff like that, but I didn't, I didn't catch that. Oh, it was really bad. I, I usually don't catch stuff like that, but I was like, yo, this guy sounds like he's just reading a cue card. <laughs> like, what's going on? I'm going to have to go back and look. What is that? Oh, no. <laughs> he wasn't that bad, but he was, he was bad. Because, <laughs> like, then we get the revelation, like we said, of Carolina's mom, just, like, throwing in some kind of super technology bomb to make it look like there's a fire and a or an explosion mm-hmm. in their lab but little molly's playing with the the meteor or blah, the meteor meteorite meteorite. rocks yeah. <laughs> yeah that uh jonah's digging for that dig site and for whatever reason they didn't even show how she got in that little cabinet thing or fridge or whatever she was in i'm assuming her parents like because because right before it exploded she ran she molly so she pulled like a, a Superman and Krypton exploded and pulled put him in the like little little capsule. Which kind of which I was the still, whole room I, exploded. I still, that's what I was gonna say. I was like, I was still kind of like the whole building exploded. Yeah, I was like, how not did the whole she room. Even if even if she was in that, it was no. She wasn't covered. It was just like tipped over. Yeah, and laying outside of the 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 thing. Right. It, yeah. It was outside. I mean, she expo- the room exploded and the thing she was in flew out the. <laughs> it's like. Nah, dog, you be dead. <laughs> Maybe she was already super strong. She it had the meteorite. The, it was the meteorite. The meteorite saved it, it her. It protected her. Bullshit. Science. <laughs> it was science. Science will protect me. I was like, okay, so that's how she gets her powers. Like, that's that's kind of interesting. Weird. I don't, no, I don't like it. It was weak. That was just their workaround for not having mutant abilities. But I'm curious to see how that, like, what is that rock? And it glows like It's the, a science rock. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> it glows like the pod that Jonah uses in the in the... In the light, he kind of emits. So is is he like from Krypton, and that literally is Kryptonite, but it's a good Kryptonite for him. Like I don't, I don't know. It's like Smallville. I want to know how it ties together. Everybody gets their powers. The metahumans get their powers from Kryptonite. <laughs> that's pretty much what it is. I just want to see how that ties. Like I want. And that's another thing. If the answers are shitty, like if the revelation about what Jonah's doing and like what that mine, like that drill is for, and what that meteorite rock is, if that's all stupid. 
yeah, I might be with you and be like, ugh, ugh, uh, I guess a little more than passable, something like that. But as of right now, I'm like, I'm in. Yeah, I'm de- I mean, I'm definitely curious. I'm definitely curious because I don't know. Like I said, I don't know what the fuck is going I don't know what's going on. Like, I'm so confused. <laughs> we need to talk about, though, just rewinding because we, we went to the end before we got to the beginning. There's a party. There's a dance that all the kids go to. And they lie to their parents to mm-hmm. go to the site to destroy it after they get Molly's parents' message about, about the big site and stuff. But what I want to talk about is the fact that everybody hooked up this episode. <laughs> not everybody. Well, not everybody, but... Two people. But, uh, well, four. <laughs> well, you know what I mean. Two, two couples. couples. Two couples. Chase and... Which I was... Chase and Gert finally not, hooked up. Screw that. I'm confused. I want to talk about the real... Nico yeah. and I was like, Carolina? wait, I'm confused. <laughs> because yeah, I get the Carolina part. But Nico kissed Nico back. kissed her back. You said that was in the comic though, right? No, I did not say that. Wait, you didn't say that. <laughs> I said she's a in, the, in the I comic? said in the comic, Carolina is a lesbian. She has a crush on Nico, but Nico turned her down. That's what I said. Oh, so there was no kissback no. in the comic. No. Oh, because Nico was in that. <laughs> yeah, Nico was into it. I was like, so was this Katy Perry? <laughs> I was like, I kissed the girl and I, I liked, liked it. it. <laughs> so I'm she like, so is, is a sorceress. Yeah, I was like, so. I mean, I was like, whatever. I guess she, Nico's just. I guess she's experimenting because she's upset, at, upset at Alex. Yeah, that's the the, the theme last couple of episodes. Once uh, Alex revealed to Nico that he actually knew about some of the things with Amy's death and didn't want to tell her, she kind of put him in the doghouse. So they've been kind of fighting for the last two episodes. So fast forward to this, they literally say that he's uh, he's in the doghouse right before she goes out with yeah. Carolina to find Chase and Gert. And I just love that really awkward moment. Yeah, Molly makes that joke. Yeah. But I really love that awkward moment where uh, Gert and Chase come out like with the clothes all disheveled because they, they were just fucking. I was like, how old are they? Is this okay? Uh, <laughs> well, they're, they're both in high school. What are they, 17? 18? I don't know if they're... I don't, That's I don't what I'm know saying. Like 17, I'm like... I was say, I don't know if they're seniors. Jesus is watching. <laughs> <laughs> but... When they walk out in the disheveled clothes. But I mean, it's accurate to people on hype. People start losing everything. Yeah, I know. I'm just being prude. <laughs> but just that awkward moment where they both run into uh, Nico and Carolina who are just making out. And it's like awkward for everybody. I'm like, yeah. everybody's just fucking around. And I think you saw Chase's face where he kind of figures it out. He's like, like yeah. you saw him go, oh, that's why she doesn't like me. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, Alex, if you play your cards right, <laughs> you might be able to. Who, with Molly? <laughs> what? No, ew. <laughs> no. With Nico oh. Carolina. No, old lace. If you play your cards right. <laughs> no, man. He's got Nico. And, you know, Carolina's into Nico. You know, maybe you get a little three. I'm just, hey, I'm throwing it out there. No. <laughs> I was going to hell for that joke. <laughs> but. I, I, I was just surprised at the fact that they did go there. I I, did, I guess cause maybe because it is almost the end of the season that you might as well wrap that up. Because like I didn't I didn't know how long we we're gonna tease out the Gert and Chase thing, but the fact that later on in the episode Gert brings it back up <laughs> to be like, so like are we gonna talk about what happened? He was like, it was an hour ago. <laughs> we're kind of busy trying to save the world. Yeah, pretty much. Like, <laughs> I don't know if you noticed. <laughs> But there's some thing, there's some shit going on right now. Yeah, we don't have time right now. <laughs> I, I, I mean, I think I, that was also funny that the fact that 
Gert, who is like so opposed to like the status quo and like everything's just a like construction of society, man. And it's just the world telling you what really is reality, but it's not. She's the girl who hooks up with like the like the the MVP of the the jock. Like he's the most jockiest, handsome Calvin Klein looking. <laughs> I mean, she's always liked him, though. Yeah, I know. It was just funny. But, I, but they had that conversation of, like, she knows that's not who he really is. Like, he's only he only did that despite his father. He's actually a genius. Yeah. But I think it's funny. It's like, it's funny the social justice warrior ends up with the job. Like, oh, that's cute. Oh, one other thing I liked in the episode, though. The moment where... I thought Jonah was going to kill Frank. Because once they lose the information from uh, Chase destroying the laptop, they basically have no way to take down their parents. Legally, uh, once they get the video from Molly's parents and stuff, they decided to just do it themselves, which I also kind of didn't like because it's like it, be, it suddenly became an end of the world scenario because the drill's supposed to send out seismic waves into the world and shit. I'm like, oh, here we go. Now it's Arrow 2.0. <laughs> it's like, uh, like you were so small scale, and all of a sudden we had to save the world. <laughs> but when Frank tells uh, Jonah, I got the set, I was gonna kill him, but. The fact that uh, I like when Jonah brings in, like, he calls a meeting with the entire Pride. And he, he starts with a quote from something that I used to always say that's not around anymore. It's 10 p.m. Do you know what you your kids are? Yeah. yeah, I was like, oh, I remember that commercial. <laughs> he dated it, like, 1967 or something, like, when some riots happened. That's why they started saying that commercial. I felt old as fuck. <laughs> Did they? Yeah, he said, like, 1967 or it was... It was some. It was some really a nineteen seventy. Because that commercial. Well, I I remember that commercial from the nineties. I do too. But I guess he says like from that date, they started saying that in the news. I haven't heard that recently in the news. Though. No, they don't say that anymore. Yeah. Because I mean, everybody has like cell phones and smartphones and like you just text your where your children are right now. You don't yeah. gotta ask. <laughs> do you know? Well, I don't now. Location app. Yeah, GPS. <laughs> yeah, there they are. <laughs> But I, I was just like, man, you just dated me, runaways. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> so you were around in 1967? <laughs> no, but the fact that it was just, a, it was like, I don't remember if it was the 60s you, are, you, are you sure? Are you sure? <laughs> yeah, I'm actually Jonah. I'm like 50 years old. <laughs> I just well, look well, younger I think though. he's older than that. <laughs> Did they say when, how old is he? How no, old they didn't is? say, but they make it seem like he's pretty ancient. Oh, okay. And then they also have the, the, the parallel plot of, uh, Alex's father's uncle, the gangster. Mm-hmm. He's also at the by the end of the episode. He's also there with them at the dig site. So I don't know, I don't know how he's gonna be involved in the finale. But I'm curious because it kind of humanized him, especially they they gave him a, like one random ass scene with, with uh, his, his baby, baby mama. mama. All right, he has a child. Is it, am I supposed to now be feeling for him? Like I'm confused. I I, I, I kind of feel like they did they. They're, they're humanizing him. They started humanizing him in the flashback, though. Yeah. Show. He was already kind of humanized, but like even more so now. Yeah, like he was about to get out of prison, but he took the fall for Alex's father, whose <laughs> name I don't remember. No. His gangster father. Gangster dad. Yeah. <laughs> gangster dad was like, yo, can you hold this L real quick? Thank you. <laughs> He's like, oh, you bitch. Yeah, keep holding it. <laughs> yeah. Another mystery I liked, because at first it made it seem like uh, Alex's father was in the right until you got the, his backstory. Mm-hmm. So like I'm... So I'm, I'm guessing maybe he'll die in the next episode, or maybe he helps the kids. Exactly. Maybe he's the one that they they'll rely on, and the, as the adult figure in their life, 
and maybe Frank if he doesn't die, he, <laughs> which I'm not sure hide, on. He hides them. Oh, no, I don't think Frank, because Frank pretty much did a heel turn for the most part. Cause he, he, Are you sure? I didn't he, understand that scene. He's the, one he that, he's the one that told Jonah. But he told, I thought he told Jonah. Oh, but they didn't see what he, they didn't show what he said to Jonah. Do you think he actually he told, told Jonah him everything? Because jo- how, how did how do you think Jonah found it? Like he called the meeting with the pride and was like, "Your kids know they saw you oh, do the sacrifice." Right. I'm over here. I'm so on board. With, I'm, I was so rooting for Frank to be like the good dad and all this. You're right. He really did sell them out. Yeah, he came clean. Cause, I thought maybe because Carolina because Carolina confided in in him. Even the scene, and then he went and ran behind her back and told Frank. But see, even the scene—I mean, I'm even the dumbass even said was like, "I'm surprised you didn't kill him." But like, even the scene where it's revealed that Jonah's in the car with him when they call Frank to get uh, permission to go into the dig site. Even in that scene, I was like, maybe Jonah is lying to Frank about what's really going on, and he thinks it's like, "Oh, we're all gonna settle this. It's not that big of a deal." Because you don't—they don't tell show you what Jonah tells. <laughs> I'm Frank. like, this is where the dumbest Avenger. I know. Comes, it's I'm like, they, case. I'm, I'm like, they that. already they already revealed all of that already. <laughs> He, no, they reveal that Frank told him things. Yes, but they don't know what Frank knows. They don't know if maybe Jonah told him like, no, it's not. It's not no, what I think it is. They don't know that Frank betrayed them. No, no, no. We don't know what Jonah told Frank. We don't see the conversation. It just skips forward to Jonah telling the pride that he knows. Yeah, and then at the end, they show that Frank is with Jonah, riding to the dig site. But I was so I was so on board with Frank, and I was like. Maybe so that Frank shows, that shows he's, he's now in Jonah's po- he's now in Jonah's pocket too. But maybe f- I I wanted to believe that Jonah told him like no we're not killing people it's they they misunderstood the situation because you know what I mean because they don't tell they don't straight out give you a scene where Jonah's like yeah we're killing people now you're on board with like you're on board with us now right like, well no he I mean? might not know everything that the pride knows but he know he has to know he has to be able to know uh, blah, blah, blah. he has to know enough based off of the information that Carolina gave and then based off of the memories that are slowly coming back in his mind of him remembering like his That's wife true. fucking Jonah That's pretty true. much. Then why and then the go, fact that then Jonah, why would he go and then the fact them? that Jonah gave him the gloves, he's probably hooked on the power. He's with power. You're right. Damn it. <laughs> Damn it, Frank. <laughs> I, he, I was so because Jonah, Because Jonah kind of even said like, uh, they, they, he said something about molding you to take over the church so yeah. he's probably like looking like i'm gonna take over this church from from my wife yeah because because there was a moment where uh when he got fired from being an actor and it was like when his agent dropped him and he was like why don't you just uh run the church like people know you as the church guy now that's true and he's like no that's my wife's thing and then he tried to get on board and she was like no it's no it's not your thing i'm so gullible <laughs> <laughs> Let me go. I'm just sometimes I'm just so naive when it comes to like I just like no nah, man he doesn't know he's oh, he's Mr. just being Avenger. misled. We need a theme song. We need a theme song for you. <laughs> oh, you're dumb. <laughs> That'll be the bumper I play where I have a dumbest do, Avenger. Do, 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 do. Here's presenting the dumbest Avenger. <laughs> You're dumb. God damn it. Kind of like oh, that said, like, like that song, that sad, like, wah, 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 wah. <laughs> you, need a, you need a thumb, dumbest Avenger. <laughs> oh my God, I want that so bad, actually. <laughs> <laughs> you, see, you see Rick and Morty, right? 
Yeah. You seen the episode with um uh Frank when the wind blows by? It's loser. <laughs> <laughs> it's like that, but Thomas. Yeah. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> Like I, I had all the pieces, and I was just so naive. It was they like were all there. You just no, need to, he's got to put it together. He's tricking. He's tricking Frank. Poor, poor Frank. <laughs> Jonah's tricking him. Nope. Uh, I want to believe. I really hope in the next episode, Frank is like, I had no idea. <laughs> I'm with you, kids. Oh, okay. Well, well, wait on that. <laughs> Damn it. Uh, last thing though, I, I did like a moment uh, where they do where they get the VHS and take it back to the AV club. <laughs> they're Alex, very good it was a cool club yeah it's like I, it was part of the AV club back in the day he's like everybody looks at him he's like what he's like they're like that's literally the club that every like high school movie talks about as a joke to illustrate how nerdy somebody is <laughs> I think Gert said it I'm like yeah that's literally like the stereotypical club like I'm part of the AV club <laughs> were you part of the AV club as a kid we didn't have clubs in my school what no you had no clubs no Really? Yeah. How yeah. Did, you didn't have any clothes to put in your college resume or anything? We didn't have cheer, we didn't have cheerleaders. What? We had another, I went to a performing arts school. That's what we that's that was our club. Are you in the choir? Are you in the band? Are you part of the drama? Are you part of the drama department? Wow. Was your whole life glee? <laughs> Basically, yeah. <laughs> that's awesome. Because I, I went to I went to element I went to my uh, elementary school was performing arts, my high school was performing arts, and then I went to a. a I was a theater major in college. Oh wow! So, bet on it, bet it's pretty, on it. <laughs> my life was pretty much Glee. Yeah. Every year we We're have all in this every, together. Every, every year we have a summer a summer show. <laughs> High school musical was like a documentary about your school. <laughs> More or less, except they had they had sports though. I, we didn't have sports teams. <laughs> all right, let's let's move on. Hopefully the, which, the which is weird though, because yeah, uh, since you're in Jersey, uh, <laughs> we we did no. I I'll, I'll take it back. We did have cheerleaders, okay. but we didn't have a sports team. So like when we had to take like the Geppa and the Hespa and stuff like that, yeah. the cheerleaders would cheer. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> they would cheer for us on the take. Yes, you can do. It. <laughs> when like when you're walking into the class to take a test, not. As we were walking in, but like du- like uh, during the lead up to like the test and stuff like that. It was, what was like an uh, like a, a auditorium meeting? Like how does that work? <laughs> you can pass. You can do it. You can pass. More or less. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I want to go to your school. <laughs> All right, let's move on. But you can't sing though. Fuck you. <laughs> I can't. I used to be in the choir. I mean, maybe you could be in a band. Can you play anything? I can play you're rock take, band. You take it too long. Rock band? <laughs> no, I'm talking about like jazz, saxophone, piano, even a vi- even violin. I play guitar, hero. <laughs> yeah, that that doesn't count. Oh, that isn't even a real guitar. All you're doing is pressing a button. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's let's jump into the gifted. We're, we're man, it's only two of us. We're already in an hour. This is why without Jamie. We have no time management skills. <laughs> well, we talked about two. Th- we talked about two different things. Yeah, but Jimmy been like, "Come on, guys, let's get." <laughs> well, that's also because she would have to go to work. <laughs> True. So you're saying Jamie is a shackle in the butt? <laughs> 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 you're right. We are free. <laughs> All right, let's, let's get into the, the gifted. Lauren and Andrew, welcome. What do you want from us? Your powers. We'll never give you what you want. 
Is there a need for more blood, Chad? I'm scared. Me too. Do I have to remind you that they have your kids? You sure as hell don't. If we have to shed blood sooner or later, I vote for sooner. We are gonna fight to get everyone home. Who's gonna save us? I don't know. We need to talk. We have lost too many people. I am done tolerating evil. The X-Men chose us for a reason. The time for mercy is over. We need your help. The humans will come for us all. We need all the allies we can get. They're coming! All right. Let's just do like a like a recap of the last couple of episodes. Like, let's just give our overall thoughts about Gifty. Because all we did was talk about the first episode. So let's just go back and forth and just give our overall thoughts about how you feel <laughs> about the Gifted series so far. How do you feel about X Men Light? No, you go first. No, you go first because you don't like it. No, I want to hear what you have to say about <laughs> it. <laughs> I want to hear all your reasons about why this show is so great to you. And I, I, for those that didn't hear our uh, our podcast. I forgot what episode it was, but we talked about the our first episode impressions of the show. Uh, did we give it a perfect, both of us? I don't remember. That was like... Either it was more than passable or it was, it was perfect. I, I, I did like the first episode a lot. I don't think it was a perfect, but I think it was more than passable. I don't remember, though. It was, was like I, Personally, I know that mine was hot because I really did like the first episode a lot. That was so 2017. <laughs> <laughs> new year, new me. Yeah. <laughs> it's like... I can't be held responsible for the words of 2017 Jordan. He's gone. <laughs> He's dead and gone. Like, wasn't Obama, was Obama still president back when we gave our review? I don't remember. Nah, you wish. <laughs> <laughs> you wish. <laughs> but, nah, yeah, so, like, how do you, how do you feel about the, the Gifted as a series so far? Is there one more episode of that, too? I think there's 11 episodes out so far. Eleven just aired on Monday. Yeah, so is there going to be 12? Next week. Is that going to be the whole season? No, it's a full season, I believe. So, like twenty something. I think so. I think so. Oh, okay. I think I'm not one hundred percent, but I think yeah, I think it's a full twenty, twenty something episodes. Oh wow, okay. So, so we're like almost halfway through. I can, you know what? I can just look it up right now. I think it's a full twenty something. Would you bet your life on it? No. <laughs> Would you bet mutant lives? I'll, I'll bet your life on it. Oh, wow. <laughs> I don't know if 13 is the last episode, but it's the only one that's listed here. Yeah. 13 episodes? And they seem like they're being aired back to back. Uh, the date on this is January 15th for both of them. For what? Gifted. That can't be right. It's got what? a... You what said, are you looking up? I, I looked up uh, the Gifted episode guide. Extraction is the next episode, episode 12. And X-Roads is the 13th episode. And I love, I, I didn't realize this before, but there's X in every single title in this show. Like, if you if you didn't know this was the X-Men or about mutants, every single title has X in it somehow. Exploited. 3X1. Extraction. X-Roads. Like, <laughs> come on, man. I mean, they name drop X-Men, like, every so often. They name drop, or they... they talk about magneto the, the x-men they, they didn't then i don't think they ever talked about magneto yeah they did when in the last episode you just went full scooby-doo just you're the dude scooby snacks no he did they uh talk about um i, I guess just know we're, uh, we're gonna, I we're guess gonna talk spoilers yeah no i guess 13 is the last episode because i'm looking out i'm looking on wikipedia and it, it doesn't go past 13 okay so that's the whole season i'm assuming yeah i guess so 
All right, I'm gonna play the spoiler warning too. Cause I just want to just jump right into spoilers for this. So you be, feel free to say spoilers in your uh, in your review. So spoilers. Hey, turn back. This is where the spoilers at. Hey, turn back. This is where the spoilers at. Oh yeah, I mean, I guess technically they do talk talk Magneto. They just say your father was a member of the Hellfire Club. He was a king of the Hellfire Club. And it, well, then I had to think about. I'm like, I don't remember. Was Magneto ever a member of the Hellfire Club in the comics? I don't remember because he had the Brotherhood. I don't remember him being a member of the Hellfire Club. Oh fuck, you're right. That's, that's why. Almost, I was, that's why we was like they mentioned Magneto. I was like, I don't think Magneto ever joined the Hellfire Club. Are you about Sebastian Stralden? That's what I was because he was the king of the Hellfire Club. Sebastian. Well, in the movies, Magneto killed Sebastian. Yeah. So. And in the movies, fuck those movies. <laughs> well, I mean, that actually makes sense because this is like kind of not kind of based in the singer universe. Uh, I don't want it to be. <laughs> I don't want it to be either. But I mean, they 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 especially play the not if that universe is like getting <laughs> it's being absorbed by Disney. <laughs> but I mean, kind of. If we're going by the movie universe, I'm. It could be believed that he's like the king of the Hellfire Club because he he worked with Emma Frost and stuff after uh, First Class. They just never followed up with it. Let it die. <laughs> <laughs> let it go. Let it go. So so how'd you feel, man? How do you feel about the gifted? I mean, overall, I'm gonna read my uh Facebook status. <laughs> I ref- I deferred my Facebook status. Yeah, I, I posted this on uh yesterday after I caught up on uh all eleven episodes. And I think it's a perfect summation of how I feel about the show. I said, I really enjoy this show, but I could still give a hell about the main protagonist, the Struckers. Is that pun intended with Hellfire Club? No, but we'll keep that. (laughs) (laughs) But I said, I said, get rid of them and give me some more naked Marcos. That's the perfect summation of how you feel about it. That's the perfect Michael summation of how I feel about the gifted. Okay. Like, Marcos is Marcos is hot. I mean, he's fine. But I'm just exactly, saying, like, he's fine. Give me, <laughs> take off your shirt, Daddy. Give me a collar Ren challenge. Oh my God. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just laughing because that's like, this is the perfect summation. <laughs> I said that's my perfect summation of how I feel about the show, which includes naked Marcos. Yes. So it's funny to me. <laughs> I mean, do you know? Have we met? Hi, I'm Michael. Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you, Michael. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, like I, I, I enjoy the show. I like the characters. Like I like where everything is going. Like you know them going against the government and all that stuff. That's like, per like, what's what's the word I'm trying to use? That's I can't think of the word I'm trying to use. But that's like classic X Men. That's that wasn't the word I wanted to use, but that's classic X Men. And this is like X Men light. So, I mean, especially if you think about the budget and stuff like that. Because I know you mentioned, I want them to fight Sentinels and shit. Like, I'm like, oh, fuck yes. they're not going to do that <laughs> with this. I know, but you get... That's too much money. That's, that's Even like the Sentinels that they have, they're like tiny robots. <laughs> yeah, I like those, but they didn't... They only reintroduced that thing like even that's once too, Even that's too much money. <laughs> oh, come on. <laughs> I guess. So, I mean, a quintessential. That's the word I was trying to use. That's quintessential X-Men. Of going against the government and uh, uh yeah and all other stuff so i mean i like and i like and i like the guy uh the government guy some would say quintessential some would say overplayed but <laughs> i mean maybe you would say overplayed 
you're like Fox News, or it's like some people think that <laughs> Black Lives Matter is a terror. No, only you guys. <laughs> <laughs> so, hashtag Mute Lives Matter. <laughs> more, pretty much. <laughs> That's really what the show is. So I mean, yeah, I, li- I like the underground. I like Polaris. I like, I like all the side characters, quote unquote, the characters in the underground more than I like the Struckers. Like, I don't give a fuck about the Struckers. I would like to know which. I mean, yeah, so, I agree. I so, definitely agree with that statement. Yeah, so, dro- so drop, why are they the lead characters? Yeah, so why are we looking them at this from, world through them? Yeah, so drop them from the show, and I think nothing really changes. I don't even mind the kids. I just think it's mostly. The I don't even give a fuck about the kids and the the, the relationship like, between the parents and the kids. Put them as put them in the background, like. But they could have been Jubilee. You know what I'm saying of the animated show, where it's like. They could have been the point of entry, yes, but then the X Men animated series. I don't know. I'm using that as an example, but let's use that as an example. <laughs> like that becomes about more than Jubilee, but they're still your point of entry. But this yeah, show Jubilee's is the about entry. the Struckers. Jubilee's the entry point, but they, she's not the focus of the sh- of the cartoon. Exactly, and I think if they weren't with their parents, it'd be easier for them to kind of blend in. With the and it's funny the because I like those two actors. Like Amy Acker is and Fred. And Fred, yeah, Fred yeah, from Angel. Like I like Fred from Angel, but I liked her more as Illyria. I mean, yeah, she's badass as Lyria, but and then uh, what's his face? I don't know why his name is blanking on me because I know his actual name, but I don't. What is it's blanking on me? But the father, that's Bill from True Blood. So I mean, I like. Fuck you. <laughs> True, <laughs> True Blood was great until season five. Then it went to straight to trash. I'll take your word for it. <laughs> but yeah, like so, I like those two actors, and and it's not their acting or anything like that that I have issues with. Their their acting is is fine. I just don't give a fuck about their characters. Like, not just the parents, but, like, the Struckers, period. I don't give a fuck. I don't care. (laughs) I'm not interested. Moving on. And the last couple episodes, at least the first episode I jumped back in on, was so Strucker-centric. Going back to, like, the father and his father, and how his father was actually a mutant, and that's why his kids are mutants, because it's a generation. And I'm just like, I don't care. And I mean, (laughs) yeah, and it was like... Like that whole backstory, like I was just like the only thing I took from that I was like that's kind of fucked up because because he, he was born a mutant, mm-hmm. uh, but then he helped. But but then his father, and, mutant genes. yeah, he like injected him with something and it caused him. To, he like was in the hospital, like he almost died. Yeah. So I mean that was interesting ish, but ultimately it was just like I don't care, I don't care. And they kind of make this, they pull this whole storyline where, oh, the kids are actually like the most powerful, two of the most powerful mutants we've ever seen. Like, okay, they, I like they, the idea, but it's, let it our powers combine, to, they form Captain Planet. But it boils down to holding hands power. <laughs> Let's hold hands. And then someone blows like like a leaf blower on them, and they look really constipated. That's <laughs> all it is. So now they're trying to do that with other mutants. They took that technology, because I don't know, did you see episode 11? Yes. So they got the little device. It's, it's like a it's like a, a mechanical device to force you to hold hands yeah. <laughs> that makes your mute power stronger. Pretty much. I'm like, what? <laughs> we reverse engineered holding hands. I'm like, we reverse the engineered the planetary rings. Let our powers <laughs> combine. I'm like, uh, all right, I guess. So yeah, but like, even that, I like more than most of the show. Like the last two episodes, ten and eleven, I liked more than the last eight. You know what I'm saying? So it's like only recently, my opinion of the show in the last two episodes improved my opinion of the show overall. Minded too. Yeah. Yeah? Okay. But see, you made it seem like you liked it before that. I, I think it's like the side no, of the just average. Beca- it's just because I knew where you, because I'm like, you're, 
I knew what you were thinking because I'm like, I kind of had this reaction too. So I'm like, just watch, just shut up and watch it. That's why oh. I was like, just shut up and watch <laughs> For it. For people that don't know, I That's was what, hitting up Mike. Yeah, he was texting watching. me the whole time. <laughs> like, this show's stupid. This show, I'm like, no, you don't know what I know. Just shut up and watch it. One of the characters, Esme, she's a, a she claims to be a telepath, but in the episode that was that the first episode she was introduced? That's the first episode she was introduced. Okay. And the episode she was introduced in, the first two things she does are just imp- imp- empathic abilities, where she just reads a general emotion of people. According to you. What do you mean? The first time, there's a spy, which I was like, I wish she was actually a character, because she seemed kind of interesting. At least as a, as a, just a, a premise as a character. The, the Asian woman with super The first skin. thing she does is more empathic. Like, I get, I'm getting a weird she, feeling I'm getting a weird vibe from this Asian girl. It turns out the Asian girl's a spy that... The, the government sending to infiltrate the rebels or whatever the mutant rebels but then the second time she in the prison while the Asian was in prison she reads that oh I feel that she's no that's she not the second need no pain. she read the mother's mind no that was after the prison she was in the prison no that was that was she she read the, she read the girl's mind like way at like towards the end of the episode Cause that's when, cause that's, cause remember the mother is the one that got her to read the girl's mind while cause she was like she can't talk. We don't know which, we don't know how to you know get the information from her. She can't talk. That's right. And actually, she was like, "Oh, there's a telepath here, so let's go get her," because she read her mind earlier. Yeah, a telepath, whatever. But the point, is, she is a telepath. But the first two, two of the first three things she did were empathic abilities, and I was like, I was, I was just I, look. I, I admit I wasn't like feeling the show at that point. So any small thing, I was just nitpicking. So I was like, this fucking show is if you know what empathic abilities are. There are no difference between an empath and a telepath, Michael. I was like very much nerd rage. They don't even know. <laughs> yeah, he was nerd rager. Yeah, just, but it was, just, you know, I even said then it was a small nitpick. But what they ended up doing with that character later, and Michael kept telling me like, just wait. All right, you don't even know what's gonna happen. Just chill out. That character has an interesting. Something interesting happens later on with that character. I'm like, whatever. But episode ten, I guess it's a spoil it now. The revelation is that she's actually one of three of the separate cuckoo sisters, right? And then he texts me. He's like, wait, hold up, let me read it. Let me see. <laughs> I know what I said. I was like, oh, that girl. I was like, yo, she's OP as fuck. Cause out of nowhere, like they do a thing where they are trying to rescue um, the. Well, everybody got captured basically. Blink, uh, uh, what's her name? The the I, I can breathe smoke in your face and give you memories. Yeah, you know? I don't know her name. Amber is that her name? Amber? I don't know her name. <laughs> okay, well, the kids Amber and Blink got captured by the government, and at, at the end of episode ten was it? Was it the end? That was episode ten. Yeah, at the end of episode ten. Uh, Esme, who's being queen of shifty eyes after. <laughs> After the point Michael tells me that, every other scene she's in, she's but, just... Uh, I'm going to read the I'm gonna read the text. He says, what in all caps? Now SMA is OP. What is happening, LMAO? Oh, those girls, aren't they from the Hellfire Club? And I, <laughs> and I respond, step for Kukos. And he's like, oh, okay, I like this. <laughs> That's the first moment in the whole show that got me hype. And so I'm like, yeah, Emma Frost clones. And he's like, yeah, fuck you. I like that. And I said, I, and I, said, I know, mic drop. <laughs> Yeah, I was like begrudgingly mad that I liked it too. I was like, fuck you, I actually liked it. <laughs> I'm like, yes, I know. I knew this was coming. But it was a cool moment because uh, they, Esme walks out on the, uh, the the convoy carrying everybody, that was all the mutants that were captured. And at first, I'm like, what is this shit going to do? All she can do is read minds. And at that point, I'm even like, yeah, whatever, read minds. <laughs> but then she starts, like, her power starts making the people kill themselves. Like, all of the soldiers are killing themselves. I'm like, 
what the? If she's this powerful, like, why is she just OP? If she was this powerful before, she could have, like, soloed the entire, like, every time they have an issue, this bitch could have fucking done it herself. <laughs> but no. <laughs> Turns out, two doppelgangers walk out. Or, like, yeah, she's it, was, got, it was all to get her sisters. Is that CG? She's not a real triplet, right? I don't think so. I think it's CG. Okay. So, like, but but just that, that moment where the three... Like all three of them walk up together, and the revelation of like, oh, that's why she's so powerful. I was like, that got me hyped. That was like the, the most X Mini X Men moment <laughs> of the entire show. Uh huh. <laughs> and of all people, stuff for cuckoos. Like I don't, I'm, I'm not big on the Hellfire Club, but just like rec- like more recognizable X Men showing up in the show. And just like I mean, Polaris is my Magneto's daughter. She's pretty recognizable, but only her. I don't yeah, know only her. Uh, I don't thunderclap whatever the, the Thunderbird Indian, Native American guy yeah, Thunderbird. is. Well, he di- he's dead in the comics. Oh, he's dead. Yeah. Oh, Spanish havoc. Like, he's made up for the show. Always oh, made up. Yeah. Because okay. I looked him up. I was like, who is he? He's like, no. He's what's he's, his hero name? He's made up for the show. His name is Eclipse. Eclipse. Okay. But he's made. Yeah, he's made up for the show. Okay. But uh, yeah, I don't. Like, you say you and like those not, characters. He's not havoc. Havoc has completely different powers. He's basically Havoc. He's Spanish Havoc. Ha- Havoc has completely different Spanish powers. Havoc. Whatever. That's Fake ra- news. That's racist. But it's just, I don't know. Like that that moment was dope. So that episode ten and then eleven was like a very action like, heavy are you, episode. Are you okay? I'm you're, like, I got the you're, like, you're like dying. Yeah. <laughs> uh, saying I like the show, <laughs> admitting to you that I liked it is killing me. I think that's what it is. <laughs> All right, but I don't Admi- wanna, admitting I was right, I don't you wanna, were wrong. <laughs> it's like every movie where it's like, I was, I was wrong. You're like, you're like, what's his face from uh, Last Jedi? Oh, uh, Benedict, ben, Benicio ben, Del Benicio Del Toro, yeah. DJ, DJ, that's his name. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> All right, what's your rating? We're getting into what my thoughts are. I give it a low more than passable overall. Because like I said, I don't give a fuck about the Struckers. If if you got rid of them, I would probably give it a high more than passable. But the Struckers bring it down for me. But I enjoyed it. I enjoyed the other characters enough. We're still in the more than passable range. Mm. Well, that's surprising because after the last two episodes, I'd give this show a high passable. <laughs> Not going to do it to you. So passable, Michael. <laughs> you didn't even do it right. <laughs> Passable. <laughs> you need to do it right. I said it's passable. Oh, I'm sorry for the emphasis in the wrong place. Exact Slytherin. <laughs> Team Slytherin. All my Slytherins out there. <laughs> no, I, I mean, but like, it's like you read it in that in that text. Like I said there, the only really high point in this whole show were the last two episodes. Even even the uh, episode eleven, I really liked. But before that, I, I you see like the characters. I, I don't want the Struckers. You're absolutely right about that. But even the other characters, like Polaris and Marcos, I can't even say I really like them. I'm interested in them. I feel like in a different show with a different with a different storyline, with different writing. Now, even the backstory with him and the uh, drug cartel, like him really being led led back to the dark side. I didn't really care about and that. You saw that little smirk like when he was burning the people, when he was burning, almost burnt the people. Yeah. And he was like, like it's interesting. Yeah, no, you I, saw, but like I said, I'm like, not, I don't not like him. He's being tempted. He's turning back into Angelus. Oh, get out of here. <laughs> That's why you like it. <laughs> but Marcos, my favorite characters are Marcos, uh, Blank, Polaris, the 
the in, I guess the the Native American dude Thunderclap Thunderbird <laughs> Thunderclap. What are you giving him syphilis? Wait, <laughs> is it clap syphilis or gonorrhea? No, what is the clap? I don't know. I, don't know. I think it's I think it's gonorrhea. I think that's the clap. Whatever. So you're making him thunder gonorrhea? Yeah, basically. <laughs> it's just like I, but I don't even like the, him as a character. I like, I like what I like about the show is when they use powers. I like it when they actually turn on. The, the mutant factor. But it's like, when it's about the characters sitting in the room and talking. It's about the Struckers. I don't, yeah. Because usually, yeah, the, usually the people that are sitting in the room talking are the Struckers. I don't give a fuck about that. <laughs> the way you said that. <laughs> I don't give a fuck, right? <laughs> and then it's like the, the antagonists are weak. Like, I know it's supposed to just be, like, the general plot of the X-Men, like you said, it's the quintessential story of, like, the X-Men, mutant lives matter, they're on the run from the government, yada, 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 yada. But, like, I don't care about, I, I don't know, Xerxes, Mr. Clean. I don't I don't care about that, dude. <laughs> I feel for him a little bit because there, there were episodes that humanized him, like, with his daughter. I like that backstory. But it's, like, as as the only You're real. You're, like, when his memory got erased and he had to relive the fact that his daughter died I like all that. over no, again. No, I like that moment a lot. Especially when he uh, went back to his wife. And Mr. That, I cry at everything. <laughs> I didn't cry, but I did get a little choked up. I was, I was like, say, you did. but see, I don't like, I don't care about him. So like, it was like that moment was like, okay, I feel more for you now, but like, I, I couldn't even completely dial into that. You know, I can't put my finger. If I like it. put my pinky on your knee. You start crying. Like that didn't make you cry. <laughs> that didn't make you cry. <laughs> it's the way, the pressure when you put your finger on my knee. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> no, it didn't make me cry. So I should tell you something. <laughs> <laughs> it's just I, I don't know, but the, but it has moments. So it's like I can't a hundred percent put my finger on where's, why this where's, show. Where's Jamie at? I need to know. I need to know her opinion. I feel like she'd probably be between us. You know, I, I I'm gonna guess that she'd be between us. I don't think she likes it as much as you do, but I don't think she probably. Well, we're not even that far apart. You're a low more than passable. I'm a high passable. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care. I don't like what you're saying. <laughs> like we don't even have a rating between us. That's how that's how close we are. <laughs> But it's just, I need the, the, I need the, the tone to be, I need the tone. I, I need the structures to be gone, one. I need the, the, the show to have a different antagonist. And the, Well, I'm assuming, because they teased the Hellfire Club, so I'm assuming that's- You mean Hellfire Club's going to be the antagonist? That's where they're going. Did you watch episode, you said you watched episode 11. Yeah. Like, she, 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 that food smells good. I'm like, I had wow. to stop. <laughs> But yeah, she works for the Hellfire Club, so they wouldn't name drop them if they're not going to introduce them. I don't. I wouldn't. Why are think. they be villains? They're like on the same side at this point, aren't they? They're not they're like, extreme as the Hellfire Club. Well, no, the Hellfire Club were antagonists to the X Men. Like yeah, the Hell. Granted, this is a world where there's no X Men. So for whatever reason, yeah. So if there's a world, if this is a world with no X Men, then maybe the Hellfire Club would be the antagonist of this underground mutant underground. If it becomes the underground versus the Hellfire Club, I would like this show more. But it's because like I've seen this story. Because I mean, so the government can't. The government can't be the villain for all five. Or like, say the show goes on for five seasons, can't be the villain for all five seasons. I would hope not. <laughs> because that's what, that's what I'm saying. Like they would have to be after 11 episodes. I'm like, oh, this is boring. I don't they, care. They would have to be another. They would have to introduce another set of villains. Like after maybe the the government is the villains for this season, but the next season would be the Hellfire Club or something like that. Because they're not. 
It's not even, even I can admit. Like they're not as compelling as say Wolfram and Hart from Angel, because Angel every season the villain for Angel for the most part was Wolfram and Hart, and it worked. Yeah, because it always changed. Yeah, it was like a because there was like a big company, I guess they explained it. So it was like different divisions that they kind of had to face, or like you. How do I explain that? It's like the 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 CEOs of Wolfman and Heart weren't the antagonists until way later in the show. Before that, it was like the things they were doing were the yeah. antagonists. Mm-hmm. So like it, was, it had some variety to it, and the things they were doing had byproducts that were interesting. This is like it's literally just every there episode. You go for that reviewer that says I don't bring up Angel. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you no, don't try it. Don't try to take him from me. <laughs> he liked me more because of that. <laughs> nope. I would like you more, Michael, but <laughs> I'm bringing up Angel, so you need to leave another review. Like, I now like you more than Jordan. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't know. It's it, it's just, though, like, it's it's weird. Like, I, it, I don't have hate for this show. It's just not doing the things that would interest me as a viewer. But it has interesting elements. And when they dot when they dial up to eleven, especially with the mutant aspects, I really like it. So that's why I like the last two episodes more than I've liked most of the show. Like if I just if this show was just episodes one, ten, and eleven, it'd be perfect vision. <laughs> but it's, it's that two through eight. I'm just like uh, or nine. I'm just like ah, uh, fucking do something interesting. <laughs> but I'm like I'm inter- Like I said, not the Strucker stuff, but like the background of like uh, when Blink kept opening up the portal to that one place and she's like why why do i keep going back to that one place and then find out her adoptive parents or whatever that whole thing was destroyed by the the sentinel services or whatever yeah like that was but all these stories these are just like these are like slices Granted, like her name in is, between the entire episode like these I, aren't the whole focuses of these episodes i mean i guess she's still kind of learning and stuff like but like her name is blinking like she takes forever to make the, the portals yo it's all plot i hate that <laughs> I hate when the plot dictates how strong or quickly people will like use their powers. Like she's always like, eh, open it, eh, open it, eh. I'm like, just fucking do it. But I mean, they 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 try to, I guess, to, as a way to like, Balance. so they're not, yeah, so OP. They say they're new to their powers or whatever. Even though it's like, if you know, it's mutants, it's X Men. They get their powers in their adolescence, so you have years to learn. Yeah. So like, why is Polaris still like? Almost learning how it's like she's still kind of learning her powers, like when she when because she, if she she already can stop like a whole, which is so weird. Sometimes she can just stop bullets, but other times it's like we have to run from these people. Like what you what? Unless they have plastic bullets every time, which they don't they don't say that. No, they don't. So it's like you should be able to take out all the people no problem, but she never does. Right, like, I'm not- that's why I said they kind of <laughs> they, they they like limit their power to make it seem like they're still learning. Even like, uh, but there epi- are times even she like does episode it. even like episode eleven when she moved the safe, and she was like sitting like right there at the top of those stairs, and the safe is like right here, and yeah. she moved it, closed the safe, and she's like, prior you know prior to this, I would have never been able to move that something that big from this distance. I think it's the baby. She stopped bullets, but this a safe is much heavier. Is it harder to stop, uh, pull a safe than it is to stop a projectile moving at the speed of a bullet? It is, I guess, maybe, if it's just metal control. I don't know. I don't get powers work. <laughs> I, I don't know how powers work out. <laughs> like, I was going to say, I'm going to have to con- consort, uh, consult Tina with the science. <laughs> <laughs> Tina, how does this explain my science? Please. <laughs> Please help me. But yeah, I don't, uh, like, they make a point to say, oh, she, feel, she feels the baby is making her stronger. 
which I don't know how that works, but because I'm not a woman, but <laughs> I didn't. They only said that like it was like one offline, but yeah, I don't get that either. I guess maybe just having another life inside you makes your power stronger. Or maybe the baby has the same power she does, so it's a combination of her power. So is a baby in her like holding its hand up, like. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to see that ultrasound. <laughs> Look like Magneto in her, in her uterus. She's like she's like the kid, the Strucker. She's they're tech, they, they, since they can't hold hands. She's holding her uterus. The baby's holding the uterus. <laughs> but yeah, I don't, I don't know, man. I I, I like it. That but that's just I like it. Like I don't love it. You you see, I had to struggle. To yeah, watch I don't love. I, I don't say I love it. I like it a lot. A lot. You see, even that's that's a strong word. I like it. I like it a lot. <laughs> I like it a lot. For the last two episodes. <laughs> we'll see. I'll take that then. We're on the same page. High okay. five. All right. Woo! <laughs> we'll see now how. you need to watch Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. <laughs> yeah, we'll see how that goes next week. Fitz, this last episode. I'm like, yes, Fitz. So Fitz is alive in the future? Fitz, Fitz, Fitz is sexy this season. Wait, how is he? Al- I'm not going to ask. I don't want to know. I'll be surprised. How is he there? Yeah. You got to watch it. Yeah, I'll watch it. Is, is it as good as that Stepford uh, Cuckoo's twist? I think so. Really? Okay. That that sold me. That's all he had to say. All right, let's move on. That whole episode. That was a whole episode. I'll just say this. This is a whole episode dedicated to how Fitz is in the future. Oh, he's he's actually in the future. You ruined it. You already ruined it. I didn't know if he was in the past or not. It might be like flashbacks or something or like. You just said, how did Fitz get there? And I said, you said, never mind. I don't want to I might get there in the show, not get there in like the same place they are. Too late. <laughs> you ruined it for me. No, he's, a, he's in the future. Okay. That's kind of badass. That's okay. I, maybe he's cable. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, there's a whole episode dedicated to how he got there. Yo, they made him cable left awesome. Like one eye. Like one white eye. He's just a scar. That's none of that. Ah, He doesn't have a cyborg arm? No. <laughs> oh, man. It's too much money. It's too much money. All right, let's move on. Let's get into anime with Jordan and Mike. <laughs> <laughs> Anime with Jorke. Was that Michael and Jordan combined? Yeah. <laughs> Jorke? That's like the worst yeah. shit name ever. <laughs> Jorke. I mean, I did get an Instagram message a while. I told you this. Somebody was like, has, has anybody ever said they ship you and Jordan together? I was like, no. We don't have any fan art. We should. <laughs> so I was like, we need, a, we need a ship name. Hashtag. Not Jorke. <laughs> <laughs> Not that. M- Mor- Morden. Morden? Yeah, Michael Jordan Morden. Sounds like a grand wizard. <laughs> Even better. <laughs> beware, beware the power of Morden. Yeah, that's what it sounds like. Sauron and Morden. <laughs> um, but yeah, since there's no Jamin this week, we're going to run the anime section ourselves. And as you heard before, listeners, we're going to be talking about Dragon Ball Super.
had I had other things I want to talk about. But hey, hey, this show is a piece of shit. No, except for the latest episode. Okay, all right, I'll give you that. But I want I had other things I want to talk about for the anime session this week. But since Jamie's not here, I'm gonna save it for next week. I want to talk about King's Game. Yeah, I was gonna say for those. I was gonna say you should say what it is for those that haven't seen it. So they could be able to watch it and then listen to us. Mm. I made a post about it on my Instagram story. Uh, people hit me up and was like, why are you watching the dub? I didn't watch the dub, guys. I watched the sub. Just the dub was way funnier. <laughs> I don't I don't even want to say what the, they said in the clip, but just know King's Game, if you guys want to watch it now beforehand, before we talk about it next week, it's on, it's on uh, Crunchyroll. It's on Crunchyroll. Watch it. And just know now it's rated R. It is a hardcore. If you, if you, it's not gonna go the way you think. Oh my god! If you watch Black Mirror, this is a fun thing to watch right after. <laughs> I, I've talked before about how I like shows like um, uh, Zodiac War or Battle Royale. This is kind of in the same vein. I swear, right now, Jamie's opinion, she didn't like it. She didn't like King's Game, or she, she like, didn't like Zodiac War. Well, she already says she likes Zodiac. Wait, did we talk about? Yeah, we talked about Zodiac. You don't even know. <laughs> you even know it's where too, you are. It's too many episodes. What is it, 65, 66? It's like a world, 65. You're just like, it's like a whirlwind. Like, where are we? What, what all, year is it? It all merges together. I don't know what's going on. But yeah, she she had already watched King's Game because I stumbled across it on Crunchyroll. Uh, I was watching um, Giguk on YouTube and he gave a top 10 anime of 2017. Oh, I think he just ran through all the anime of 2017. And when he kind of gave a little synopsis of King's Game, I was like, that sounds like right up my fucking alley. Watch one episode, and by the end, well, my face looked like, kind of like how your face looked, Michael, when you said you watched it. <laughs> you sent me a screenshot yourself. <laughs> Just astonishment. <laughs> it's, it literally ends like a, what the fuck? Yeah. I was, I'm, I'm like, what is happening? She didn't like it? She she says she had watched it, but she just watches so much anime that she just thought it was kind of meh. So I was like, "What? This is like because I hit her and you up about it, saying like, have you watched King's Game?'" And she told me like, "Yeah, but it's all right." I was like, "Are you crazy?" <laughs> so we're gonna talk about that next week. And I'm I guess curious, this is gonna be I'm a curious, battle. I'm curious why she doesn't like it because I, I I enjoyed it. I don't think she remembers it. I think that's the problem. She watched she watches a lot of anime, so I think she just she's so desensitized to everything crazy. <laughs> she's like, uh. High school, sex, blood, violence, whatever. She's like, she's like not Madoka, but uh, what's her face? Oh, Sayaka? Say- Sayaka. Yeah. yeah. That's how she is. Oh, after going through all after the different through, timelines? After going through all the different timelines. <laughs> exactly what she's like. That is the best she's like, analogy right, to Jamie. Let's do this again. <laughs> oh, she had like, glasses and she was all like bright and happy. And she slowly became, <laughs> everything is darkness. <laughs> Everything. She used to be. Everything is awesome. Now everything is dreary and death. Darkness. <laughs> Hello, darkness, my old friend. <laughs> but yeah, we're gonna talk about because it it's like it's one of my favorite anime of recent. I don't know if you feel the same way, but by the ending, I started to get like okay. I'm like, can we wrap this up? Oh man, I was with it to the very end. No, just by, the end stumble for me. But everything else, I was like, the, especially especially once they revealed how the King's Game. I didn't like. I didn't like that. That's the problem with all these things where something's supernatural and then you don't know what the thing and how it works until like some point in the story. 
if, it, if the revelation, just like Runaways, if the revelation we're, is we're, dumb. We're talking Kingsgate. We're not supposed to be talking. Well, <laughs> this is all good. This is all good, like, cock tease for everybody who are like, oh, Kingsgate. <laughs> Go watch it. It's good. It's only like uh, 13 episodes, right? 12. 12. Even even easier. And then only 20 minute episodes, so. I feel like it could have, I feel like it could have been eight. Agreed. I agree with that. But I loved it. <laughs> but I'm, I'm a sick fuck. I watch, I love Battle Royale, so. I mean, I am too, but it's just like, at a certain point, I was just like, all right, can we wrap this up? I want you to watch, no, I watched because the movies suck. Read Battle Royale. You're not going to. read? Yeah, Battle Royale is a manga. Wait, wait, what? Oh, wait. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, your face. <laughs> You're like, oh, what is this? What are these words? What is this word? Is read? Riyadh? <laughs> what are you saying? Raynad? <laughs> Rayadh? What, huh? is, what is this word? Yes, read. There's pictures. There's a lot of pictures. I don't, I don't know how to do that. It's, it's one of... I don't know what this means or anything because I haven't re- read. That, that really means I have many to of... buy it. No, use the. In- I mean, no, use the internet. All right. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. It's one of my favorite like stories in that vein. Is it more than two pages? Yeah, dude, it's like 25 issues. That's too much. 25 chapters. That's too many pages. Oh, dude. Oh no, I, mean, I think it's like 25 volumes. I take it back. <laughs> yeah, that's way too many. <laughs> I actually have it in book. F- it's the only manga I've ever collected. That's I have all the volumes. Just give me a, a, a summary. I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> all right, anyway. We're going to talk about King's Game this week. We're going to talk about the even better anime. That's not true. We're going to talk about Dragon Ball Super, so though. You can, you can read the audio. You, you could be my audio book. God damn it. I, I just record you <laughs> <laughs> while I'm driving. I'm listening to Jordan. This is Battle Royale. <laughs> <laughs> so, voice won't be as good. My voice is better. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Let's talk about Dragon Ball Super. Because like I said in the beginning of this podcast, this is it, man. The torment of power. The torment of the entire, of all the universes. It's coming to an end. Wake me up when you're done talking. (laughs) What? (laughs) There's only nine minutes left in the tournament, dude. Yes, which means there's nine more months. (laughs) I hope it's only nine more episodes at the most. Because this episode ended with eight minutes. So it's a full episode took one minute real time. If they boil it down to like, it is now eight minutes and thirty seconds left in the next episode. They're going to. <laughs> That'd be so stupid. They're like it's only thirty seconds left, and it's gonna be like twenty more episodes. <laughs> is it kind of like the Freezer Saga? The planet's gonna blow up in four minutes. Yo, it was like forty episodes. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, I love the bridge version of that too, where Freezer was like, "Is it five? Yes, yes, five minutes." <laughs> like, how do you know that? <laughs> I'm guesstimating. <laughs> But um, yeah, man, this is it. The showdown between, was it Universe 11? Is that the universe? Jiren's universe? Yeah. yeah. Universe 11, Jiren, Dispo, Topo versus the last of so Universe are we, 7. I was skipping Universe 3 and Universe. Oh, you want you want to recap this? You want to talk about everything? I was going to talk about the last we, episode. I mean, we could talk about the last episode, but I was just saying since we hadn't talked about it in a while. Okay, so what was the last thing we talked about? Goku transforming Ultra Ultra Super or Ultra Instinct? Ultra Instinct. That was the last thing. No, Kef, Kef when he fought Kefla. That was the last thing we talked about. Did we really talk about it or just mention it? No, I think we talked about it. Okay, because I think fuck Kefla. <laughs> <laughs> if I'm not clear, I hope I boost my ear out with that in the pocket. <laughs> like, oh shit! Yes, you need to understand how much I fucked that Kefla bitch. Yeah, I think we talked. I think we talked about it. Yeah. All right. Oh my god, it was so satisfying when he did that fucking twist around her her bullshit mary you sue you beam. can't dodge in midair and i'm like when has that been a thing 
Well, they can't fly. So she was right. Oh, yeah, that is true. Yeah. They can't fly. So, like, every time they're doing, like, crazy things in the air, that's but always I, I forgot about it. Because I forgot about that. I'm like, they've been dodging in the air, like, <laughs> always. When has that been a thing? No, I was more mad about the fact that she she started just, as the episode progressed, her Mary Sue abilities just became so ridiculous that she started shooting beams from everywhere. I'm like, what the fuck is this? I'm like, I have infinite abilities. I'm like, ah! How does this work? She never went Super Saiyan Blue. So I'm like, I don't understand. Good. Are but, you but no, I'm not saying I wanted her to, but I'm saying how is she that powerful and she never went blue? I'm going to give it like, to I don't, being a fusion character. But even still, you should have still went blue. Like, I don't get it. Uh, no, if she went blue, I would fucking destroy my TV. <laughs> I would fucking drop kick No, I'm not this. saying I wanted her to go blue, but I'm saying how is she that powerful if she never went? But a fusion character blue is the ultimate form. But a fusion character, yeah. But even is a, a fusion character, OP. even a fusion character, like even Vegito went blue. But he, that's because Goku and Vegeta were blue. She never knew blue. But she's like, but she's she's a she's so OP because. Fucking Khalifa is the most OP bitch in the world where she's just, she's Goku on steroids where she just goes Super Saiyan by all oh, the tingles. <laughs> and then she fused with the fucking Broly Mary Sue where it's literally the legendary Super Saiyan, literally so powerful at one point in this tournament, she was like on par with the Goku Super Saiyan Blue and was like, what are you talking about? Bro, I don't care if Broly was alive and canon. As strong as he was in the in the movie, he was like cell level, which is like, all right, he's a really crazy strong Super Saiyan. But they made legendary Super Saiyan when he's a female, like blue level. Are you kidding me? So then those two OP Mary Sue's fuse made the ultimate OP Mary Sue. Uh huh. <laughs> so yeah, I can, I hate it, but I understand why maybe she's that strong. But I don't like the fact that she just literally just pull abilities out of nowhere we're just like i now have every beam out of every direction ability and like i have crazy spiral candy cane ability beam like what the fuck are these things so when goku did that fucking that like, thing, it, didn't no. look like a, it didn't look like a candy cane it looked like a fucking candy cane <laughs> it's like legendary power and super saiyan power combined i don't know what the fuck op power uh-huh. but when goku was just like yeah bitch i got you and he got the kamehameha in his hand jumping from beam to beam i was just like oh Fuck her up, Goku. Fuck her up. And then when he goes, ha! Ha! Yeah. <laughs> like, like an NFL replay. Oh, I can't. I, I was so happy they did that replay over and over again. I was so happy. I was too. I was like, fuck you, bitch! Ah, fuck you. I was so happy. When the universe got erased, I was like, good. Fuck your whole universe. I, I felt kind of sad. I hope, no. I hope you never come <laughs> back. I know they will. Of course they're going to come back. Of course they will. They're wishing back. But God damn, Kaba's cool. Which still makes me but go like, them. I'm just like, what is the point? Like, cause you know how it's gonna end. Everybody's gonna get wished back. Everybody's gonna get wished back. So it's like, what's the point of this tournament? It makes this whole tournament pointless. <sighs> I agree, but maybe the wish back is gonna do something else. Maybe they'll wish back in a universe that's like, cause did they destroy universes? I'm getting Dragon Ball Z lore now, which disgusts me. But <laughs> did they say at one point that Xenos? Is his name Zeno? Zeno. Zeno. He destroyed all the universes. He destroyed universes before this, right? Mm-hmm. So maybe they'll revive somebody from those destroyed universes too. They'll, re- they'll wish back all the universes. And somebody like Janimba or Boo from one of those destroyed universes will be like the next villain or something. I don't know. But if it, I, you're right. It does fucking make all this pointless. But at least if the wish has some unforeseen consequence, then maybe it'll it'll be kind of worth it 
But will it? Will it though? No. <laughs> I was gonna say this is Dragon Ball. It'll, it'll, it'll help. <laughs> it won't be as bad. But that was the last thing of note that happened in Dragon Ball Super was was that battle. Until now, because between then and now, it's been a lot of filler. I mean, like what what was it? Brebrian. It was the robots. The from robots. The universe. From universe. Uh, what? I don't remember. Four, I don't remember. I think. Who cares? It's all fucking bullshit. It's <laughs> it's literally just like. And and then the questions of like how is Goku still fighting? Like how it's only been like he should be out of sea, like he should be out of stamina. It's like, only, he only been like rests, ten minutes. Yeah, he only rests for like two seconds, and he's like, I got my stamina back. I'm stronger. Like how does that work? There's no sensu beans. Like so it's like None. at least then I could kind of understand like okay you completely recovered in the span of like five minutes. Yeah, sensu beans. Like if anything, like Jiren and all them, they like are fully re- like they've been chilling. They, they've been chilling the whole time. But when you say whole time. The tor- whole tournament's only been, like, uh, less than an hour. Mm-hmm. So, chilling this whole time has been, like, 10 minutes. It makes no sense. It's like, how do you get stronger after every fight that should exhaust you, and then you you somehow are now strong enough to fight Jiren? Plot. It's fucking, like, power scaling is so fucking Even, like, Fre- like Frieza's been, he has a pretty much he fought. He hasn't fought at all. Though, at all until, well, recently, now he has... Yeah, his last couple episodes, but for the most part, he is he's at completely full strength because like, he's he barely fought. It'd be interesting if they actually took that into account in the plot, like if it actually became a thing where yo Goku's exhausted. He went Ultra Instinct, yeah, twice. twice. <laughs> <laughs> Jinx. But now it's like you can't fight anymore, bro. You were our trump card, but now you're so exhausted. Now you can only assist, and now we need to like, all tag team against Jiren. Because I liked the last episode before this one where they all worked together to fight that robot fusion thing. Because it was a, one of the first times Power Ranger, was into- Power Rangers monster. Yeah, you're right. And they used Power Ranger beams together, like Captain Planet and shit. But it was the first time in this whole fucking tournament. A battle royale, mind you. That they pretty much all that worked together. That they worked together. together. Yeah, it was the first <laughs> time. <laughs> like, what the fuck? Yeah. Isn't that the appeal of something like this? The appeal of an all-out battle royale is stuff where there's it's teamwork. To see them work together. Complimentary attacks. But it's like they haven't remember, used that. I mean, remember that in the beginning, that's what Gohan was trying to push for. He wanted everybody to work together, but then Vegeta and all, everybody was like, nah. no, yeah, nah, <laughs> fuck that. So it's like now they're doing it, and that's why I like it because I, I like that episode. It's like because you already know what you already know where everything is going. Like ultimately, Goku and Vegeta are gonna fuse. You think? And that's how. Yeah, yeah. Once they made the whole thing about all oh, the Patara earrings, and, no, I, that's a very high probability. But I'm just asking if that's what you think. No, yeah, that they're okay. definitely gonna fuse. I hope so too. Ultra if, instinct. If not, if not with the earrings, they're gonna do the dance, the fusion dance. It. Nothing less would make any sense to beat Jiren. If they beat Jiren, which they're gonna. They might not. Maybe Jiren's the one that's gonna wish everybody back. But if they are to beat Jiren, the way they put Jiren on a pedestal. It's gonna be down. Yeah, it's gonna end up being down to Goku and Vegeta. Ultra Instinct Fusion. And it's just gonna be, yeah, Goku and Vegeta versus Jiren. Ultra Instinct Vegeta. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's the only way it'll make sense. But it's like leading up to this. It's just like if I wish they had done what they did recently, because the last episode I really liked, and this episode I really liked, and it's because they've started to pair off and use teamwork. Like even the moment where uh, seventeen was saved by eighteen, I was like, "Oh, he's out." Oh, kind of upset, them. Kind of upset me. Yeah, of course you had to go out first, but yeah, I was like, "Now it's all men. Let 
let her be. Nope. Tori Amon don't care about your sexism. <laughs> she don't care about your, your feminist rights. <laughs> let 18 get some shine. Nah, son. <laughs> it's all about that eight. Wait, but meanwhile, but they put eight, 17. He better be there because he's the strong Super Saiyan Blue, too, for some reason. Yeah, he's he the is. one that saw but the, but they, robots but they, I mean, they're both as strong as Super Saiyan Blue. Like, so is she. No, she's not. Yes, she, she is. She stay she, tripping she was, over herself. 17 be helping her. Like, no, nah, okay? that, that only happened once because she hurt her leg. Which is even, that was dumb, too. How she hurt her leg? She a robot. But, <laughs> That's true, but she's also part. Of, I mean, how she give birth? But they have, but they even make a point where it's like they never run out of stamina because they're robots. Yeah, <laughs> but they said that um, way back in Cell Saga. Oh my ankle! What? <laughs> what bitch? But it's like, but the stuff. I mean, the 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 characters that she was fighting and stuff like that. That she's on par. She's not as strong as seventeen, but she's still on par with Blue. It makes no sense. None of that makes sense. And that, that's what kills me with Dragon Ball Super. It's just the inconsistencies, but. Leading into like, I mean, fuck, Krillin was Krillin, fucking Master Roshi. Look, back then, <laughs> look, they fucked up the the power scaling so much that back then when he sparred off against Krillin, I was one of the dumbasses going, maybe he was holding back and he just wanted Krillin to feel good about himself. But now it's just like, no, they just have no idea how strong these characters are anymore. They just come, they've completely forgotten what what powers mean. Because fast forward to this episode, yeah, because even Vegeta is like. So you're just a really strong Super Saiyan Blue now? But not even just that, but like even, even the other character, like Goku as Super Saiyan Blue was able to like keep up with Jiren to a certain extent. And Jiren is, is said to be the strongest out of everybody. No, he didn't. When Jiren fought Super Saiyan, not now. Now they're, they're kind of, which is so fucked. He should be so tired, but yet he's stronger. Like he's actually blocking Jiren now. But like when they first fought, he was destroying Goku, even in Super Saiyan Blue, Kaioken times 20. Well, yeah, he was just, but God, Goku was able to keep up. <laughs> Goku was Goku, like Goku was able to keep up as, as in in some capacity. As Super Saiyan Blue, Kaioken Super Saiyan, times yeah, in some capacity, not Jiren didn't break a sweat in that first. No, fight. no, no. I'm not saying until until Ultra no. Instant. I'm not saying he wasn't able to hurt Jiren, but he was somewhere able to try like keep up with him as some like in some ways to like and like trying really? to block. Block his nah. block his attacks and stuff like that. No, Jiren was blowing that dude away until he used the spirit bomb, and then he blew that away with two hands. He was, he was using one, and he was like, "Let me use two hands." <laughs> Just like ah! <laughs> it wasn't until we went Ultra Instinct, then they were like, actually fighting on par, kinda. But even then, Jiren didn't really go all out, according to the show. But then in this, when they first start fighting, which I liked. I like the idea of what they were trying to do with like the the classic Dragon Ball Z slow pans to build up anticipation, but they did that shit twice. At some point, Dragon Ball Super and just Dragon Ball Z in general, they just become the most time wastingest motherfucking filler scenes where they just do like the slow pan of the the surroundings, slow pan of Gohan's shirt, slow pan of Topo's beard, slow pan of Dispo's ears. Like they just go through every single character, showing a slow part of their body move like across the screen. I'm just like. All right, that's kind of cool. They do it again. I'm like, what? He did this twice? And then also knowing that, like, if Jiren is the strongest out of everybody, why didn't he just take everybody out in the beginning? All right, tournament's over. Let's get our wish. <laughs> My guy. <laughs> you tell why you even start meditating. Once he beat Goku, he should be like, all right, now let's beat everybody systematically. Instead, he didn't even, like, finish off Goku. Maybe you can, can the argument can be made that he wants Goku to get as strong as he can to have a real challenge. Maybe, 
But he hasn't really shown that he has that lust for battle that uh, Goku has. No, he doesn't. But he did ask Goku. Or yeah, he asked Goku. Yeah, he and said, Vegeta, "Why do you want to be stronger?" Both of them. He asked them like, "Why are they? Why are they? They strong?" Well, no, he didn't. I don't think he asked Vegeta. He just asked Goku. That's right. He asked Goku, and then he told Vegeta that he'll never beat him. And then Vegeta told him why he why he fights. <laughs> Which I, I I like when Vegeta asserts himself. <sighs> and then, Saiyan pride. Yeah, Saiyan's pride. You insulted his pride. Now he just suddenly got ten times stronger. Mm-hmm. I'm like, no, no, no. I, I that, think he got stronger is, because is that of how that works? Final Flash. I, no, remember they said, because uh, he insulted, he's like, he said something about, you'll never beat me or whatever. You're, like, you're arrogant. And he's like, yes, I am arrogant. And then yeah. he got stronger. Super because, blue! Yeah. <laughs> but then it's, but that, but that you, move, you Final wounded Flash, his pride, that made him stronger. But the same kind of thing happened when Vegeta used, and this is the same, and that's why I, I like this moment that Vegeta actually tried, but then not the obvious outcome that Vegeta got his ass kicked because the exact same thing and there's been like one-to-one panel comparisons to this happening in in the Cell Saga but when he did this final flash to Cell after he did all that shit talking to have Cell transform in his perfect form and he's like I'll destroy you with my final flash it's almost the exact same setup the exact same like power up oh my god he's stronger than he's ever been the exact same his beam will destroy everything and then the exact same ha 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 i beat you to the exact same no you didn't bitch bow <laughs> they get knocked the fuck down the same thing happened yeah so it's like i think also final flash is like it's not like oh god i'm such a fucking nerd i hate saying this shit but it's like if you were to put a rank on the the ability of kamehameha it's like a b rank move it's not like a it's not like an s rank super strong ultimate attack it's just that strong because people who use it are that strong but like vegeta's final flash has been shown almost every time it's used to be a stronger attack you know what i'm saying so it's the same thing where like final flash itself is stronger but vegeta's never stronger than goku and them so it's never utilized to actually be a killing move because he never kills anybody <laughs> no <laughs> yeah so that guy just it is disappointing me the fact that they did the same oh vegeta's gonna do it no, no Vegeta's not. <laughs> you a bitch, Vegeta. But did you really you think he was going to do it? They never get. They never let Vegeta get a win. I mean. Even when he should have gotten a win when he fought Frieza during Super Saiyan, Super Saiyan Blue in that Frieza movie. They should have let him win. Oh, God. I've seen re-edits of that scene where they do let Vegeta win. Like, how poetic, so how poetic would that have been? Bruh. Like, wh- like. Dude, when, when, don't you're preaching to the choir. <laughs> I know what you're. I know what you're saying. Like I said, they've made edits of it where they'll have um, it's just taking that whole Goku moment completely, where they rewind time and shit. But when Vegeta's talking all that smack to Frieza, who's like on the ground beaten, they do flashbacks to all the shit Frieza's done to Vegeta in his life, killing his father, blowing up Planet Vegeta, and, it, and they have the classic Bruce Faulkner music in the background. And when I tell you it is one of my... Fa- it's not even a real fucking Dragon Ball Super moment. It's not a... It was a fan-made moment. Yeah. But it's one of my favorite Dragon Ball Super moments. Because <laughs> it's exactly what should have happened in the goddamn movie. And Tor- then he destroys them. Toriyama's like, trash. Like, why? Like, yeah. When it first happened, it was nice that Goku defeated Frieza. Like, that was yeah, a good... That was, it was an epic fine. moment. But then now that he has this opportunity again, it should have been him. There's no reason to have Goku do it again other than the fact that he just circle jerks the fucking Goku Exactly. There's no reason for him to do it again. Like, we've been there. Yeah, we've done it. We've done it already. Go And Vegeta's way stronger than he is than he was back in the, in the, the Freezer saga. Yeah, let him have this. Let him beat the person that killed his entire race. 
that who, what he's prince of. Who's he? Who he? Who he's had more interaction with? That's not even just not even because I mean, yeah. Frieza destroyed Goku's race too, so it's the same. Vegeta's but, really but Vegeta's though. actually Vegeta actually knows Frieza. He grew up with. He's known Frieza since he was a child. Oh man! Oh, and another thing I watched before watching that re-edit of the fan moment, the moment where Vegeta dies uh, on Planet Namek. Talking to Goku, to crying, like crying. Just, you, please defeat him. Yes, like come on. Did you forget? And Toriyama says himself, he doesn't remember his own fucking shit. But like, come on, man. That that shit. It made me cry. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> I know you're gonna say, yeah. you cry, baby Jordan. <laughs> but that that moment made me cry. Boohoo, Jordan. <laughs> it was emotional. <laughs> you bitch. But yes, like he has more character pathos. I think that's the way, like the phrase. Got more pathos with with Frieza. Let him fucking have that moment. And in this, I thought there was gonna be a moment where Vegeta actually became Ultra Instinct. They might still do that. Yeah, they're gonna. I think they might do it when he uh, merges. And then, then it's not really him. It's and not then fair. that's where he learns how to do it. That's fucking bullshit. <laughs> I want him to learn the other half of the Ultra Instinct because they they keep making note that Goku only knows the defensive half. And he hasn't mastered the, the the offensive half, and it almost seems like uh, Vegeta teased learning that uh, Ultra Instinct offensive half because he was able to dodge all of Jiren's attacks and then attack back. But not this episode. I mean, maybe he might. But there was a lot of moments in this episode that I thought they were going to do it because they kept like putting Vegeta in energy balls. You know what I'm saying? And I thought like that was like the trigger. To go into Ultra Instinct, like with Goku's spirit bomb accident. And all that I mean, bullshit. you know, Vegeta's gonna be able to achieve it at some point, with the exception of Super Saiyan three. Mm. Vegeta's achieved every level that Goku has, and four. But that's not canon. That's not canon. Or red in the anime. Well, yeah, red. He hasn't. He hasn't gone Super Saiyan God. He hasn't gone red. But they actually, he, he has skipped. in the manga. And actually, and have you read the Dragon Ball Super manga? I want to go off a little side tangent real quick. No. Okay. I'll send you a YouTube. I've, ne- I've never video. read any. Of my, I never read a manga. Period. There's a then since you don't read, I'm gonna send you. A, <laughs> there's a really good YouTube video. It is a one to one comparison of like all Dragon Ball Super's manga to the uh, show, and they do arc by arc. So I'll send you the arc that I'm about to reference, which is the um, the the Future Trunks arc. The way they end that arc, and how a lot of it progresses in the middle to the end, is way better than the show. Like Vegeta does go Super Saiyan God in the manga. In you mean Red God? Yeah, Red God. Uh, he uses it. Uh, do you remember? Uh, I I don't know all the Dragon Ball Super fans are so happy now. It's like, oh yeah, you're talking about Dragon Ball Super. Everyone's just like, fucking shut up, <laughs> move on. But, but we're shitting on it. <laughs> yeah, but there are things I like, like I, I, like the manga. Like um, the writing is so much better. The moment where, uh, in the Future Trunks arc. Where you remember when Goku Black stabbed Vegeta? Like they face off for the first time, and when he first revealed Super Saiyan Rose, and he stabs Vegeta right off and just knocks him out of the fight, and then it becomes this crazy fight between uh, Zamasu, Goku Black, Goku, and Future Trunks. Mm-hmm. First of all, all that bullshit with Future Trunks and his Super Saiyan rage. That Super Saiyan Blue bullshit thing he does. He's stronger than Super Saiyan Blue, even Some though he never, hell. even though he never goes blue. What the fuck is that? That's not even a thing in the fucking manga. In the manga, every time he's like, he's only support. He cannot. He they make it a point that he cannot fight Zamasu and Goku Black. 
he's comparable with Zamasu, but he cannot even hold a candle to Goku Black. He is constantly destroyed. At one point, he's tortured by Goku Black and Zamasu when Vegeta and Goku have to like uh, run away at the end of that fight, that first fight. And he's like holding his own and all this other shit. But it's like a thing where they completely remove that really stupid element. And I'm just like, already. Of him destroying. Yeah, he, that doesn't even happen. There's there's no moment where he has the spirit sword and all that shit. <laughs> it's like, why did not... And I know the show is ahead of the, the manga. So at, this, at that point, the show was making up stuff. Like, really from the point where Vegeta gets stabbed, everything is basically different. Because that even in that fight, uh, Vegeta gets beaten. And that, that same kind of thing plays out, but it's Goku and Vegeta that get beaten, and they have to escape with the help of Supreme Kai. And they leave Future Trunks there, who has to fend off Goku Black by himself, and he's just getting fucked the fuck up. Um, oh, but before they get beat up, in that first fight, you remember in the second fight in the show, Super Saiyan Blue, Vegeta has an amazing battle scene where he like tells with, uh, Goku Black with, yeah. that he's not shit and like his body he's like awesome speech about how his body is forged by Goku's idiocy and he can't use it right and he's like I'm the prince of all Saiyans basically the most boss Vegeta moment all of Super so far Uh huh. that was actually in the first encounter in the manga and then Goku Black basically wipes the floor with him because he, he whoops his ass when he's just normal Super Saiyan 2 Goku Black but within during that fight after Vegeta destroys him he learns how, and Zamasu keeps healing him every time Vegeta beats him up, which is like, if that's how easy it is to get stronger, like that much stronger that quickly, why the fuck did they just constantly kill each other? Like Goku and Vegeta kill each that's other? That's something I've always wondered. That's each other? something I've wondered for, since the beginning of Dragon Ball, because they always establish every battle that a Saiyan has, once they heal up, they get stronger. Yeah. So I'm like, why don't they just do that every time? They That's what Goku Black does in front of them. Like, it's like. Why don't you just literally bring each other both to the even Sal, even Sal pretty much said that at the yeah. end of the set, like, I'm just going to just blow up, reform, and I'm going to be stronger. Yeah. But Goku and Vegeta never do it. It's about training. I'm like, why? <laughs> they they want to do it the right way. Fuck you. Their pride. That's <laughs> stupid. But yeah, Goku Black does that. And then during that first fight, he becomes Super Saiyan Pink because Vegeta destroys him, basically. And that's when he starts beating Vegeta. So they run away, all that shit happened, I already said. And then in the second fight, uh, you remember how in the second fight in the show, Goku Black, uh, that's when Vegeta does that speech in the show. And then Vegeta, like, Goku Black just all of a sudden is like, okay, well, now I'm stronger, and then now I have a scythe, and I'm opening dimensions and shit, and all that random bullshit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that also did not happen in the manga at all. But in the second fight in the manga, uh, Vegeta and them trained before they came back. So Goku, Vegeta, Super Saiyan Blue is on par now with Super Saiyan Rose Goku, and they're fighting. And no, 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 they don't fight. But like now, no, do they fight? Yeah, they they fight, but they're on par. And then Super Saiyan Blue Vegeta goes Super Saiyan God, and that's the first time he does it in the manga. And then uh, uh, Goku Black is like, "Yo, what are you doing? Like that's an inferior form to like to Rose and Blue. How are you gonna beat me with that?" And Vegeta's like. Is it? And you remember how in the show, they've now recently, I mean, like just now in the tournament arcs, they've established that Super Saiyan Red is faster and uses less energy than Super Saiyan Blue? What? You don't remember that? <laughs> I don't remember that. Um, That's why Goku goes Super Saiyan Red instead of Blue during a couple of fights in the tournament. I thought it was because he didn't have the energy to go Blue. No, they also say that it's his, his speed is faster and he uses less energy. 
Okay. That, that's the reason. Okay. But they say that in the show now. But this was established in the manga way back then. Because when Vegeta does it, he's like, I've actually discovered this form is better to fight you. And Goku Black is like, fuck out of here. You can't beat me. And then they start fighting, and Vegeta starts whooping his ass as Super Saiyan Red. And it's all based on skill and the fact that he's faster than Super Saiyan Rose. And it's like, why didn't they do this in the fucking show? And I know in fact it was because the show's ahead of it, but I'm like, come on, man, share notes. <laughs> if we can do that, tell the fucking show people. Because this is way better. And the only reason the only reason uh, Goku Black and them get the upper hand after Go Vegeta whoops ass, it wasn't a thing where all of a sudden just Goku Black is stronger and Goku and Vegeta have to team up to fight him and then they fuse. No, Vegeta whooped his ass so bad that the he fuses with Zamasu to get the upper hand. I'm like, yo, this is way fucking better! <laughs> and, and, it didn't, and it did a thing where they didn't diminish, diminish Vegeta at all. Vegeta was that dude. Isn't, isn't Toriyama doing the show and the manga? Like, uh, isn't he writing both, or is it somebody else writing? It's co-writing. He's co-writing with the guy who writes the manga and draws the manga. Now I forgot his name. Because <sighs> I'm like, where's the Where's this? Where's the discrepancy between <laughs> Toriyama gives both the manga person and the show people notes, like bullet points, basically, and they follow the bullet points. But like, like you see. If they don't know exactly what the other person's doing, they change it a little bit. And I guess there was really vague notes for that in the show because it completely... Like, the size shit, the dimensional shit, the random power shit, and then the fact that that fucking Vegeta scene... Like, because even in the show, in that moment, Vegeta Blue was like... Like, it, Goku Black overpowers both Vegeta and Goku together, and then on top of that, they fuse. It's like, why even fuse if you're already stronger than them? But it was like a thing where they already made Vegeta look weak. But in this, Vegeta was just fucking, no, nah, I'm better than you in every fucking way. And you need to fuse, otherwise you can't beat me. And I'm like, where the fuck, Toriyama? <laughs> God damn it. That's why I'm like, where's the discrepancy? Because I'm like, who's writing? It's fucking trash. And then, like I said, there's no fucking Future Trunks bullshit with that sword. Vegeta and them, when uh, the Zamasu fusion is so strong that, just like in the show, they had to fuse to beat him. But... When they defuse, it, then the manga gets kind of crazy, just to wrap it up, because the, it, it becomes a thing where the Zamasu and them become like um, Agent Smith in The Matrix, where it's like a thousand copies. Do you, okay. Do you, are you not? Like, you knew? Like, yeah, no. Did you know that? No, I'm, I'm no. It's fucking weird. <laughs> but basically, it's a thing. Remember how on the show, um, Zamasu uh, was like all mutated and shit because their fusion was unstable? Yeah. And that weird gooey side, and he got all big and fucking weird. He started turning into the uh, thing from. Resident Evil. Yeah. Oh, Steve! Oh, Steve! <laughs> no, Steve! <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> I forgot that until you brought that back. I, was, I wasn't thinking Steve. I was thinking the thing that Wesker turned into. No, I mean, I had suppressed that memory until you brought it back from the other episode, you dick. <laughs> so now I think about Steve all the time. <laughs> but, uh... Clear! You <laughs> motherfucker! <laughs> Steve! Um, but that didn't happen in the manga at all. There was no imbalance. Like, there, there was an imbalance, but it didn't manifest in a weird, gooey monster version of them. Like, what happens is, when, after Vegeta destroys them, basically, uh, how did they cut him in half? I don't remember. Song search, somebody, oh, they blow him up. They use, like, a, a beam or something, and it blows up Zamasu. But when Zamasu explodes, it becomes a literal, like, every piece of Zamasu, since he's immortal, reforms so like it, at first it comes in half stupid because it's like what is he boo 
basically. It's like, that's not what immortality is. Whatever. <laughs> like, immortal, you should still, you should just not be able to die. Not that you can't be killed, right? Yeah, like, vampires are immortal, but you can still kill them. Yeah, but whatever. So he gets cut in half, and there's two of them, and it's like, how the fuck are you going to be two of them? And then he gets blown up, and there's a million, and they're all as powerful as the original Zamasu. Fusion. So it's like, they're all godly strong. So it ends up being a thing where they're just trying to escape from, like, it literally, it looks like, a, like Naruto is Kagabunshin, where it's like a thousand Naruto's. You, you speak like like I know it. All right, Agent Smith. You know Agent Smith, right? Yes. That scene. It's like literally the entire fucking like, area is filled with Zamasu's. And it's like, how the fuck are they going to get out of this? And then Zenos, he actually comes down and makes them all disappear. He destroys, yeah. He destroys the universe. That, that's that's kind of how it ended in the. Yeah, but in this, it makes more sense because they wouldn't be able to win at all if he wasn't. I think in the show it was like his spirit or some shit it was like his spirit became part of the universe yeah it's fucking stupid he merged with the universe or some that's shit that's dumb as fuck <laughs> <laughs> I mean this is also dumb as fuck but at least this dumb as fuck was like a kind of like oh shit how are they gonna beat this moment not he did what <laughs> and this is like you can't beat all these fucking dudes that are like god level so then Zeno has to come step in and, and do it themselves but like that whole arc was like it made me like that arc. I'm like, how the fuck? How? What the fuck, Super? <laughs> uh-huh. But that was just a long, that was a really long way to go just to say, I don't like how Super has treated Vegeta in like every fucking instance, especially now in this But not even just episode. Super. Like, I mean, for the most part, even going back to Dragon Ball Z, like Vegeta's always- But Vegeta had an arc in Dragon Ball Z that ended. Yeah, he did. Like at one, he at one point was at peace with the fact that Goku was stronger than him. He was like, you know what? You know what? You're the best. But now... No. Man. Now he's like, forgot that. Yeah, fuck, <laughs> fuck that shit. Yeah, fuck all that. I changed my mind. Pride. <laughs> but I think it's also because Dragon Ball Z was ending. Like, that was going to be the end. The Buu Saga was the end of Dragon Ball Z. And they just, you know, tacked on a GT and tacked on a Super. But, like, you know, after Vegeta realizes that, you know, he is the like second-rate Goku in the fucking anime. At least have him acknowledge that and be like, "All right, you know what?" But if you're gonna keep going, give him some fucking some shine. Give him the, a reason to be the rival and a fan favorite. Like, fuck, man. <laughs> he's he's already still the fan favorite, but even still, like I I think at this point more people like Vegeta more than they like Goku. I think so. I think so too. But yet, for whatever reason, Toriyama is like Goku. <laughs> Yeah, he still has a, a hard dick for Goku, which is kind of weird because originally he wanted to kill Goku off and let Gohan take the reins. So it's like, what? granted, don't kill, don't kill Goku off. But I'd be fine with that if they had done that back in Cell Saga and because I, I think it's kind of different. I think in America we probably feel a certain way. Like we like Vegeta. Like I think over in Japan they probably like Goku more. It's because Goku's iconic too. Like him as a character is like iconic to that brand mm -hmm. so removing him would be like eh but man, that's why you had Goten man whatever <laughs> and where are they, like they haven't shown them at all granted I know we're like they're not in this arc I know they're not but it's like even when they weren't even when they were on earth you I barely know. saw Goten and you think they'd be like a Goten big factor since they even, were the well, even though you saw you saw Trunks not even I'm not talking about adult Trunks but even with that you saw Trunks the character more than you saw Goten true I don't, I don't understand why. Even like, like, they are like baby, viable and I'm characters. Baby trunks and adult trunks. <laughs> Granted, in the future, there was no Goten in his future. But yeah. still, just the character itself. You see, you see more trunks than you saw of Goten. Agreed. But 
I don't know. So like this this episode though, I thought was well animated. We've been talking about everything but this episode. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we had to like get it all out now. For Jane comes back, she's like, "Don't you talk about that bullshit Dragon Ball Super anymore?" Like, I'm sorry. <laughs> but I mean, the em- you destroyed my anime section. <laughs> <laughs> what have you done? <laughs> We're like, uh, uh, what's his face? Uh, Ryan Johnson. Shambles. We're like Ryan Johnson and JJ Abrams. <laughs> We're just destroying our shit. <laughs> But like the episode, this episode was well animated. I mean, I like the action. I mean, yeah, it it was a solid episode. Like this is what if every episode of Dragon Ball Super was like this, I would like the show more than I do, and I wouldn't hate. But every watching. episode is not going to be like this. No, and not every episode was animated like this because it costs a lot of money to animate. Well, also, that I mean, yeah, of course, this this is the part where we're going to be more interested because this is the whole point that we wanted to get to in the, in the first place. Like it's like now all this filler shit is done. Now we're at the meat and potatoes, more or less, of this tournament. Facts. That's what Coach Real went down. <laughs> he was like, finally! It's yeah, finally like, happening! Who cares about all the other shit? This is, this is what we want to see. All they needed was Ultra Instinct Keflitness. <laughs> that was it. Basically, Jiren versus Goku. Of G- G- well, it's going to be Jiren and Vegeta versus Goku. And then Frieza versus uh, Despo. And then Go- Gohan versus Topo. That's really all we. That's really all we wanted to see, and then of course Andro- Android Seventeen, he fits in there somewhere. Well, he's gonna fight with Gohan to fight Topo because yeah. Topo seems like he's not Jiren strong, but he's like, like up there. I think ultimately it's gonna probably boil down to the three Saiyans: Gohan, Vegeta, and Goku. Yeah, like Frieza's gonna get knocked out. You think? Vegeta, I, I, I think if, if oh, I give the show too much credit, but if the show was smart, Frieza would be the winner. And then it's like a question of what the fuck is he gonna do? Like you know what I mean? Like why have Frieza there as a, as a wild card if you're not gonna have that moment of like is he gonna betray us? Because like he's been sitting out for most of the fights. Pretty he, much, yeah, all of the, yeah, the whole he, the whole thing. He he he'll he'll intervene in like some moments, but he won't actually fight. Yeah, and it just seems like a thing where Jiren's Jiren's if there's gonna be a knockout, it might be either Jiren gets knocked out. Either Goku and Vegeta and them get knocked out and Jiren wins, or Jiren and Goku and Vegeta knock themselves out. Like, Vegito versus Jiren knocks each other out. And then Frieza is the winner just because he's there. Uh, I, just, I just feel like it's a waste of opportunity because he's been, like, it just seems like have a villain there and not fucking have him be, like, the question of, like, oh, fuck, we got to pay for our, our trusting him now. And then if you want to keep him as a good guy, have him actually not betray them. I feel like he's gonna be part of the team from now on. Just, just not. He'll be the. Oh, new. Yeah, because I feel like what's the what was the point of bringing him back if you're not gonna like maybe have some type of redemption arc for him? Yeah, he won't be like a Vegeta or Piccolo, but he'll be like, he'll be the new antagonist that is like your protagonist. Like, what's that called? Not a rival. Antihero. Antihero. There you go. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> what was that thing? <laughs> Where it's like a hero but not a hero. It's kind of like an antagonist. Your protagonist was the antagonist. Yeah. <laughs> Your pre-antagonist. Pre-antagonist. <laughs> yeah, I don't think that Dispo fight's going to go anywhere. I feel like he's going to destroy Dispo. As soon as he goes Golden Frieza, I feel like he's going to be like, oh, you're fast? Psh, get the fuck out of my face. <laughs> I'm really interested to see how the Gohan 17 versus Topo fight goes. And how long Vegeta is actually a factor in the Goku-Vegeta versus uh, Jiren fight. I hope it's not just he's out now until they fuse. I don't think so. Flim. Huh? I don't think so. You don't think but so? I think next episode is just probably going to focus on Goku. Well, no, because they actually they they uh he's on the show, ground now. They show you they show, <laughs> but they show they showed the, the pre- they showed the preview for the next episode and Vegeta's back. 
and in they, the very next episode. But they also say in the in the recap, it makes it sound like he does Ultra Instinct. Something like Vegeta Pride or some shit. But he said, uh, they specifically say that he achieves a level beyond Super Saiyan Blue in the recap. Yeah. So I th- that's why I was saying maybe he goes... Ultra Instinct? I hope so. I hope it's red. Like it's like the opposite of Goku's blue. And then when they combine as Vegito, his Ultra Instinct is like red and blue. That'd be tough. God, we'll see. Fucking nerd. <laughs> we're like writing a better show than what we're going to actually get. Because uh, <laughs> it's going these... to be, oh, he achieves a power stronger than Super Saiyan Blue, and he's just going to be Super Saiyan Bluer. Super Sa- That's what he was. He yeah. was Super Saiyan Bluer. Ah, I'm stronger it's, it's, now. It's just going to be a bigger aura. I'm yeah. Bluer. <laughs> Super Saiyan Blue 2. <laughs> yeah, that's what, that's exactly what they're going to do. Super Saiyan Blue 2. I thought Goku was going to do that when he started powering up from Jiren. You know what I'm saying? Because like he just, they powered up for a weird amount of time to not do anything. Yeah, he powered up and then Jiren flinched. Yeah. You saw him flinch a little bit. And then Vegeta says that he's Jiren was stronger when he was fighting Goku before. Yeah, when he was fighting Goku earlier. What's up with that? I guess he felt like he doesn't need to... He looks He looks at Vegeta's like, bitch, I don't need to really... Oh, you think that's what it is? I think so. I like that moment too where he's like, you can't beat me no matter what you do. <laughs> it's like, fuck you, I can't beat you no matter what I do. <laughs> Because, I mean, I established, like, no matter what, Goku's always going to be stronger than Vegeta. That's bullshit. They've, they've so, had moments where he's stronger, like Bulma. Boom, my Bulma! <laughs> but then how long does that last? I mean, there's always moments where he's stronger. Like, when he when he become, when he he become first goes Super Saiyan, his Holy Super Saiyan... He's the he, Kid Flash of the Dragon Ball Super. <laughs> well, no, not even, because at least... No, it's a 10-second rule. When Kid Flash does something cool, in 10 seconds, he's going to get bitch slapped. Same thing. When Vegeta does something cool, <laughs> ten seconds. Just wait. He's gonna get bitched up by the plot. He, he gets. He gets. He gets like twelve seconds. <laughs> All right, I'll give you that. <laughs> I'm like, at least maybe there's a whole episode where Vegeta will like do something cool, and then the next, then like by the end of the episode, he'll get bitch slapped. <laughs> but like with the Flash, it's just like us half of a second of a scene. Kid Flash, <laughs> and then the very next scene, he fucking gets knocked out somehow. Or killed, like Flashpoint. <laughs> he wasn't killed. He was dying anyway. <laughs> he, what was the key word? He's killed. Dying. Oh, death. my God. I think we talked about this shit for like like over an hour. <laughs> oh, my God. All right. right. Moving on. Where are we at? Uh, 220. Oh. Jesus. We're still on par with a normal episode. Like Last week, was we, we were actually short. It was like two, 240. Two, yeah. two, no, was, I think it was like 220 last week. It was that short? Short. Any other podcast is still like fucking long. No, for time. us, <laughs> I was like, oh wait, we're under three hours. All right, all right. What's let's going look, on? Let's move on. Put a pin. What would you rate this episode though? More than passable. Yeah, I give you more than passable. <laughs> I'm like, is it perfect? No, because nothing really happened. I mean, things happened, but like, it wasn't anything. It was like, it's like, oh, almost. Oh, come on, Virginia. Oh, <laughs> come on. It and was it wasn't just even like, animated it, as it was, well. It was more just like, okay, finally, we're here. Yeah. The moment that I've wanted since the beginning of the tournament. We're finally here at this moment. Also, I like some Dragon Ball Super music a lot. Like the... I can't even hum it. Yeah, where they had the, the battle and the music started playing. Know that song? No. I don't think you're doing it right. But yeah, I know what you're talking about. I'm going to drop it here. I know what you're talking about. All right. It's hard to do, but it's, it's dope. It's like it's like um, like like a boxing match is about to happen kind of music. 
don't know. I don't like a lot of Dragon Ball. I, mean, I only mention this because I don't like a lot of Dragon Ball Super music. I like when they play the theme song. I like that Ultra Instinct theme, and I like that that song. But like, I I like Bruce. Oh, I miss Bruce Faulkner, man. I need that English dub. That was I don't know what that what was. What the fuck was that? <laughs> I'm looking at you like what? <laughs> Is that Dragon Ball Z? Yeah. But it, but it wasn't. <laughs> like, it was supposed to be, but I was an epic fan. There's so many good Dragon Balls. I hear it in my head. Dun, when dun, 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 no, no, no. What 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 song is it for? Super Saiyan three? Like when they do like the like previously on Dragon Balls or like oh in the Bruce Faulkner version. No, what the fuck, Mario? <laughs> Nope. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, moving on. Da, 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 da. No, that's not it. I was going to annoy me. If you send me the song, I'll put it in the episode <laughs> so people actually know what the fuck we're talking about because we're both confused. <laughs> Whatever. I quit. <laughs> I don't know. This is, I, Gohan's theme. Da, da, na, 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 na. Super Saiyan 3. Oh, the Awakening theme is like a... Oh, wow. Fuck. How does Super Saiyan 3 theme go? Da, Motherfuck! <laughs> it's actually mad. I used to love these songs. No, not this. That is a theme song. Not that is not, not the song at all. Dragon Ball Z. Well, I have some theme music on my phone because I'm such a no, not this. Bro. That was never during the show. That was like the lead-up music. That was the, wasn't that the theme song? And that's not even the American theme song. What are you talking about? That's not Bruce Faulkner. <laughs> no, dog. That's what I was trying to hum. But that's never in the show. It's not a Bruce Faulkner song. And that's that's the, the Japanese version. Wait, did you watch the dub or the sub? No, look. This is... This is <laughs> Wait, you watched the dub, right? I watched the, in the English version, but I heard this in the English version. I mean, for the 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 intro, yeah. But this this is like music I'm talking about. Shit like that. It's like Super Saiyan three, and this is the go even further beyond. Ah! <laughs> Where he's, where he's, where he's screaming for like five minutes. Yeah. And he literally went, ah, ah. Oh, God. It's through my throat. Yeah. <laughs> I love this song, though. You just, you just heard somebody's ears on a podcast. Whatever. Dude, dude man actually passed out doing that scene in the uh, the voice booth. Yeah, he says like they're like all that screaming and stuff that they got to do, that hurts their throats. Here, music like this. Look. No, not like that, but that's that's music I'm talking about. What is that? Shit like this. You look at me like I'm crazy. <laughs> this is no, it, man. This I'm is trying shit. To think, I'm trying to think what episode that was. Oh, this is called Frieza Beg, so this is back in the Planet Nemec. He did songs for every occasion. That's how good Bruce Faulkner was. Cell's theme? Come on. That's not, that's not what I wanted. Yeah. All right, no more nostalgia. <laughs> we, we, I'm like getting like yeah. lost right now. Moving on. All right, moving on. 
let's get into before getting the news let's uh go into a new section i like to cut what fuck you how dare you (laughs) all right and we're back so let's talk about this new section called jordan's rapid fire reviews rapid fire reviews what was that? That's the that's the bumper. Are you goofy? No. <laughs> no. Uh, do you not know where that that K is from? No. It's actually from something. No. Wacky deli, yeah. Wacky deli, yeah. What the fuck is that? <laughs> Shout out to all my Rocco's Modern Life fans. If you, you don't remember. Did you ever watch Rocco's Modern I, Life? Yes, I watched Rocco. I don't it's remember the, um, that. Remember the Wacky Deli episode where they become cartoonists? And they make like, um, I am the cheese. I am the best one. I am the best in the show. Better than salami and bologna combined. No. You never saw that? If I did, that I That is literally the funniest episode in all of Rocco's Modern Life. I'm pretty sure I've seen I'm pretty sure I've seen. I think I've seen every episode of Rocco, but I don't remember. Okay, that well, episode. it was it, the show was called Wacky Deli and it was about cheese slamming bologna, but it is Filbert and them like um, they all made it, but that's the theme song. Wacky Deli, yeah. Wacky Deli, yeah. <laughs> okay. Shut up. Anyway, <laughs> point is, these are rapid fire reviews. So, like it doesn't just be my section, but if we ever have like some like things of note, like King's Game, if we didn't talk about it already, I would just give a really brief summary of King's Game and just say, go watch it. Because I liked it, and I want you guys to like it. Go watch Buffy and Angel. No, motherfucker. <laughs> How dare you? You stole my section. <laughs> you just said, it doesn't have to be mine, but if you have something you want people to... <laughs> but for the first time, <laughs> it's like I had ice cream, you licked it. It was like, there you go. I'm like, fuck you. <laughs> no, I want to do... You should be so proud. Oh, I hate you. <laughs> I just want to do some... Uh, just two quick reviews, one for Jumanji. Jumanji. Pick a character and you're that person in the game. Oh, what's going on? Where's my hair? Why am I wearing short shorts in the jungle? I don't have a top two feet of my body. Bethany? No! Wait a second, where's my phone? Welcome to the jungle. So gnarly. That is a man right there. Don't cry, don't cry. I saw it. I really liked it. If you eventually see it, because you're getting a movie pass, if, if you get the movie pass, would you watch it? Yeah. Okay. So when you get the movie pass, we should talk about it. Because people hit me up about what my thoughts about it should be Jumanji here. are. It should be here already. Oh, okay. Well. I don't know why it's not here yet. To everybody out there that's been asking me how I felt about Jumanji, I did like it, surprisingly. I didn't think I would. <laughs> Speaking of rapid fire, we never get. we never did a Punisher. I don't want to add that to this, just because I want to do, I actually do want to talk about Punisher in length. I think it's worth it. I love. I really like that show. It's like when though, because it's like more know. stuff is coming out. Shut up! Shut up! About that right now. <laughs> we have a slow week. <laughs> we'll do a a Punisher retrospective. Yeah, like the end of the end of May, we'll go back. Remember <laughs> <laughs> Punisher guys? When I don't remember the fucking show, I'm like, it. I'm starting to forget now because be it's been month. I've been, also kind of forgotten a lot. Yeah, of it. I was gonna say it's been a while. More stuff has come out. You just want to do that now then? No. <laughs> okay. Well, like I said, Jumanji is actually surprisingly good. Uh, the Rock and the Kevin Hart actually have some really good chemistry in there. Surprisingly, I thought I would hate uh, Jack Black as a 14 or an 18-year-old like Valley Girl. Like, oh my God. But he pulls it off. There are times in that movie where I actually didn't realize... 
that he was Jack Black. He was that good at fucking portraying that character. And they do explain, this is not spoilers, but they do explain the uh, how the Jumanji board game does become a video game. That's something that we kind of talked about in a trailer review we had a point of concern for. Uh, so I'm, it's overall, though, I really enjoyed it. More than I thought I would. It's a fun movie. The stakes aren't really that high, but, I mean, for what it could have been, this could have been a terrible just Me Too sequel. Like, you know how they, you know how they do. Bring shit back and they shit all over and make it worse. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't say this is as good as the original, but for it being its own thing, I think this actually does work as a modern-day Jumanji for kids who might not have grown up with Jumanji back in the day. Like, it, it's it's a fun movie. I, and honestly, it's probably one of the best video game movies out there because it actually did a thing where the video game elements were done well. How many fucking things can you say that about? Pix, pixels? No. <laughs> Not Mortal Kombat, the original. <laughs> no. There's so many fucking video game movies that don't do video games well, but this, for it to not even be a real video game, they, the video game elements they use were true to, I think, what uh, video games are like. Um, anything else I want to say about that? Da, 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 da. No. Just go and see it. I, I If I had to rate it, I'd give it a more than passable. I wouldn't say perfect because the... The villain's really weak, and by the third act, I'm, I'm kind of checked out with like how they resolved the whole thing. But, I mean, for what it was, I really liked it. And there are also spoilers. There is some time travel involved, just like in the original. Remember how they rewrote Desti- they rewrote time when the game ended? Yeah, when the game ended, yeah. Yeah, there's, there's some of that, too, which is like, what? That's really just, the- okay, go with it. All right. <laughs> okay. Uh, next review I only, I only have two the other thing I want to talk about is just something that I've been binging lately that I didn't like at first I would say the first six episodes you can binge this but you can't binge Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. no because it's a shorter and it's more fun fuck you which is to say Gravity Falls What is that? Uh, it's a show in the same vein as like... Uh, is it an uh, anime? Red, it's animated, yeah. It's a, no, I'm saying, is it an anime? No, it's not an anime. It's a cartoon. Kind of like um, regular show, uh, Adventure Time, Steven Universe. Have you watched any of those? No. Okay. Well, it's... Maybe it's an interesting issue. Uh, it does, there's a lot of crossovers with Gravity Falls and Rick and Morty. That is to say, in Rick and Morty, there's a lot of Easter eggs from Gravity Falls. And that's really what got me into it, because people have been telling me, yo, if you like Rick and Morty, if you like Steven Universe, you should watch Gravity Falls. And I'm like, I don't know. I've watched, I've seen one episode before. I've started binging it recently. I wasn't that dialed into it. Um, and like I just said, like the first six episodes, I was just kind of, eh, it's all right, too. But this is actually one of the shows that it, it grew on me the more I watched. So after, I would say after around the episode six point, I really like this show now to the point where I'm, I think episode 12 or 13 of season one, there's two seasons, but the show got canceled. Mm, that yeah. makes me not want to watch it. What's the point? Well, it's, two, it's, well, it's good. I say, you get invested and then it's over. But yeah, man, but a lot of good things get canceled. So, you know, now you know there's a definite amount. <laughs> and the fact that it caught, like, Rick and Morty references it a lot or has, like, little visual Easter eggs that 
when you go back and see them, now you now you can kind of point it out. That's one of the reasons I never went back and uh, because a lot of people were talking about the show Smash. Smash. Never heard it's of like it. an adult, basically an adult Glee. And so a lot of people are uh, talking about it, like, oh, it's good, it's good. So I went and bought the first season to catch, you know, to catch up before the second season started. Yeah. Second season started, then they're like, oh, the show's canceled. So I'm like, so did you regret your time? That's all I said. I was like, I don't even want to. Like, I bought the first season to watch. I'm like, I don't even want to watch this now. Why? Did you not watch? I watched Firefly after it was canceled. I I just watched it. I, I, it. I didn't. You watched like, it while I was going. I said no. I started. I started it. Then I was like. I don't even want to watch this. Like it's can't like there's no more. But if I it, watched like the first four episodes, then I was like, I'm starting to get into it. But then it's like, it's it's canceled. It's like goes nowhere. So I'm like, <laughs> what what's, is the, that? what's the point? It does go. So even Firefly, it actually ends with Serenity. They they ended it. I'm like, whatever. <laughs> what? <laughs> no, don't. Whoever's listening to this, don't listen to Michael and don't have don't have the mentality I'm, about canceled I'm shows. Right. <laughs> no, <laughs> because if anything, to me, it's more sensitive to watch it because you know it's a finite amount. Like it's not gonna just keep going forever. Like you just watch it. Yeah, because it gets it gets canceled, then it leaves you on a cliffhanger. You're just like, I didn't get to come. <laughs> But, but your one example doesn't even end on a cliffhanger. They end it with a movie. <laughs> Whatever. Fuck that movie. And you, did you see the even movie? Even though I didn't see the movie. No. <laughs> Both are good. But even the movie I heard could have got a sequel. So, but Yeah, they could have. They, they left it kind of open in the but movie. But the movie didn't make any money. so. But for what it is, it's good. So don't deny yourself like something, a good story just because it's like, oh, but I keep going. Like and I like Serenity and Firefly, so you know what? There's a third review in here. That's my that's my second one. It's Serenity and Firefly. The third one's Gravity Falls, <laughs> but Gravity Falls like it, it's it's more along the lines of like a Steven Universe and a Ricky Morty. It's it's not like a, for adults really, but it's it's good. It's got good life lessons. It's about these two kids. Uh, wow, I forgot their names. Dipper and Mabel, brother and sister. They go to their uncle, their grunkle, because their great uncle, their grunkle stands uh, cabin in the woods called the Mystery Shack. And it's funny because in the intro, the shack part, like the S falls off. It's Mystery Hack because the whole thing is Stan is like, he has like a, he runs a, a shack for like, um, like a, it's like a Ripley's Believe It or Not kind of thing, mm-hmm. but it's in the woods and it's like, it's all based on like legends and myths and like country lore. But he doesn't believe in anything. And he, he just he's basically a con artist. And the whole show revolves around the brother and sister actually finding real supernatural things. And sometimes Grunkle gets involved, sometimes he doesn't. But it's really just about their family dynamic and their friend named Seuss and just the random adventures they go on. And I really love the theme song too. Whatever. <laughs> but uh, I really enjoy it. I, I The first six episodes, I would have given Falls. like... Gravity Falls. Yeah. Are you looking it up? No, I'm getting my news together. You bitch. <laughs> Over here like, yeah, he's interested. He's not. <laughs> but the first six episodes were like, I would give it like a high passable, yeah, like a high passable range. But then after that, once you start, the characters start, you, I, I feel like the first six episodes, the, the writers tried to, like, had trouble finding the humor and the tone and the voice of the show. But once they hit like a good pace and the characters start getting more fleshed out, um, I think the story started becoming more fantastic and more fun. So there's a, like, there's a lot of episodes I like. I won't even get into the specifics, but I really like this show. Did Gravity Fall? No, Gravity Falls is the name of the town. So oh, okay. it's, yeah, so the Gravity Falls is the name of the town. Um, 
but yeah, there's gnomes, zombies, vampires. Um, there's like Halloween horror episodes. There's time travel episodes. There's, so it's kind of uh, so that's why I think it's also the um the creators, writer, creator, whoever for Gravity Falls has also worked with or is friends with the guy who made Rick and Morty, and tone wise, they're not they're not similar in tone, but in terms of the world. You could kind of see Gravity Falls fitting in the world of Rick and Morty, since Rick and Morty is basically our world, but we just have fantastic shit happening every once in a while because of Rick. Um, so so do like, they take place in like, is it like ultimate dimensions? Do they take place in the same world? Well, Gravity Falls and Rick and Morty? Yeah. Unclear. It's just, it's not, it's it's more of like a, I wouldn't say there's actually a real a real crossover between the two at all. It's just that there's like visual Easter eggs of Gravity Falls and some of the things in Gravity Falls and Rick and Morty. So it might not be connected. It might be. It might, I mean, Rick and Morty, you could say anything's connected because it is multiple dimensions. Like, in some ways, it's connected to the Avengers because of that Avengers episode. <laughs> you know, there's an Avengers-like world out there. Uh-huh. But, no, it's just like... It, overall, though, I, I really enjoy it. So, if you're a fan of things like regular show, like Adventure Time, like Steve, Steven Universe, and you haven't watched... Gravity Falls, I highly recommend it. I, I'd give it a for am I for where I am now. I give it either a high, more than passable, or like almost perfect. Because now I'm really enjoying it. And those first Ooh. episodes, I might not have been dialed into just because I wasn't like really like completely invested in the world of the characters yet. Because it's not like Rick and Morty, where like Rick is like the main character ish, and the family is like the satellites. It's more about the kids, and the uncle is like the satellite character. So it's like kind of the opposite. Um, and he has his own secrets in this world full of magic and myths and legends that they haven't revealed yet. So it's, it's kind of like um, Steven Universe and Adventure Time in the way that, well, you didn't watch them. <laughs> no. <laughs> but they slowly reveal, this is why I like Runaways. Wow, it all ties back. It, they slowly reveal more about the, the story of the characters and the world as the show goes on. So there's things like like there is like in the first episode there's like a, a Eobar Thawne moment with the uncle where he's got this secret room that they have not talked about since then and it's like what the fuck is that room or they find this book in the first episode that they always reference back to it's kind of like um in Buffy where they had that book with Giles with not Giles is the name Giles yes yes I'm like Rick. I'm staring at you I'm like <laughs> he's making a Buffy reference what is he gonna what is he gonna get wrong <laughs> or Willow where they had like the the books that they go through the texts. They have like, it's like a magical book that has like all the information about, it's like an appendix of all supernatural things in the world that they'll reference to find information about things as they happen upon them in the move, in the in the show. So, it's interesting. It's like where that book come from, there's been a real, it's another book, they have numbers on them, the book they have is three, the, the villain of the show has the book that's two, it's like, who has one, maybe it's the uncle, where the books come from, who knows, does the uncle know about the supernatural stuff, does he not, the, it doesn't, it's not clear. Like there's a lot of things. It's like, huh? I want to. I want to know more about this world. Like, what's what's really going on in this town, kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's all I got to say. If you want to add anything, you can. Like I said, it's not just my section, but it'd be nice if I had to actually say my things before you just watch, rub your Buffy watch, and Angel watch Buffy and Angel. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you. I was just recently uh, watching a couple episodes of uh, Angel on uh, Hulu. I love that theme song. 
I do too. That's part of the reason why I liked it more than Buffy. At first, I was like, oh, this thing's always dope. No, uh, but also going back to uh, what, what what's her face? I don't remember the person's screen name. Was she like Angel was better than Buffy? No. <laughs> no. I said depending on the season. I, I came up with the. Uh, I, I was thinking about it. I was like, hmm. Okay. So season one is better than season four of Buffy because I'm going by when they were on. Did you like go back and make a list like that? I did. I did. I did. <laughs> it's got like a diagram, <laughs> like a line graph. I was like, uh, Eobard, well, he had, or or Thawne, not Thawne, uh, where Barry was writing on the board oh, about yeah. the multiverse. <laughs> this line is Angel season one. <laughs> so like when Buffy was on season four, Angel was on season one. So I was like, okay. So yeah, season one of Angel was better than season four of Buffy. Okay. But season two of Angel is not better than season five of Buffy. <laughs> season five of Buffy is better than season two of Angel. Season three of Angel and season six of Buffy, I would say are equal. <laughs> the fact that you did research, I love. <laughs> oh yeah, season three of Angel and season of six of Buffy, I would say are equal. Season four of Angel started off good, started off better than season seven of Buffy, but then the stuff that they did with Cordelia and all that stuff, that was trash. Oh my God. So I would say season seven of Buffy is better than season season. <laughs> Uh, four of Angel and then you get to season five where Buffy was off the air by then so by default Angel wins so there you go that's my rating what the hell it's like it's like they said that you're like is that possible no no it's I'm not gonna do science. <laughs> I'm gonna go home and science the hell out of this shit <laughs> okay alright alright let's just talk about let's get into Michael News <laughs> Michael right. News no, Jordan. Scientifically, I can, Angel is not better. I can prove it mathematically. It's there's, like, there's a science to this shit. <laughs> Carry the three, divide it by two. Nope. Buffy's better. <laughs> Buffy's better. Mic drop. What the hell? <sighs> anyway, uh, Star Wars The Last Jedi is now risen to 1.25. Wait, 1. Yeah, $1.25 billion dollars making it the 13th highest grossing movie of all time, but it's still behind Beauty and the Beast in terms of worldwide for 2017. I, I totally spaced in the game what you say. The Last Jedi? Uh, yeah. <laughs> yes. That's yeah, The Last Jedi. <laughs> I suppose because everybody loved it. No. <laughs> it was funny, the first week after after the weekend after the yeah, first Yeah, the weekend week, after it took a huge, like an 80% drop. And then every person online that I knew that hated it use that as a vindication for like you see this is bad that's why it's bad because you see how it dropped it's like I did because I was like even with the 80% oh, you bitch. you're one of the people I'm talking about <laughs> I, didn't, but I, didn't do, I didn't do that so don't try to put me oh, in okay. there right. I didn't send you no text motherfucker <laughs> <laughs> I was like I just saw it online but I was, was just like, like even with that because I'm like it made like 200 something million in the first I'm like so even with the 80% that's still like a good not like a good like 80 something million second weekend yeah that's still nice yeah lucasfilm does not care about your fanboy tears and i was like <laughs> even then i was like where it's, it's still gonna make a shit ton of money like uh, like i said it's at 1.2 billion dollars worldwide that's crazy already yeah. hasn't been out that long where's this to get half that <laughs> <laughs> Justice League is nowhere near that. <laughs> Did Doctor Strange beat Justice League? Doctor Strange beat Justice League. Yeah. Fucking sad. Uh, Man of Steel is more, making more money than Justice League. It deserves it. Man of Steel is better. 
Uh, so right now it beat Toy Story three. Toy Story three is at one point zero six seven. Wow! It beat The Dark Knight. Wow! The Dark Knight was at one point zero eight five. And yeah, so now the ch- now they're looking to see it. Will it overtake Beauty and the Beast? I don't think it will. Because wait, what? What Beauty Force Awakens? I don't think it overtake Force Awakens. It doesn't mention Force Awakens in, oh, okay. in this article. But Beauty and the Beast was like Beauty and the Beast was, I believe, one point two six. Okay. And right now is Beauty. Uh, Last Jedi is at one point two zero five. So it needs to make like another sixty five million. Okay. All these giant numbers that make me jealous, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm just like, can I get all these millions? <laughs> can I get two percent? <laughs> one <laughs> give me a half percent no, I'll give I, I, I need to be a little greedy give me two percent wow <laughs> anyway uh it was announced that the gifted has been renewed for season two uh, yay i guess yay yeah yeah no, no, with your rating you're, you you were like i don't care i don't care for me it's yay <laughs> oh, except not- except get rid of the struckers <laughs> that's what i'm saying and I'm, I, it's not an enthusiastic yay but the last two episodes i I'm, I'm liking so if it if it has more of that in season two i'm down or keep the struckers but turn the mother and make her into illyria <laughs> <laughs> what <laughs> it'd be a much better show the multiverse just changes her <laughs> hey i mean and thanos is coming <laughs> so let's let's get illyria so how's that gonna work like what if the gift that keeps going it's just never gonna be part of the MCU, I guess, right? It's just gonna stay, and it's weird. Yeah, I mean, it can't. Fox it can't be at this point. Yeah, I mean, whatever. You reference something weird. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, I guess they could drop like a, a reference because I mean, for the most part, the X Men has always been Wait, solitary. No, I'm, I'm they can't do that because it's just there's, there's a, this is a world with mutants That's, that doesn't exist in the MCU. It'll be too like what? Since when? <laughs> they, they could they could mention they could have an Avengers reference. I mean, well, if it's like Earth 2 Avengers, just to have it be its own pocket universe. Or at least the X-Men. Just at least give me an X-Men reference. A full-on, yes, Magneto, Wolverine, Storm, Xavier. That's what I want. They I mean, exist. granted, they don't have to show up, but I'm tired of all this. The X-Men left us in charge. The Brotherhood are gone. Who did? Who? It's, it's who, like, who left you with? Yeah, who, who did that? Yeah, why? <laughs> Where are they? Yeah. Are they dead? How'd they die? Was it Xavier that told you this? Like... That's what I wanted. That I'm like, I hate the kind, kind of like what I know they're gonna do with Krypton, the show. Like Krypton takes place, hunt you know, a couple like des- decades before Kal El. But the, I know they're gonna mention because I even in the trailer they mention my grandfather, my grandson Kal El, who's not even born yet. Mm. So I'm guessing he's gonna have some like B- Bodok visions from like uh dragon ball dragon ball uh bardock yeah whatever the fuck his name is (laughs) (laughs) he's gonna have visions of the future so they're gonna name drop superman and be like hey guys we're still in this universe that's stupid i know that's why i'm like (laughs) stop doing it that's worse than waiting for baby batman which i am excited for gotham jerome's coming back i don't care anyway Uh, (laughs) uh with that legion uh they announced that it's coming back in april Okay. Of this year for season two. I haven't watched that yet. It's good. It's good. It is. It's good. You should, you should do a little rapid fire review of it. It's good. You should sell me on it. It's good. Okay. That's, <laughs> that's my rapid fire that's review. So rapid fire. <laughs> it's the most rapidest fire. <laughs> premature rapid. Pre, pre. What is it? Premature 
rapid fire. I don't know. <laughs> premature, premature review elation. I don't know. Elation. <laughs> Making the words. But yeah, season season two is coming twenty eighteen. So look forward to that. Okay. FX. But also with that, because of everything that's going on with Brian Singer, he's being removed as the executive producer for Legion and The Gifted. What? Yeah. Because of the allegations, sexual allegations, he's no longer being the uh, listed as the executive producer for both shows. Because oh. he directed, I believe he directed the first episode of Gifted. Okay, I mean, good. That dude's a scumbag. Uh, yeah, I'm kind of sick of the Brian Singer X-Men universe. I'm about to just get out of the Brian Singer verse. Like, it's so crazy, too, because he revolutionized superhero movies. He did, and, and, I, and I thank him for that. But at the same, I'm, like, over it. Yeah. I want to see the X-Men. I want to see other versions of the X-Men. Yeah, no like, black spandex suits. Get rid or of them. Suits. Give me something else. Because even the even the new cast are just playing younger versions of the Singerverse. Yeah. So it's like, I want something different. Uh, also, this was pretty big news, which I didn't actually realize or think about until I saw the article, but... First time in history, apparently the top three highest grossing box office movies of 2017 have all been led by women. Huh. Yeah. Wait. The Last Jedi. Well, Beauty and the Beast. Okay. The Last Jedi and Wonder Woman. Those are the top three? Those are the top three. Okay, I'm about to say for, like, 20, after for, that, for 2017. Fast and the Furious Transformers now. <laughs> yeah. For 2017, the top three are Beauty and the Last Jedi. Well, Beauty and the Beast, The Last Jedi, and Wonder Woman. That's dope. Yeah. All right. So that's cool. Making change. Now we need to add Black Panther in there. <laughs> so we need, yeah, Black Panther. Yeah, those top. And. Well, what's Vin Diesel? <laughs> Does he count? <laughs> I, I don't know what he. I don't know what he. I don't. Because if Black Panther's top three, then that's the first time there's a black lead, like in the top. Uh, granted, three. we know Infinity War is gonna like stomp, but let's get yeah. let's get Black Panther up there. Number two. <laughs> yeah, let's get him as number two. I think number two is a possibility. And I don't. Granted, I don't know most. Of, I'm, I'm not counting most of the superhero movies. But I'm talking about the indie movies and stuff like that. I don't really know a lot of the indie movies that's, that that are coming out next year. But Proud Mary comes out this month. Let's let's hope that's good and let's get that, that up there as number three. That is not gonna happen. First of all, <laughs> I can tell you that right now. Let's get that up there as number three. I don't even know what Proud Mary is. I can you didn't see you. the trailer for Proud Mary? No. Uh, Taraji P Henson. She's like she's basically the fee- she's like John Wick more or less. Oh really? Yeah. Huh. No, I never heard of that. Hold up, Paul. Let me let me show you the trailer real quick. So yeah, so now that you just saw the trailer, so you, you didn't know what that was. Your your assessment of John Wick, but with Taraj B. Henson is correct. And like, I also don't like the fact that there wasn't any story in that trailer. That's what I just said. That's my biggest critique of the trailer. Like, all they showed was the action pieces, They're set pieces. on the premise of it being her killing people. Yeah, but they didn't say what the story is. So that kind of concerns me a little bit. It doesn't I'm, make me that interested in it. I mean, it looks interesting, but I'm not that interested in it because it's like, 
it could be total shit. I have yeah, no idea. I'm, that's why I'm like, especially when it coming out in January. But you know, nowadays they're trying to put block. They're trying to make blockbuster season like the beginning of the year. Yeah. With with like because Deadpool, not Deadpool, it doesn't come out next month. But like something something major comes out next month. I'm not Are sure. Are you serious? I think so. No, black duh. <laughs> Look at you like are you fucking well, no, I'm kidding? not talking about Black Panther. No, something else. Something else besides Black Panther. I'm t- every black person was just like <gasps> Michael. No, I'm not talking. Obviously, Black Panther. I'm not talking about Black Panther. I'm talking about something else. Something else major comes out next month. Luke Cage. That's on TV though. I'm talking about movies. Oh, movies. Where's Deadpool come out? I think I think it's no Deadpool doesn't come out next because they're still filming that. That I don't know. Something else major comes out next month. So I'm just like they're push. They're trying to push. Block, but no, actually, no. I'm, I'm thinking Pacific Rim. That's been pushed to March. Yeah, my birthday. I'm going to say happy birthday to me. <laughs> that's been pushed to March. But, I mean, but even just take Black Panther, like, it's already February. Yeah. So they're trying to make, like, if this movie makes money, it's going to be a blockbuster. Just because it makes money in January, it's making a blockbuster. That, but they're trying to push it. And fast and the they're trying to push it for, like, a blockbuster movie, like, the whole. No. It's not going to do better than John Wick. I could already. Well, it depends. It depends if it's if it depends on if it's trash or not. I would even say if it's great. Even if it was great, it will not make John. Because word of mouth. Because like Get Out got like what pushed Get Out into making so much money was the word of mouth. But it's also the extremely unique premise. Like uh, we have no idea what this is about. But I doubt it's gonna be a cerebral movie. Just from like the trailer. I'm hoping it's good because I mean it's something you never see before on the and on the standpoint of a, a black middle aged black woman what, being John Wick. A black yeah, a black woman leading her own like but action it, spy type movie. It's never if it's a woman, it's always a white woman. But just leading a movie, I don't it that's never done. It's true. I've never seen that. Especially like middle aged black woman is like a, a super assassin looking chick. Like that's crazy. But like it has been done since that. We've seen a million of these movies. It's just that. It's well, the, no, the I'm saying different. in terms of yeah, in terms of that alone, that, that makes a difference. I'm not saying that's enough to make it a good movie. I'm saying that makes me want to go support it because because it never happens before. I would like more of those type of movies. No, I hear what you're but saying. But I'm like, if it's bad, that kind of make me go, oh, why? <laughs> I hear what you're saying. Can but we I'm... get a good movie? <laughs> <laughs> no, I hear what you're saying. But I just mean that for the general audiences, like unless there's some crazy plot we don't know about. Just saying, yeah, it's Raj B. Henson, and yeah, it's a black woman lead in in an action movie. That's not going to get general audiences out there seats to go see this movie. Like, get out. Yeah, I get premise. that. That's why I said they don't show the they don't show what the story is about. Yeah, just based now, off she's the trailer. killing white dudes because like you know some crazy <laughs> like some crazy racially charged reason we don't know about. Or, like some deeper meaning in it. Then it's like, oh, okay, wow, okay. I thought that like, in Proud Mary they just they use that song as like the hook, but I, I thought it was going to be a thing where it's maybe she's like a mom. And like she's like, you remember in Kill Bill, in the very beginning, where I, f- I forgot the the actress, Uma Thurman. Uma Thurman. No, not Uma Thurman. The the black woman. Remember uh, the Vanessa, first Vanessa, chick she kills is the black woman. The, Vivica Fox. Vivica Fox. Yeah, that that in itself, that little bubble, was an interesting plot. An ex assassin who's a mom. And there is a kid in this trailer, but it seems like he doesn't know who she is. Yeah, because she says, who are you? Yeah, so I'm just, I, I just think that if they're going to have, like, that angle, they would have played it up in the trailer. Like, instead of it being the dog that gets killed, her son gets killed? Oh, fuck, I didn't even think, like, the son gets killed, but, I mean, yeah, something like that. Or just, or just play up the fact that because she is an older woman, it'd be interesting if, like, yeah, this mom would be kick your ass. Like, you know what I mean? Something like that. But it, it just seems like she's just a, a badass bitch. 
She looks like Cookie from, from fucking. I mean, Empire. it's the same actress. <laughs> it's the same. It's the same. Actress. But because of like what they showed me, like the, the, she could be Cookie. Like it could be a sequel to Empire. For all I know, she's. I'm sick of your shit, Lucius. <laughs> bow, 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 bow. I mean, we'll see. Like I said, I they haven't showed the story, so I don't even know what the fuck the movie's about. Okay, interesting though. But I'm gonna still check it out. I got the movie pass. Well, uh, they haven't sent it in the fucking mail yet. <laughs> Why does it take so long? I don't. It says three to five, it says three to seven days. It's been almost two weeks. I get credit cards faster. Than granted, that. I, I think. I, <laughs> like, granted, I I think some of it could be the weather. No, really, no. But I'm just like, I'm still getting my shit from Amazon. <laughs> That's so weird. I don't know. Whatever. The wait time is odd. But yeah, yeah. I want my movie pass, <laughs> so I can go see the greatest show, man. Is that still out? <laughs> yes, it is. That soundtrack is on point. I love that soundtrack. That shit is racist. You know P.T. P. Barnum and Bailey was racist as fuck, right? I know, but I'm talking about the soundtrack. <laughs> I'm, not talking about, I'm not talking about the character. I'm talking about the soundtrack. <laughs> this is me. Oh, ah! <laughs> what? <laughs> okay. I'm sorry if I hurt your ears, but I'm not. Not really. <laughs> anyway, uh, moving on. Warner Brothers has appointed Walter Hamada mm-hmm. to be the new president of DC Films. And for those of you that don't know, which I'm pretty sure is basically everybody, Walter Hamada was the guy that oversaw the Conjuring cinematic universe. So, huh. you know, which, the, the Conjuring 1 and oh, 2, shit. Conjuring 1 and 2, Annabelle, all those that stuff. Those movies are more interconnected and probably a better universe than DCEU. <laughs> yeah. So they brought him over to oversee the DC movies as the kevin feige basically and now jeff johns has been uh more more or less demoted to an advisory capacity i mean how do you feel about that i don't know because we like i said before the first movie we get to see is with the jeff johns run will be aquaman <laughs> in december and that, yeah, that doesn't come out now. to december <laughs> So it's like so even so what if his direction turns out to actually be good well it's just like fuck you we already got a new president well, you're saying you would rather him be promoted to be the overseer? Well, I don't know. Because, I mean, Jeff John's vision might not be like he, because, like I said before, he's not a movie guy. Like, yeah. Kevin Feige is lightning in the bottle in the sense that he's a movie producer first and, and foremost. Second. He knows the movie business and he is like, he, he is a movie producer, but he just happens to be a movie producer that loves and reads comics. Yeah. So he knows the Marvel Universe as a fan. But yeah. he's a movie guy, so it's it's just almost kind of like the same thing. Well, like I don't know if Walter Hamada knows anything about comics. Yeah, if he's nice a, to get a I don't know if like he's that. a fa- I don't know if he's a fan of comics or he's is he like fucking David Goyer where he's like, well, She Hulk is a dumb character. She was just created nah. to be somebody that the Hulk can fuck. Batman and it's like Superman no is what you do. No, when you have no, ideas. no. <laughs> it's like why are you writing it then? <laughs> Basically. Don't get that guy to write it, but he did. So, so I don't know how much of a fan he is of comic, but I mean, but I mean, look what he record, did with the Conjuring universe. So, yes. the track record of that, but also just for horror movie uh, directors taking on superhero properties, usually does okay. Like Sam Raimi or uh, Scott Derrickson with uh, Doctor Strange. Yes. What What James Wan do? Just Fast and Furious. James Wan did Fast and Furious, and he did. I think he did one of those. Con- I think he did one of I those. I think he did movies. a horror movie too. I think he did Annabelle. See, there you go. So maybe there's like a maybe. Hold up. Let me maybe see. there's a secret connection between being a good a horror director and a superhero director. 
No, James Wan did. No, what the fuck? James Wan did Conjuring One and Two. There you go. And he did Insidious. Well, there you go. And the first Saw movie. I'm saying this like Aquaman's a short thing, but I'm just saying like maybe there's it helps to have some background horror for whatever reason when you're doing these when you're doing a, maybe maybe it's actually just a genre they're just good at doing genre. Yeah, he did the first Saw movie. Okay, the first one, the good one. Yeah. All right, nice. Dun 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 dun. dun. So yeah, now Walter Mott is the new lead okay. of the DCEU going forward. Uh, with that said, we never talked about the fact because I was going, I was noticing, I was like, wait, we didn't talk about this. The Flash Lego movie is coming out. Oh yeah, we didn't talk about this. No, we did not. It's a straight to uh, DVD movie. Yeah, right? straight to DVD movie, which kind of kind of sucks because it looks like it's going to be good. And it looks like it's going to be a better Justice League movie because <laughs> the Justice League is in it. Yeah. And it looks like they're going to do like the first season of the whole, well, because Reverse Flash is in it as well. And yeah. it looks like they're doing some time travel stuff. But They're Bar- beating Flashpoint before the DCEU but gets he also kinda, But he also loses his power, his speed powers from the trailer. Like Flashpoint. Yeah, more yeah, like the original Flashpoint. Yo, can yeah. you imagine if they do the same thing in Flashpoint where they hit him with lightning and he's like like all fried and fucked up, like ah my skin. <laughs> I wonder how they do that in the Lego form though. Probably just make it funny, just make him like all charred up and shit. But like but yeah, so I'm I'm in, I'm definitely interested. I would definitely get that. Yeah, it looks good. I mean, I saw the trailer. It looks okay. I mean, I, I don't know. The trailer didn't make me laugh at all, but you know, I I the Lego movies have good track records, so I am interested. So look forward to that DVD Blu-ray. Doesn't give it a release date. Mm. Also, with uh, more DC Universe news, Jordan's favorite actress. What? Lindsay Lohan. What? <laughs> Jordan's favorite actress, Lindsay Lohan, is campaigning hard. That's real? She's really campaigning hard? Yes. I thought that was a joke. She's campaigning hard. To, she even tweeted about it. I know she tweeted about it. I thought it was like a joke. No. No. It's real. To be a Batgirl in Joss Whedon's Batgirl movie. Bitch. <laughs> like, what are you doing? But it's like, will she even show up on time? Because you know, that's her that the thing. She's always she's always showing up to the movie sets late. Yeah. But no. No. <laughs> <laughs> that's my my nerd rage coming out. No. Yeah. Fuck that. And she's trying to get she's telling yeah, she's telling her fans that for everybody to tweet Joss to be in the Batgirl movie. Is she trying to? She's a Marvel fanboy trying to sabotage the DCEU. <laughs> she's basically like Tyrese trying to, you know, when he tried to campaign to be Green Lantern. Yeah, yeah. Please don't ruin that no. movie before it even comes out. Like that, it that would already shoot it in the foot before it came out of the gate. Like, if, I, if I if if Variety comes out with an article saying Lindsay Lohan has been cast as Batgirl, I'm gonna say fuck this whole universe. <laughs> I'm gonna take my shoe and just throw it in the air. Ben Affleck and Lindsay Lohan in the back, <laughs> Gotham, <laughs> with Jared Leto. Yo, it'd be so weird. I'd be like, that would be the day I stopped being a Josh Sweden fan. <laughs> <laughs> but what if there's a Buffy reference? No, fuck, <laughs> fuck that. I don't want Lindsay Lohan anywhere near it. Oh Jesus! So everybody get excited about that. <laughs> Lindsay Lohan might be Batgirl. Yay! I'd rather Hannah Montana be fucking bad girl than that. <laughs> Ew, why? I don't know. It's it's, my, it's, it's it's equally unpreferable. Anyway, uh, with this said, Jodie Foster has come out and given her opinion regarding superhero movies. Okay. 
and she said uh studios making this is her quote studios making bad content in order to appeal to the masses and shareholders is like fracking fracking you get the best return right now but you wreck the earth what's fracking you know what fracking is uh basically what the government is uh or oil corporations are like digging into the earth like and they need like groundwater so they're like digging into the earth with the groundwater to try to get natural gas out of the earth Mm. to get more gas out of the earth and basically it pollutes it pollutes the groundwater so any area that they do that in if there's like if you're trying to get like there's a well or anything nearby like that groundwater is all polluted now Mm, so basically destroys the area yeah pretty much so that's why like you get good investment in terms of the oil but then it also pollutes the earth so it translates so then also with that like the areas that they do fracking like Oklahoma South Dakota and stuff like that now it's causing earthquakes in places that never had earthquakes before oh the runaways gotta stop it (laughs) pretty much (laughs) so that's that's what they're doing in runaways they're fracking you have failed this city get arrow in there (laughs) it's the it's the What's it called? An arrow? The the the, the uh, undertaking. The undertaking. <laughs> okay, well, but also with that, wait, 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 wait. The translate that is a superhero film. She's basically saying that making superhero movies is ruining Hollywood. Yeah, more or less. Why? She says studios making bad content in order to appeal to the masses and sh- and shareholders. It's like fracking. Oh, okay, but that's all of Hollywood. All Hollywood movies are trying to make money. Just mm-hmm. because these are high budget Hollywood movies trying to make movie and some are shit. Like there's a lot of shit Hollywood movies that aren't superhero that movies. That aren't superhero movies. And then on top of that, she tries to act like superhero movies were the first first time they created blockbusters or anything like that. Like blockbusters have been in existence since Star like Star Wars is what started the blockbuster. That's true, yeah. Star Wars. Was. So there have been movies that's that was in the seventies. There've always been movies that they tried to recreate that whole blockbuster mentality. She's like, long before fucking iron man first came out but then she also comes and there's out. some amazing super movies like if you're gonna just wait 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 wait, 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 wait. super movies like fucking bvs and shit then what that doesn't make she sense. also says it's ruining the viewing habits of the american population and then ultimately the rest of the world but then she also comes out and says she's willing to be in a superhero movie if it's a thought if she gets a thought-provoking character quote thought-provoking character this fucking so like, stuck up bitch. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So uh, James Gunn responded to her. Oh, good. <laughs> and King of the nerds. <laughs> Him and Joss Whedon. And he said, I think Foster looks at film in an old-fashioned way where spectacle film can't be thought-provoking. Yep. It's often true, but not always. Her belief system is pretty common and isn't totally without basis. I say not without basis because most studio franchise films are quite soulless. Yeah, he's right. And that is a real danger to the future of movies. But there are also quite a few exceptions. For the cinema to survive, I believe spectacle films need to have vision and heart. And heart, they traditionally ha- they traditionally have it, and some of us are doing our best to move it, move in that direction. Creating spectacle films that are innovative, humane, and thoughtful is what excites me about this job. But to be fair, at least from Foster's quotes, she seems to be she seems to see filmmaking as something that's primarily about her own personal growth. Yep. For me. Get him. That may be part of why I do this, but spending many millions of dollars on a film has to be about more than that. It's communication. So my experience is merely one spoke 
one spoke on that wheel but i respect foster and what she's done for films and i appreciate her different way of looking at hollywood's landscape landscape also with that because I, I i i missed one of the quotes because it wasn't in this article specifically but yeah she was also saying that the reason that she does movies as you know because she has something that she wants to say about herself that she wants to explore and oh, you know I hate people like this that just like but it's like do everything through their own prism and but it's, it's like, like you can't get your out of your own ass but like, this is also show business yeah the movies have to make money it's not just about exploring get, your art get your head out your butt <laughs> if they didn't think it was going to make move if they didn't think it was going to make any type of money they'd be like fuck your fuck your exploring what you have to say and all that stuff and to defend the high budget spectacle films that's really what spectacle films are they're high budget films yeah. Like, the reason why a lot of them are soulless, like, and that's why I like James Gunn coming out and saying that, because his films are actually the opposite, because he gets more control than most directors do. A lot of times, and I'm sure he gets show notes and everything, too, just like everybody. With the exception of Guardians 2, but we'll talk, that's another topic. Well, he's, it was still his own vision. Yeah, it was still his vision, but I don't yeah. know. Yeah. But the, again, there's still, show, there's still notes from producers. Wasn't as thought-provoking as the first one. <laughs> no, but it was still, had more of a soul than most superhero movies. Uh-huh, yeah. Oh, yeah, I would say most, but it's a, it's a thing where the the more money a movie gets, the more fingers in the pot there are, basically, right? producers, directors, right? If there's a bunch of writers, and like it, it's just a thing where the lower budget a movie is, the more control you generally have over it because there's not as many people like telling you what needs to be done to hit this budget, hit this demographic, or just even just people with competing visions that we see all the time in like the DCEU. That's just a, a universe filled with com- like people that don't communicate, like James Gunn said, and the fact that they just—it seems like there's a lot of different voices in the same room trying to um, pull the universe in different directions because there's not a single vision. But also with that, I'm pretty sure she haven't seen she hasn't seen every single MCU movie. She hasn't no, seen. She, she hasn't, hasn't seen any movie. She hasn't seen Thor Ragnarok. She probably hasn't seen. Yeah, she, the, she's probably thinking about Transformers, fucking <laughs> Spawn in 1997, fucking. Yeah. The first set of X Men movies. She's not talking about the movies that have come out now. Like she's not talking about Wonder Woman. She's not talking about Winter Soldier. She's not talking about Winter Soldier. She's Logan. not talking about the first Guardians of the Galaxy movie. She's definitely not talking about Logan. No. She's not talking about Thor Ragnarok. Yeah. She has. I'm pretty sure she hasn't seen any of these movies. No. Not from the way she's talking. Dumb bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Blur vision says. Like. <laughs> Quote it, but it quotes <laughs> the bitch. I'm, I'm moving on. <laughs> I'm sorry to women out there. I'm not. I'm not really con. I, I hate sometimes. I because like, you know you ever see like those um things online where like a uh, a controversy happens and then they'll go back and they'll like find every stupid thing someone's ever said. Recently, there's a the Logan Paul controversy, but they'll go back and they'll find every single thing a person says. I don't want one day for something to happen and they'd be like, Jordan's actually sexist and here's all the examples of when he calls somebody a bitch. <laughs> it's like no, I'm just I'm calling this person a bitch, not not women in general. I love women, <laughs> but she's still a woman. <laughs> I call a man a bitch if he's a bitch. <laughs> anyway, moving on. J.J. Uh, Abrams movie, the third uh, movie, Clover, third movie in the Cloverfield franchise, which is uh, was supposed to be called God Particle, hmm. has been pushed back again. Uh-huh. It was supposed to come out in February. And now it's been pushed back to April 20th, 2018. 420. Hmm? 420. Yeah, 420. Yeah. About to get blazed watching Cloverfield. 
Ever seen a four leaf clover? That's Green. Ithaca. I mean, it might get, it might get pushed again because this is the third time it's been pushed. No, it's staying at that date. There's no other reason to, to pick four twenty <laughs> to be like, oh, it's the stoner day. I mean, it lands on a Friday. Yeah, four twenty. <laughs> so God particle. I I still need to watch the first two Cloverfield movies. You haven't seen either? Nope. <sighs> I have them both on Blu-ray. Oh. <laughs> hate you. You need to watch it. I need to watch my whole fucking collection. I love Cloverfield, both of them. The first one's a great like kaiju film because much. I'm like, I was like one of these. I was looking at my show. I was like one of these days. I'm just gonna sit and just have a day that is watch movies. All these movies that I haven't seen. Indiana Jones that are just sitting on my Blu-ray. Sh- See? Rabbit Fire Reviews. That's what it's for. <laughs> yeah. Indiana Jones. Cloverfield. Fucking Up. Every time. You may make a list. And then we're going to like systematically check them off. Every time you do. I want you to do a review. <laughs> a Rabbit Fire Review of it. Because I'm. Oh my God. I love the Cloverfield series. Both of them. No. <laughs> what? <laughs> these could be our YouTube videos. Like retro reviews? Yeah. Yeah, we can do that. I'm done with that. Double Toast does it. Sammy ain't seen shit. Michael ain't seen shit. <laughs> we need to catch your uh, catch your title, but basically, Simeon ain't seen shit. There you go. <laughs> it's an homage to Double Toast it. Whatever. Uh, anyway, so there was a fan petition, of course, as you know, about the Zack Snyder cut of the Justice League. Yeah. And so somebody posted on... Uh, I want to see his vision. I believe it was YouTube. And he said, join me. It's Mo on YouTube. No, so this is on Twitter. And other Snyder fans, as we take a photo in front of Warner Brothers, so they're actually going to the Warner Brothers studios, with a hashtag release the Snyder cut sign while wearing our Zack Snyder shirts, DC shirts, and costumes to peacefully protest and show our support for the release. (laughs) I just imagine a bunch of DC fans holding hands and like singing Kumbaya. Kumbaya, Snyder. Kumbaya. Now they're singing that song at the at the beginning of Justice League. Everybody knows. <laughs> what the well, hell? To peacefully show our support for the release of a Snyder cut of Justice League. After we take the photo, we will all share it on our social media. So hopefully it will spread and get to Zack Snyder himself so he can see it. Like he saw the thank you, Zack Snyder video I made. This is the most adorable thing I've ever heard. And then it says, please do not bring any signs. I will have the hashtag release the Snyder cut sign. And that is the only sign that we want in the photo. So the focus will only be on that. So instead of bringing a sign, just wear any shirts that you have supporting Zack DC or the Justice League movie or Justice League cosplay that you may have. And so this got picked up by everybody on the internet. People are talking about, you know, there's going to be this protest at this at the Warner Brothers studio lot. Wait, when? Happened yesterday. Oh, yesterday. Uh-huh. Oh, my God. Please tell me this is amazing PS where no one shows up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes. Oh, the story's so good. I was just going to say, I was just going to say, can you guess how many people showed up? Please tell me one. Tell no, me just that one no, guy. No, it's more than one. Oh, three. No, it's more than three. Oh, is it? Is it like a good number? It's not a lot. Yeah, it's not a lot of people. I'll say that. Fifteen. Thirteen. <laughs> and this, this is the lucky pic- number thirteen. This, this is the picture right here. Oh my god! And most of them are like a good chunk of more cosplayers actually. Yeah. So that's really all the cosplayers just showing up for <laughs> to, oh. get, to get a picture. 
Like oh, I said, it's so good. This got picked up like <laughs> this got picked up by comicbook.com. It looks so sad. Comicbookmovie.com. It was on uh I believe I uh bat the Batman News uh dot com. It's gonna be a movement. <laughs> Screen junkies talked about the protests. Are you serious? Yes. This got picked up by a lot of outlets and thirteen people showed up. How many people signed the petition? Couple, couple, th- like a couple hundred, <laughs> couple thousand. <laughs> you fair weather fans. It's like, yo, it's cold though, bro. I'm not yeah, actually gonna go out thou- there. Thou- yeah, uh, <laughs> hundreds of thousands of people signed the petition. Oh, hundreds of thousands. That's what it says in oh, here. Oh, wait, is this for the, just the petition about the release the Snyder Cut in general? In general, yeah. Okay, all right, yeah, I've seen that petition before. That's that's I love that. That's a great story. Thirteen people showed up. <laughs> like, what are they thinking? <laughs> Like, Michael, can we can we be real for a second? Let's be real. As comic book fans, how does that make you feel? Like, are people so brainwashed? This makes us look bad. It makes us look terrible. Not as bad as the Szechuan thing, but like, this is like, do you really think that's going to make them release a Snyder Cut if they weren't already going especially, to? Especially not a 13 people. And it's not going to be a Snyder Cut. It's going to be a deleted scene cut. It's not going to be like just a- like, you want to just go get something to eat? Because <laughs> There's going to be an extended version it, but it's not going to be the no, original vision of no, Jack it's Snyder. Not. It's going to be like the Joss Whedon cut or something like that. It's not really even Joss Whedon cut. It's just like... It, Extended scenes. Yeah. All the things we've seen online where it's like half-finished CG, maybe they'll finish that. Like even There's even a moment where um, I saw online recently another scene. They just keep leaking scenes. But it's um, right after they get off the elevator and go into the back cave. I just kind of wonder. I wonder which one of these is the guy that started this petition. It's got to be the guy holding the sign in the middle. No, the, person, the two people in the sign in the middle are... Uh, Batman, Wonder Woman, and then they're cosplayers. So it's gotta be that guy right behind Batman with that weird hat. He looks nerdy enough to do this. Nah, I, think it's, I think it's this old guy at the end. No, <laughs> that's too weird. <laughs> too creepy. He's like a pedophile trying to get kids out. the old guy at <laughs> I wonder how many kids are gonna show up. Oh, God. Hey, George. Hey, Georgie. <laughs> <laughs> the petition made by Pennywise. <laughs> oh my god 13 it's people lucky 13 that but that's like an amalgam of the internet itself like everybody's loud and but it's like but when you get when you actually have to show up nobody does yeah it's, it's so easy just to press a button but we actually have to do something about it nobody wants to do anything but like i was saying the, the least thing i saw was just the entire league meeting um alfred there's a scene where they just walk by him and he's just like oh hello 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 and i'm just like why wasn't that in the movie it was like a, it was like a three four to five second scene like why cut that out because they didn't want to finish the, the cyborg CGI. Because he was like, he was like, he looked like a, a paper mache doll when he walked by. <laughs> it was like a floating head with a paper mache body. It was so weird looking. But with that said, another there's another uh, little faux controversy going. Ugh, this shit upsets me. What? So it's not the Logan Paul thing, is it? No. Oh, okay. That has nothing to do with comic books. I'm not gonna bring that up. It just makes me hate people. <laughs> just the internet in general. I just hate. I just hate people. But yeah. So apparently. And this hurt. This 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 one hurts my heart. Okay. Michael B. Jordan is now dating somebody. I don't know her name, but Are you serious? <laughs> I don't know her name, but fuck her. You took my man, you fucking whore. Oh my god. <laughs> is it Michael B. Jordan from Jersey? He is. He's from Newark. He went to Arts High. Yeah. So Oh shucks. Guess you'll never get that I guy. I know, because I, I went to Arts High my first year. My first year of high school. I don't know what our age difference is. I think he's 28. So if is I, he 28? I think he's 28 or 29. Huh. He's not that far from me. I'm 32. 
Oh, you dated yourself. Usually you don't. <laughs> whatever. I was like, whatever. <laughs> was episode 65. It's finally been revealed. <laughs> so I think, yeah, I think he's like 29. So if I was like a junior or something. No, he's 30. He's th- oh, he's 30. Yeah. So two years. Tragic. <laughs> so if I, I would have been a junior, he would have been a freshman. So that's perfect dating. <laughs> dating difference. I could have, hey, little freshman. <laughs> and I think he's about to turn 31, actually, because his birthday's in February. Okay, so maybe only a year difference in terms of like I would have been a junior, he would have been a sophomore. If only, right? If only. If, if, that, if you're just 32, if you're both the same age, you would have been all over that. I, if only I stayed at our tie, we could have been in our tie together and I could have blew him. Oh my God. <laughs> I'd have been, hey guys, I got a, you know that Michael B. Jordan? I have a story. Yeah, I have, I have a story. <laughs> the Blur Vision exclusive. The Blur Vision exclusive. <laughs> we were in the locker room one day, he was changing and then all of a sudden my, my mouth just fell on his dick. Oh, you suck. I could have made this go viral. Like, that would have been, <laughs> that been like the all over Twitter. Reveal on the podcast. <laughs> Michael B. Jordan, bye. Like, Wait, you're gay? Yes, I am. I am gay, guys. Just in case you didn't know. If Black Gay Comic Geek yeah. wasn't enough of a... <laughs> Trust me, I made it. I don't know if you saw my Instagram story, but I had to make... Because I've, got, like, I've gotten this question like more than three times. Are you gay? Where people, yeah, where people are sending me a DM like, are you gay? I'm like... <laughs> My name on Instagram says Black Gay Comic Geek. They should be like, "Are you black?" <laughs> what do you think? What do you think? I'm. What do you? Th- I don't. I don't understand. It's self-explanatory. Maybe they think you mean happy, like a black happy comic no. geek. <laughs> I'm just so gay. <laughs> no. 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 Okay. The fact that I've gotten this question more than three times, more than four times, to- more than five times. <laughs> so I, I, I posted this thing on my Instagram story. I was like. Just in case you guys don't know, because I've gotten this question way too many times for that it doesn't make any sense to me. But I'm like, yes, guys, I am gay. That means I'm a guy that likes other guys. To put, <laughs> yeah, they spell all that yes, out. I was like, to put okay. it bluntly, I'm a guy and I like to suck other guys' dicks. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> but are you gay though? <laughs> so I'm like, let's let's be, I don't because I don't want this question anymore. So it's like. I'm not sure. I think he might be lying. <laughs> and then lo and behold, today, I remember that message, the guy that I sent you when he was like, I need your help? Yeah. He was like, I think you're gay, right? He said that. I, I think was you're like, gay. Yeah, I was like, yes, I am. The gay says it right in my name. <laughs> anyway, moving on. So, random side note, Chadwick Boseman is 41. Black does not crack. I yeah, I knew not, he was in his 40s. I did not realize So I was that. like, if they redo Storm, I was like, will they cast Storm closer to his age or will they cast... How old Halle Berry? Bring her back. <laughs> Or they cast like a younger in her twenties. No, I want the relationship. I want the relationship too, but it doesn't mean she can't be in her twenties. It'd be the reverse. It'd be the reverse. It'd be a little weird. It'd be the reverse of how Stella got her groove back. No, but there, you know, it's gonna be all. Look, I'll make those memes. <laughs> I was about to be like, you know, people were gonna make the memes. I'd make the memes. He's robbing the cradle then, and then if that's a weird discrepancy. Cause I don't want Storm to be so much older than the X Men. Why she got? Why couldn't it be a thing where she's the mentor? No. Like, remember um, X Men Evolution where Wolverine? I, I didn't and Storm? like that. Oh, I did like that. That she was the oldest one, and the, the rest of them were all kids. I was I like, no. Like why can't she be the kid? Why can't she be a kid like the rest of them? Why would you want to be a kid? She was in point of. She was a, a person of authority. She was like second in command. First when Xavier left. Yeah, but still, she was still the same age as. That's why I liked it. She was like no. undisputed leader. Like it wasn't like, oh, Cyclops sometime. Like, no, you're a kid. Shut the fuck Cause up. Because I, I like the rivalry between Storm and Cy- like who's going who's gonna to be the leader. Storm is like, 
I, mother, I took you out when I didn't have powers. Like, <laughs> leave, leave me the fuck alone. Like, deep cuts. That's a deep cut. <laughs> yeah. So I like, I like that. So it's like, uh, well, Halle Berry's 50, 51. Yeah. So it's like, she's obviously older. It's like, oh, I I would like them to at least be similar in age, like a thirty. Yeah, maybe a thirty. Yeah, but I don't know. It depends. It depends because they might not cast the X Men as like Tom Holland's age. They might not go that young. I for the MCU. What do you want? actually? Let's ask you right now. What, what do you want for the MCU? Do you for want the MCU? Kids? I want them. I don't know if I want them to be kids, but I want like the first X Men story to be like giant size X Men, where like. Uh, Xavier recruited a new team. That's what Storm and Wolverine and Colossus and all them came about mm-hmm. to rescue the original five who were trapped in this, like the Savage Land. Cyclops, Angel, Jean Grey, Beast, yeah. and Iceman? And Iceman. Yeah. So they were like trapped in the Savage Land or whatever. And so Xavier recruited these new X-Men to help save them. Mm. That'd be cool, actually. Because I kind of want the... I kind of want, 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 want the story with the original five, but then I was like, eh, they're not going to do... Because it's like the they're all white. Class. Yeah, they're all white guys. Well, no, because First Class wasn't the original five. No, but it was kind of that same story. You're bringing together the X-Men for the first time. I want them to be established. I don't want to have a recruitment Yeah, but they w- it wouldn't make sense for the MCU if they're established. But then it's like, how do you not... Know, how does the world not know about mutants then? I'm hoping that Infinity Gauntlet chases or shit. That's what I'm hoping... Like, yeah, because the kids come out of nowhere... Then it's like what? <laughs> Suddenly, there's like mutants well, everywhere. Well, you could you could say that now the Infinity Gauntlet changed the word. Now there's mutants, but they're like oh, they could they could take they could take the ultimate route where instead of mutants having always existed, mutants started like the first mutant in Ultimus was Wolverine. Yeah, I hated that though. I hated that too. <laughs> that's why. That's my point. I'm it was like, a cool twist, but it was like, oh man, it just it makes the lifespan of the mutant gene too short. But that, but that's my point, and then it also gives Wolverine way too much fucking importance. Yeah, and then they killed him, so it didn't even matter in the Ultimate Universe. So it's like, the, but that's my point. Like they could do, they could go that route. I don't want them to go that route. I want mutants to have always existed since like Apocalypse was like the first mutant. Yeah. So I want that, but I wanted the, but they they should just go the route where their universe is more or less rewrite, rewrite it, rewrote. Re- I agree, but rewritten. But what do you in terms of their age? Like, how do you feel that how old they should be? If they go the route of what that I want, like the giant size X Men, yeah. I would say in their twenties. Everybody. No, the the original first class, and then like the new, say the new class, like say they're in their thirty or late twenties or late early thirties, like early thirties. Okay, but see, I, I liked Ultimate X Men and I liked X Men Evolutions, so I would actually be okay with certain characters being young like teenagers like Cyclops, Jean, Nightcrawler them being like 15, 16, 17, 18 yeah man whatever. I don't want them to be that young but I, I liked when Ultimate Marvel Ultimate X-Men Ultimate Spider-Man would cross over and they were around the same age because by the Cause time because you, you also gotta, you, I was gonna say but you also have to think by the time we get the, uh, all this stuff merges and stuff together and then they have to start shooting the movie or start writing the script how old Spider-Man is yeah Spider-Man's gonna be well in his he's gonna be in his 20s how old Tom Holland now Tom, Ho- Tom Holland is 21 yeah but aren't they they said that the trilogy of Spider-Man is gonna be in high school so they wouldn't be on Spider-Man 3 by then they might be coming out with Spider-Man 3 Spider-Man 3 is probably coming out yeah so he'll still be in high school he's graduating high school still 18 that's still young I'm just saying like because it's also the X Men. You can't lose the aspect of them being a meta, their gene, mutant gene being a metaphor for puberty. So nineteen, because because yeah. I mean what? Depending, well, on, saying, depending already, on when your birth, depending on when your birthday is, you graduate either eighteen or seventeen. Yeah, or I, some some people nineteen. My perfect X Men would be they're all like teen. That 
some cast is teenagers. You they're already established team, but you bring in a younger character like a Jubilee or something, Shadow Cat, whoever, and then you have the the adult tier mutants. And I I like it being Storm, Wolverine, Xavier. Well, yeah, like Wolverine Colossus, Wolverine as an adult, yeah. Have Colossus be an adult, but then have Magic be a teenager like she is in New Mutants. Because I was supposed to be there, like nineteen something. They're, they're still kids. Yeah, yeah. So like, I, I like that. Not a huge age difference, but at least like a ten year difference between like the Wolverine Storm. Because like Storm is in her forties, but Jean Grey is like nineteen. I don't know if I, I don't know if I like that. You don't like that? No. Especially knowing that, like, granted, I know it's comics, but whatever. Like Jean Grey and Storm are best friends. Like I don't know. I think it's the best friends. No. <laughs> Just best friends, best but she's friend. still a mentor. I'm best friend with a forty year old. No. They I mean, go to the same. They live in the same house. Like, <laughs> yeah, she's gonna live in Wakanda. <laughs> <laughs> what? But then you could do that where she does go off to have Black Panther adventures too. That'd be cool. Oh my god, I can't wait for that era of the MCU, Phase like five or whatever, or Phase. So anyway, yeah, five. so like we went off all, all this. I still didn't even get to my original story. Oh, sorry. Or so, <laughs> 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 fantasizing. Yeah. Ah. So like going back to the the full controversy that people because a lot of people <laughs> this episode's gonna be so long. <laughs> well, well, where are we at? Hour twenty. Huh? I mean, you take no, out like I mean, where are we? Like, what do you mean? You said an hour twenty. No, we've been recorded for longer than that. Yeah, but I had to break it up. Oh, but so, anyway. So yeah. So uh, so it's like a four hour podcast. <laughs> it's getting there. <laughs> but yeah. So with the uh, full controversy that I was talking about, that everybody's picking up on the media like they even talked about it on the radio so apparently and this is only based off of like two fucking tweets and not that many retweets not that many likes but going back to what i was saying about michael b jordan apparently he's he's with some 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 woman like a model why does this matter other than your weird lust for him <laughs> i'll get to it okay she's da- he's dating some model i can't remember her name and <laughs> so basically she's not white i mean she's not black Okay. So based off of like two or three tweets, everybody's going out saying that now black women are boycotting Black Panther because mm. Michael B. Jordan is not dating a black woman. Who's saying this? It's 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 being rent like a bunch of websites and saying, oh, now black women are boycotting Black Panther because Michael B. Jordan is not dating a Wait, black woman. Websites are saying this, but is, are people saying this? There, the people are like reposting the websites. But yeah, but it's based off of, but they're saying that based off of like two or three tweets of 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 some some women Dumb saying, <laughs> yeah, some women saying, how's Michael B. Jordan in Black Panther and he's not dating a black woman? Hashtag canceled or something like that. Okay, but is it a real like movement of people or is it just the websites blowing something out of proportion? That's my that's what I was saying. Full controversy. Websites are taking those like two or three tweets. Oh, thank God. And they're blowing. I, yeah, I have to lose all faith in humanity. I'm no. like, no. <laughs> no, they're taking those two or three tweets, just like the guy who made that one one post about uh, hashtag uh, uh, release the Snyder Cut. Now all these websites are coming out. Oh, there's going to be this big protest, and only 13 people show up. Okay. It's the same thing. Only like three people tweeted out, you know, oh fuck Michael B. Jordan, he's not dating black women. How's he in Black Panther? Those three tweets. Now all these websites are like, oh, there's this big movement of black women boycotting Black Panther because. You know, he's not dating a black woman. It's like, no, calm. Like, they're even talking about it on the radio. Really? Yeah. They're really trying to hurt this movie, man. It's the white man trying to bring down the movie from within. <laughs> and, and now, so now people are like, oh, black women are, you know, these black women are stupid and all this other stuff, like making it way, way bigger. If, if there's only like three people. Those three are. <laughs> yeah, those three are. <laughs> yeah. 
but it's like it's not this is not a real controversy no it's not. i haven't heard so i was like i haven't heard this before what the fuck yeah it's not it's not a real controversy so even people are posting like uh I'm, i was about to say names i'm not gonna say names but i see <laughs> i see Wait, other it's people. actually named people no, not name people. I was gonna say I see other people oh, on my you know. yeah on my Facebook oh. posting about it like oh this is stupid like these people are stupid like how is this a thing like like it's not it's not a thing. I'm just okay. saying it's not a thing. Okay. See, I thought like you were about to say like um, Jay Pinkett Smith said like no no <laughs> no not no oh, okay Woo. it's not it's not a thing. All right. So I just wanted to say that. <laughs> Good. Yeah, take down the fake news, Michael. Let everybody know. Yeah. Blur fake, Vision is a fake place news. to get real Michael news. Yeah, fake news. Sad. <laughs> Sad. Wrong. Wrong. God damn it. But those three people that posted that little Fuck tweet, them. you're such a nasty woman. What do they. That's another thing Trump oh, said. Nasty woman. He said to Hillary Clinton during the debate, such a nasty woman. Those people make me mad, though. But yes, it's not. Like, why it's not would, real. But, but no, but I'm I'm not saying the 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 articles are real. I'm just saying for those three, for however many people tweeted that, y'all dumb. I can't. I, not even if you were joking. Like why? What? So because of that, now you got a bunch of men coming out saying, "Oh, you got black women being." You know, they were celebratory when Serena Williams was getting married to her white guy, but now Michael B. Jordan is these dumb bitches, and like, so you know, you got those type of men coming out. Yeah, reactionary. Yeah. But, but I mean, they're being provoked by a false article, so. But that's also a dumb mentality. But it's like this movie, like black women without black women, they would, T'Challa would like you got the Dora Milaje all being led by black women. Yeah, black women help make this movie. Yeah, like it would be stupid for black women to boycott this movie. And right of how integral black women are to this movie, both in the making and in the movie itself. Yeah, I'm actually excited to see how they handle the Dora Milaje and the female characters in Black Panther because Ryan Coogler writes interesting black female characters. I'm basing this off of Creed. I, I wouldn't know. You suck. I Dude. have I have the Blu-ray of Creed, and I have oh! the, and I have the Blu-ray of Fruitvale Station, which was his first movie. No, you need which, to watch Creed. Fruitvale Station. I'm like, I purposely have purpose not watched the movie because I'm like, I'm not in the mood to get mad. Yeah, don't. I've seen parts of that about you know you know racist white cops and all the yeah. other stuff. I'm like, I'm not in the mood to watch that shit. But watch, oh, you know, watch. Wait, you no, I you have watch, to watch all the Rocky, Rocky movies. Fuck. <laughs> but anyway, moving on with that. Uh, the runtime of Black Panther has been revealed because uh, there was this uh, article that came out that the first cut was uh, four hours. So I was like, I'm good. Wow. If I got to take off, if I got to take off a whole afternoon, I'm good with a four hour Black Panther movie. I mean, I am too, but that when they really see stuff like that, it just always let, scares me. I was just going to say, just let me know because I just got to make sure I don't drink anything beforehand. <laughs> Kind of like when you go, kind of like when you go get blood work. They say don't eat or drink anything before. Good. I'll be the same thing. Don't eat or drink anything before the movie. I, I'm good to sit through a four hour movie. Maybe like a half movie like, intermission, like the Jackson's The American Dream, which is a five hour movie. I'm good with it. That does that not worry you a little bit? I mean, I always get afraid when they say like a movie's really long, and they have to cut it down because I'm always scared that the, in cutting it down. But that's what most movies though. A lot of movies end up being like the the first cut or the final or first cut is like three hours. Three and a half hours. Three hours is one thing. You said four hours. Yeah, they said it was four. Yeah, so three hours to two and a half is one thing, but four hours to two and a half is like. Uh, uh, and I, what's the runtime? Did they say two fifteen? See, that's that's an hour forty five. That's a lot of movie. I was hoping in the cutting, you you make everything stay making sense, and you don't have like a you know. I mean, it depends on what they I'm cut. Say DCU, you know what they do. <laughs> I'm pretty sure certain scenes is probably just more expository stuff that they just. Instead of all the explaining, they just cut it down. Hopefully, it always—I'm just saying—it always worries me when I hear that. I'm just like, oh, 
please in the final cut makes sense because a lot of a lot of what makes a movie good is the editing process yeah so it's like please just fucking but i'm like give me that four hour movie even in the blu-ray yeah, give me the extended <laughs> give me that extended cut hell yeah <laughs> also with that said they uh revealed thanos's true name hmm? his actual this you know name his mother gave him it's which not thanos it's not thanos is that in the comic too that's what I'm saying. In the comic. Oh, in the comic they revealed this. Yeah. Oh, okay. And it's what the is it? Solo Thanos series. Okay. Now I want you to guess. How am I gonna guess his no, real name? It's because it's, it's not. It's not. Yeah, no, it's not. It's not that type of name. <laughs> it's like a generic. What? Like, like it's like not Bill. Not as generic as like not as generic as Bill, but pretty much. <laughs> It's not like it's, it's it's like it's almost like George kind of. Are you not, serious? Yeah, but not as not, oh. it's not as generic. I have no idea, but just that that makes I, me sad. I give, I give you I give you a hint. All like right. after I saw his name, I was like, oh, he black. Tyrone. <laughs> no, it's not Tyrone. Okay, well, give me the first letter. Give me D. A D. Dennis. That's not black. <laughs> I've known black Dennis's. Uh, Drake. <laughs> Darnell. No. Uh, I, I don't know. It's Dion. Dion? <laughs> oh my God. That is like a black Nick. <laughs> oh, that's like, so, that's like the male equivalent of like Shaniqua or something. <laughs> Thanos' name is Dion. Wow. It, how, is it spelled D I O N? D E O N. <laughs> so literally Dion. Oh. oh wait, actually no D no D I O N E. Wait, hold on, let me see. Yeah, D I O N E. D I O N E. Dion. Maybe it's like Dion. Cause Dion is straight up like yo my nigga Thanos. He <laughs> he grew up in Newark. And then he got these Infinity Gems. He blew up, and now he forgot where he came from. <laughs> but yeah, basically, in issue fourteen of Thanos, Thanos' ongoing Marvel comic series, an older version of the supervillain reveals that Susan, his mother, named her bouncing baby boy Dion before she Wait, died. Back it up. I didn't even know his mother had a name. Susan. Susan. S U I dash S A N. Susan. That shit is Susan. <laughs> what is going I mean, on? Her name is D. His name is something Dion. <laughs> Susan. What's up, Susan? Yo, Susie! What's going on in the Mad Titan world, bruh? So, Dion. His father was Tyrone. <laughs> he's, like, he's like, that's not that intimidating. How am I going to wield the Infinity Gauntlet in my name, Dion? Susan was purple. His father was Tyrone in black. And then they had a kid. But I'm like, I'm like that moment in. Uh, and coming to America, where they're like, his name is Muhammad Ali. He's like, no, his mama named him Cash. His mama named him Cletus. I'm going to call him Cletus. <laughs> That's um, His mama named him Dion. I'm going to call him Dion. <laughs> oh, my God. That is fucking ridiculous. <laughs> I want there to be that moment like that in the Infinity War. Like, not, do I? I don't want any jokes. Somebody call him Dion? Yeah. <laughs> Shut the fuck up, Martin. <laughs> my name's Donos, okay? <laughs> I know your real name. <laughs> <laughs> I hope not. I don't want them to reference that at all. <laughs> I don't. I don't. I really. I'm just joking. Dion. What the fuck? <laughs> it's got to be pronounced different. It can't be pronounced Dion. That's just too normal. Dion. Yeah, like Dion. It's still like it's whatever. <laughs> whatever. It's the same bullshit with Susan. It's just, <laughs> it's just they put an accent mark on it. 
Anyway, uh, Chris Hemsworth has finished uh, filming his scenes for Avengers 4, which basically means he fulfilled his contract. His contract is up now. Okay, but he didn't die. Unless that's, they killed everybody, like we said. But, but he comes out and says, uh, I've just literally two days ago finished Avengers 4, and that's my contract. My pre-existing contract is oh, done. shit, he said it. So it's kind of like, wow, that's it. Two or three films ago, I was like, okay, a couple more. I was enjoying it, but I felt like... <laughs> and then I that felt, Ragnarok money yeah, hits. <laughs> I, I, felt, I felt a little restricted. And after the and after this last experience with, with, with Taika, and actually these last two Avengers films, I feel like we've reinvented the character a number of times, even in these next two. He evolves again, and you don't get that opportunity often in a franchise. Oh, wait, do they wrap the, the Infinity War parts one and two together? I'm guessing. Yeah, okay, wow. I, I, I think I heard that somewhere, too. And he said, back so, back. I definitely feel a renewed sense of excitement and enthusiasm, and more so than I ever, than I ever, I think. So, he basically says he's also, he's willing to come back and renew his contract if... Once you get a taste of that Ragnarok money. <laughs> yeah. He said, I also I also think there's an appetite for it now, or there's a far greater range of possibilities of where he can go now mm-hmm. or what he can do, just because we've kind of broken the mold a bit. Yeah. And I also think part of it, I think I think a lot of them are probably uh where they were gonna not not gonna renew their contract before. I think now this news with Disney and Fox was like, Oh, I get to play with the X Men now? Eh, that kinda intrigues me a little bit because yeah, he, he kind of said i'm talking about the the actors i don't mean the average actor i mean because because it because thor kind of said he was like actually i would like to have see thor interact with the x-men oh he said that he said that oh wow yeah okay i mean i think it's also just the fact that he had fun filming ragnarok and you can i love you can tell the kid like by the chemistry in movies with the actors how much fun they had on set i, I feel like taika watiti gave him free reign there's a lot of improvisational stuff mm-hmm it didn't have to be as serious and as gloomy and you know whatever faux sh- Shakespearean as the first two. I feel like this was way more in Chris Hemsworth's wheelhouse. Yeah, because he said previously before, like before Ragnarok, he was starting to get bored with Thor. I mean, we were too. <laughs> well, I'm talking about the movies. I'm talking about the character. I'm talking about the character itself. But I mean, well, no, I like Thor in like the Avengers movies. That's the Avengers movies. I'm talking about his solo film. That's what I just said. You were talking about the movies. I'm talking about the character. He was talking about the character itself, not the movies. But then but the char- the he Avengers was getting movies, bored of playing the character. Yeah, but in the Avengers movies, he's not the lead. And he's not like he he's like a side character. But even still, he was still getting bored of playing the character, even as not even as a side character. Yeah, but I can see that after being worn down by his like Thor one and Thor two. Even though I don't mind Thor one. Yeah, I like Thor one. Yeah, Thor two has its moments, but it's just I can see for somebody like Chris Hemsworth where he does seem like he genuinely enjoys the funny stuff, especially he's great comedic timing. He does. I can see him just really having a ball on the Thor Ragnarok set. So like having him keep portraying that character. But, see, but he also movies. says even the way he's portrayed in Avengers three and four, he like the character evolves even more. Yeah, it's gotta it's gotta be like an extension from Ragnarok. So it has to be. Yeah. I don't think he's gonna go back to a thousand those and you know you know what I'm saying like back to the experience talks. Thine bosom. Yeah. <laughs> no, if they do that anymore, it's gonna be as a joke. They've got they've, they're like no, we like Surfer Thor now. <laughs> Which character wise, there is an explanation for that. Like he just has been on Earth so long, or like interacted with Earthlings so much that now he's become like a dude, bro. Yeah, I mean he was kind of that in the uh, first Thor movie. Another. Yeah. 
So I, can, I, I buy it. I like I like his arc as Thor. Well, like when he hung up his uh, his his uh, Mjolnir, his on, Mjolnir the, uh, on the on the, the rack. rack. Yeah, coat rack. <laughs> that was a two. And, right? th- and Thor too. Yeah. yeah. Just don't give me any more Cat Dennings. <laughs> I like Mew Mew. <laughs> no. <laughs> Mew Mew. Or Natalie Portman. No. Make Valkyrie. If you go that route, make Vac- Valkyrie Thor, Lady Thor. Tessa Thompson. Yeah, Tessa Thompson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, this news. Oh, I jerked off to this news so much. This okay. news got me so excited. Wow. Well, granted, they could also they could also kill my kill my orgasm because it might not be what I think it is, but I think it is because I'm like, who else would it be? But anyway, enough of that cock tease. <laughs> I'm like, what is it? What is this news? Dewanda Wise, who currently plays the lead and she's all that on uh Netflix. Okay. Haven't watched it, but okay. I haven't watched it either, but She's been cast in Captain Marvel as okay. the co-lead opposite Brie, co-female lead opposite Brie Larson. Okay. And Wait, is this a black woman? Yes. Oh fuck you. No. Yes. Is it the character? I hope so. Oh, they haven't said where it is. They haven't said they haven't said who she's playing. But I'm like, who else? A co-lead. Who else would yeah. she be? You don't even know her name. You just like, is that the black woman? No, it's a. Uh... What's, what is her ah, name? You have failed part bi- vision. Binary? No. no, that's that's binary is Captain Marvel's ultimate form. No, oh, fuck. What's her name? You you say it all the time. Rambo. Monica Rambo. Monica Rambo. There we go. The original female Captain Marvel. Funny enough. I don't want that to be true just because you'd be right. And then, then you're misprediction, Ed. <laughs> well, I mean, but I'm like, who else would it be, though? That's why I'm, I think you're right. I'm like, some ran, you cast a random black woman. To be a co-lead. Yeah. That's the, that's the word that was like, what? A co-lead? And she's black? Huh? Who else would it be? How's that going to work? But it's like funny. It's like they say this and then it's like she has like two scenes. Like her name is Monica, but she doesn't get her powers. Kind of like Hellcat and Jessica Jones. She doesn't become Hellcat. But but this is the past. Maybe she's gonna yeah. It takes place maybe in the nineties. Captain Marvel. No, like to simplify the origin. You mean her? No. Yeah, make lamp. Make the Carol's Captain Marvel. No, no, no. Marvel, the original Captain Marvel, the the alien. No, dude. uh, Jude Law was cast as Marvel. Oh, they already said that. Yeah. Never mind. Then I, it has to be her. <laughs> it has to be her. It Who else would her. it be? And I'm like. Oh, it has to be. Give me fucking Monica. Like I've been wanting Monica. What if it's Monica Rambo without powers? I'll be mad. You be mad. I'll be mad. But I'll still. I well, I'll be annoyed. I won't be mad because I'm like maybe that maybe maybe it'd be like like uh what's his face? Rhodey in Iron Man One was next like time. next time, baby, and then he becomes War Machine in the next movie. But this is in the past. Well, yeah. So obviously, I mean, I'm pretty sure in the '90s, like it's gonna establish her, where, where, where has she been all this time, and then I guess in part two, she's gonna be in the kind of like Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman takes took place in the past. I know, but there has to be some kind of time weirdness for her to be. So I don't know. She's oh, she's off in space somewhere, but she's she's trapped in space. No, not necessarily. How? What? That's like 20 years later. It's in the 80s. Yeah, but if she's in somehow space travel or time travel, I don't know. She doesn't have to age. They could figure that out. But then how's Monica not age? They could bring her the same way Same way Carol doesn't age. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. It has to be something like, like a portal or a time warp or a dimension jump. They get lost in space something. or some shit, and then yeah. they the Infinity Gauntlet somehow opens up a wormhole, and they come back. Yes. Yeah, it has to be something. It's just a, a weird leap to make if it's two people. So I'm saying I think she's gonna be Chris Pine if that's the case, where she might die. 
or she no, might be old. They're not going to do that. You know how much outrage? <laughs> you know how many black, especially black women. You know how many that that how would be many, a real, that would many, be a real controversy. No, how many black women know who Monica Rambeau is in the comics? That are, that are fans of the comics. That are comic book fans. There how are, many comic book fans are there? I mean, there's like a small percentage that are the movie audience for these things. Yeah, comic book fans are a small percentage, but yeah. usually comic book fans, in terms of like what gets pushed in like articles and fandom and stuff like that and then what gets pushed in the general public it's enough of us where look at this like three fucking tweets and a whole bunch of I'm articles I'm not saying there won't be nerd rage but I don't think it's gonna be like a, like oh this fucking movie it's gonna be like 10 really vocal black girls like are you fucking kidding and you <laughs> and me and you and then it'll go into then that those 10 vocal fans will get pushed into articles on comicbook.com yeah possibly and then yeah. comicbook.com will be pushing like variety and then <laughs> all that shit like Chris like when Chris Pine died in uh, Wonder Woman. They're not going to kill... They're not going to... I'm getting off this podcast. <laughs> what? What did I do? Because <laughs> you're putting it in the air. <laughs> Fuck that. Just like people got mad that C. Trevor got killed. They were like, oh, you killed C. No, Trevor. Ah! No, no. It's not the same, no. no Steve same. Trevor has no comic book... <laughs> Bruh, people were mad. There were some really mad DC DC fanboys. Give me fucking Monica. I'm like, this news actually makes me more excited. I'm like, I don't really care about Brie Larson as Cap. Uh, give me the original Captain Marvel, fucking Monica Rambeau, the first female Captain Marvel. Nah, man, we weren't ready for a black superhero other than Black Panther right now. <laughs> no, give me Monica. Ran like, like I said, I I've, been, I I've been wanting Monica in the movies like since the beginning, and I've been wanting a Monica solo comic series for a long time. Yeah, but they want to do that thing. You know, it has to be a white girl at the door first. And even though Gal Gadot did it, so it's like, fuck, man, give me some diversity now. But no, Marvel yeah, has like, to push that white woman first. At one point, she was like, Cap she was like I said, she was Captain Marvel. She was the Marvel brand. But then they're like, nah, we'll I give I feel like they're going to save the diversity of the Marvel, Captain Marvel brand for Miss um, Marvel, the, the Indian girl. Well, technically, their diversity is Captain Marvel. First woman superhero. Yeah, but like I said, it's got to be a white person out the door first. <laughs> That's usually what it is. So yeah. It's got to be a white person first. Yeah. So then we'll get the maybe the the Indian Miss Marvel later down the line. And then maybe we'll get Monica. No, she's going to die. <laughs> no, fuck you. <laughs> we'll have Miles and Miss Marvel down the line. So that'll be our diversity. Maybe. I, I hope Riri one day. I really want to Riri Williams Iron Man movie. I mean, maybe one day. I want it to be maybe, Iron Man 4. Maybe years down the line. I hope I, if Iron Man dies in Infinity War, I want the next Iron Man movie to be Riri Williams. But if anything, I hope they do. If they introduce Riri, I hope they do it better than they did in the comics. Yes, agreed. Because in the comics, yeah, in the comics, she just showed up. There was no mentorship between Tony and Riri. Yeah. There was no moment where they really there was like one scene where he he was like looking her up or whatever and that's how he knew about her but they have they never had any type of mentor mentee relationship she's just like well i'm the only one that could build the suit so i'll show up as iron man there's actually a really easy way to do it and just have it she's not related at all yeah let her, her be like related to roadie exactly and have her be a genius that he brings in to help him when iron man's gone and then, oh, it turns out she's she's such a genius. And then Rhodey gets hurt somehow. And now she takes the mantle of Iron Man, and she's now Ironheart. I, hey, fuck that! No Ironheart. I just I was still not Ironheart, Iron, 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 Iron Woman. I would rather Iron Woman than Ironheart, to be honest. So I'm like, if they go Riri, I, like I said, I let them. I want to see a moment where they interact at least, like 
this some type of mentor mentee relationship unlike the comics where she just shows up i honestly which i don't i which i kind of blame marvel for that more so than bendis because they had to like hurry up because they had to uh oh civil war 2 is coming we got to hurry up and wrap this shit up yeah i mean honestly though i i would like for it not even to be a thing where they call her iron woman or iron heart like in an ideal world like i was hoping they were gonna do with the comics is keep it a secret like not have the like the the enemies of the world know that the person in the suit is a woman or a man. Have it be like a vocal, like a voice modulation change. Not have her have a slim-lined female suit with boobs and shit. It's like, well, I mean, but everybody knows Iron Man is Tony Stark. So you, what you want everybody to still think is Tony Stark, where it's really Riri. Be unconfused about it, or, or not know who it is. You know what I mean? Don't broadcast that it's a teenage girl in the Iron Man suit. Just be like. Is that Iron Man? I thought he was dead. Like that kind of thing. Keep calling it Iron Man. I just don't like when Clandest- they give clandestine man. <laughs> I just don't like when they give like unnecessary boob armor to women. Like, why does Iron Man suit have boobs? Yeah, I there agree. is no reason to have boobs in the Iron Man suit. Because we have to show us a woman. Exactly, but you don't have to do that. Like, you can have it be slim. But even in Infinity War, the suit's slimmer. Like that could still be it. People would think Pepper's in that suit. So let Riri women have a suit like that, but not be so obvious that I'm a girl in a suit. Like have it, and, and keep the Iron Man name going. I like that instead of it being Iron Heart. Like it just th- th- something like that makes it just like a placeholder. Like you told me about fucking wait, was it you told me Miles Morales gonna change his name? Yeah, that was last week's news. And I read that it's gonna be called Spy D, S P Y D. I know, I told you that. Oh, you told me that. Yeah. Fucking dumb, Spy D. What? <laughs> That's just like he's the Black Spider Man. He's got slang. Oh wait, no, I don't think I told you that. Okay, I read that online then. And I was like, and I think it's a rumor right now. Yeah, right now it's a rumor, but but I was just like, still, ew, like yeah, Spy D. You're just broadcasting that you're the other Spider-Man now, and that's exactly why I didn't want from Miles Morales. Which doesn't so I even make doesn't even make Spy D. Like I get so Spidey, but it's not even spelled that way. Like you can't say that naturally without just being Spidey. Like what's Spidey? Hey, Spy D. And I guess they're trying to pull into the fact that he can go invisible. But it's like, yeah, I guess that's actually a good point. I didn't think about that. But still, who cares? <laughs> I don't. It it just makes him the Black Spider Man. You're Spider Man. You're Spider Man. Kind of like kind of like Valzad. Like people say Valzad. It's like no, he's Superman. His name is Val. Nobody calls nobody calls Kal-El or Clark. Kal-El. They don't say it's Kal-El. No, he's Superman. Valzad is Superman in his in his Earth. Yeah, he's Superman. No, but that's exactly like. that's why like when i post like pictures of my cosplay i'll put superman first and then i'll say hashtag valzad just so little people know who he is but it's like i address him as superman that's why i like with this phone case right i'm like i I get upset with the phone case because it says says instead of superman yeah that's why i don't when people will talk about like the importance of these mantles it's like they're they're the brand like you have like it's not enough to just be the black spider-man the black superman like and and to give them a name like War Machine or something, like, this makes you the de facto Black Iron Man. But if you take the mantle Iron Man, then I mean, you so are I don't Iron have Man. A war Machine because it's a completely different type of suit. I use an example, but you know what I mean. Like yeah. just that that pegs him as forever. You are not Iron Man. You are his black friend. <laughs> You're not Spider Man. You are black his black friend. friend. <laughs> you are not Iron Man. You are his black. Girl protege. <laughs> it's like, you know what I mean? So I, I hate... You're not Superman. You're his black brother that nobody cares about. <laughs> is he his black brother? They're... He's Cousins. A, no, no. Uh, Val is... Val was... Uh, his uh, Clark Kalal's parents adopted him because his parents died. 
and like a political protest on Krypton. So he had, they adopted him. And so he's his adopted brother. Falzad L? Co- technically, yeah. Oh, I didn't remember that. I read the Earth they, But they, they, didn't give him the, they didn't give him the L. It's just Valzad. No relation to Zod, though, right? Not not the Zod that we know. Yeah. No. Which is confusing. That's, that's, that's another thing. I'm like, I'm confused. Why give him Valzad if you're not going to connect him to the general Zod? Yeah. yeah. It's just confusing. Whatever. But yeah, that was a they're long just, tangent they're just, about- They're just black people named Zod. Yeah. This is a long tangent about black people and black superheroes and like the, the importance of like the brand. Like it's it's not enough just to be like he's a black version. Like give him the. You're title. not Captain America. You're really back to Falcon. Ca- you're yeah, back, nice Falcon you're back to Falcon. <laughs> uh, don't get me started on that shit. <laughs> like the comic, I don't have a problem where they named it Captain America Sam Wilson. I don't have a problem with that because there were two Captain America books going. There was both the Steve Rogers book and the Sam Wilson. So no, I don't have a problem with the distinguished slippery slope. That's why I had a problem with it. Just like Ultimate Spider-Man, Miles Morales. Guess where we are now? Spidey. <laughs> Guess where but that is? made Falcon. no sense because there was no other Spider-Man going on. So it doesn't make sense to call it Ultimate Spider-Man, Miles Morales. But at least with the, like this Captain America, there were two Captain America books going on. So I get for in terms of- There wasn't of brand, a Spider-Man book going on? Uh, when, once Miles Morales became Spider-Man, it was just that. Spider, what was it called? Ultimate Spider-Man, Spider-Man, Miles Morales? It was called Ultimate Spider-Man, Miles Morales. Even after he went to 616? No, when he went to the 616, it's just Spider-Man. Oh, there was no Miles Morales then? No, it was just Spider-Man. Oh, okay. All right. Like I said, though, it's just a slippery slope. <laughs> it's just like the first time you change the name, it's like, oh, here we go. Oh, you're going to backslide. Like, Miss Marvel has been Carol Danvers for decades, but there's no Miss Marvel, Kamala Khan. It's just Miss Marvel. Yeah, because we all know she's never going to take the mantle of Captain Marvel ever. Again, again, yeah. Yeah, fucking... Are you angry? <laughs> anyway. Oh no, not again. I'm saying Miss Marvel. I'm flipping it in my head. She's not gonna take the Cam Mantle of Miss Marvel again. Yeah. Ever. You don't there's no point. Because Captain Marvel himself wasn't a big enough hero to warrant that. But like all these other heroes, yeah, it's like a ticking timer once they take Which the Which even now it's like I don't Captain Marvel like give it back to give it back to Monica. <laughs> is she alive? Give yeah, she's in the Ultimates. Oh wow. She's probably what is her name then? Spectrum. Spectrum, whatever. <laughs> yeah, because like her spectrum, powers, are, binary. Yeah, her powers are about light, and so spectrum, spectrum. But she's had, she's had many. She's, she's been Captain Marvel. She's been Spectrum. Oh no, she's been Photon. Yeah, she's been. Now she's. Then she was just Monica. Then she was Spectrum. But I mean, they all did it because I mean, uh, Captain Marvel was Miss Marvel. Then she was Warbird. It would been nice to have her be the, the actual Captain Marvel character, Monica Rambeau. Yeah, only because as is. She's like a the fa- less the face of Marvel, and yeah, she was face the of Marvel, and she was the leader of the Avengers at one point in the eighties. She led the Avengers. Rambo, yeah, Rambo. She oh, led wow. the Avengers. I, I just mean like right now, Captain Marvel, uh, Carol Danvers. She's very much just a, a less likable Cap, uh, Steve Rogers, like a way less likable Steve Rogers. Yeah, pretty so much. So it's like at least it was Monica Rambeau. We had a good writer behind her. It would be a very different viewpoint from Steve Rogers, where at least she has like the minority perspective. But this, you know, comics, whatever. <laughs> and I mean, I kind of get it from a from a stamp from the standpoint of, technically speaking, Monica has no collect connection to Marvel. Like, 
Carol got her powers from Marvel. So where did Rambo get her powers? She it was like some I think it was like a science experiment going wrong or something like that. Oh, okay. Well. So I mean it makes sense. I mean I get it from that standpoint, but still. But Carol Dunn was not an interesting character. So she if she had di- like would anybody really complain? I know the, the comic book world because it's racist as fuck. But would anybody really complain if Carol Danvers died and someone took the mantle Captain Marvel? Would people really be that mad about that? <laughs> no, no. Like Ca- who the fuck is a Carol Danvers? Car- fan? Carol Danvers cosplayers. <laughs> That's it. Oh, I don't know. A white girl can't have another cosplay. Oh, boo-hoo. <laughs> you could be anything else. You have enough silk cosplayers being white. I'm getting mad for Jamie right now. <laughs> Jamie's possessing me just now. It's like, ah, Asians. <laughs> really, yeah. really far side note, though. Uh, I recently read Silk and uh, America Chavez just because like, I-, I saw a lot of hate for the SGW Marvel online. Yeah, they canceled. They canceled America they canceled, Chavez. Then they canceled Silk, and too? they canceled Iceman, and I think Silk is getting canceled too. Yeah, but I Luke, wanted to, Luke Cage was canceled. Yeah, I didn't read those. I just I just read my, uh, America Chavez and Silk just to see what they were like. <sighs> They're not good. No, I'm gonna side with the people which I hate, but I'm siding with people that are like, I. I they're wrong in general terms, but I understand why there is a hate for SJW, what people perceive to be Social Justice Warrior Marvel. Because a lot of the books that seem like force minorities, not Miles Morales, but like uh, at least those two books I read, they were really weak. And I feel like but I that's think, where the ire comes from. Where think, they're not but I think books. the biggest problem with that is, and, and this is the thing I hate, if you're going to push obscure characters or brand new characters, stop giving them to these new comic book writers. Yes, like I agree because I think you, both of them are written by women who I don't know about Silk. Who, but I know America Chavez is written by a woman who I don't think has a comic book background. No, or even like uh, Cinna Grace, who's who's written uh, Iceman. I don't think he has a comic book background either. They just went and ran hired hired a gay guy. Really? Yeah. To but write. See, here's the problem with that: the people they choose have an angle. That's what the the biggest issue with America Chavez. It it reads like like bright level of simplicity where they're just beating you over the head with Spanish. They're beating you over the head with like things that are cringy, but I guess people think I mean, it's that how I don't necessarily have a problem with because in the, in the aspect of we've never seen it before. So of course you want to get something you never seen before. But my point is just, I don't mind a Spanish character speaking Spanish. I mind when uh, the writer's uh, social stance, like, it, it reads like a manifesto. It reads like the, the person is pulling from their own experiences and it's very heavy-handed with the message. Like, extremely heavy-handed. So when you do that, you create that ire with the people who are like, this is just a forced comic book anyway, and you kind of give credence to that argument because it, it reads forced. It reads like, this is paper thin what you're trying to say here. I get, especially America Chavez. That shit is... Silk isn't as bad in that, but America Chavez, it... it shoves down the fucking SJW like like uh, social stance down your throat like it's all about strong minority women spiritual women it's all about like uh, black girl magic kinda it's not really black girl magic but it's basically that. she's not black no she's black well she's she's black in Spanish isn't she or just Spanish no she's just Spanish she's Spanish but and she's overpowered like her powers are crazy so it's well, she's like very, she's very strong she's extremely overpowered She's got dimensional powers. Yeah, she's like, yeah, she's she, she's like super strong. And she's shit. not she's not from this dimension. Like she can punch through. That's how. That's one of her powers. She can punch through dimensions and hop dimensions. 
No. <laughs> That's how she was introduced in the uh, young in the Young Avengers. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. And they didn't do anything with it to make it interesting. Like that's, a, that's an interesting premise. But when you got somebody that's so strong that it's punched through dimensions, but, then, but I mean, like, you, but you can say that about a lot of characters. Like the Hulk is OP. But then she's just fighting the government. Basically, she's just fighting like like really. It's not even that the government's racist, but it's it's very obvious that it's like the white establishment versus the minority people, basically. I just haven't read it, so then Cat's like, "Wow, it's <laughs> shit, man." <laughs> no, I haven't read it. Okay, but well, it's. I think with well, yeah, but that's my like. If you're gonna do something like America Chavez, who nobody really knows unless you read Young Avengers, but even then, she wasn't a mainstay for Young Avengers. It's like put somebody like Bendis or put somebody like Christopher Priest. Yeah, Bendis could do it. Put somebody. Well, old Bendis. Yeah, old Bendis. <laughs> I don't know about Spider-Man Two Bendis. Yeah, not that, not that Bendis. No. Or put somebody like Jeff Lemire, like um, an A-list writer. Put them on these smaller books, so then once yeah. more people start reading them and become interested in the characters, then you could give it to the newer writers to give them a chance to like cut their teeth on these characters. You know what it is too? Because like if you give it to these new writers that that have no comic book background, because that's another thing. That, oh, and she's lesbian. Yeah, I know. That's another big thing in the book where it's like, like oh, I think she's bi. So it's like oh, it's like yeah, she's, she's how bi. the Latina side. Like, uh, kind of coalesces with the, the, no, the I think queer side. No, I think she's a lesbian. I thought she was bi. Whatever. The point is, it, there is an LGBT, like, slant on it. Where, like, you could just see that the writers are, like, just forcing that into the story. Because, you know, I mean, you're right. It is because And then not just the that. writers, the art, too. Because a lot of these new books, they be like, the art sucks. They, that's another thing. Silk and Chavez have terrible art. At least to me. Not so, compared to, like, Miles Morales or, like, the Ultimate books. Yeah, so started. it's like, you want, if you want to sell these obscure characters, give them to the big writers. Yeah. And then give it to the ups like instead of giving like fucking uh, Avengers, just like you gave uh, what's his name to Thor, Jane Foster, Jason Aaron. You gave Jason Aaron to Jane Foster Thor, which who's a big A list writer at Marvel. That did well. Yeah, and he's pushed her like the Jane Foster books have been selling pretty well. And but had you have given it the- to a, have you have given it to a lesser writer, it probably would have been canceled long ago. But see, like and that's the thing where like that. When there was an initial pushback when it was announced, but you didn't really hear people complaining about it as it was going. Cause I think this, I didn't read it, but I think the story was decent. But Jane I, Foster, yeah, yeah, like people love the Jane Foster Thor. And I don't books. think it it shoved the message of it being female empowerment down your throat. Like it just in its actions, it was that, but it didn't have to like drive the message home. Like it, re- American Chavez reads like this is somebody with a a, a very right, a very right perspective. You know what I mean? Like a very liberal perspective. And it, but it reads like that. It's not but like the I've actions heard, of the but character. But I've heard the same thing as about the Iceman book. They said most of the book is just him going out on dates, figuring out how, you know, figuring out the whole gay thing. There wasn't much, there wasn't, there wasn't much superheroing in it. See, these are people so with I like, which I, I mean, I haven't read it, but I'm just like, yeah, that's granted. That's not to say he can't go out on dates. Cause most of, a lot of Spider-Man shits is about him and his love life and all that other stuff. That's true. But it's a lot of, but it's still, wrapped in the veil of him being a superhero fighting Doc Ock but still trying to bone Black Cat yes or, but it's it's because these books are already have this stigma of these these are oh you, you just have a political agenda you're trying to get across and then when the book really leans into that the backlash is harder and I'm not even gonna blame the writers completely because like you mentioned these things aren't seen in comics so like when they are in the comics I feel like the writers have a pressure 
maybe it's not a, a actual pressure, but maybe a pressure like in themselves. They're like, I need to lean into this because no one else is. Like it, kind of like how when there's a black person in anything, and it's only one or a few black people, they have to represent all black people. Just like Iceman has to represent all gay stories. America Chavez has to represent all Latina and queer stories. Like so, it's it's a thing where they feel like themselves. They themselves feel like they have to um, really lean heavily into these political agendas because no one's talking about them. So I get it, but you give ammo to the people who are just like, oh, this is only a SJ. This is only made because SJW warriors wanted this. That's stupid. I don't know why they were canceled anyway. Because like, truth of the matter is, comics don't make their money. Comics don't sell really. Only no. like, only like, like shit. No, I didn't realize how low numbers were for comics. Yeah, only like three comics, maybe sold over like a hundred sell over like a hundred thousand copies i regularly get more people looking at my ig posts than p- comics are sold pretty yeah basically <laughs> like if i put a web comic up on my ig page i would have better numbers than silk <laughs> like for the most part the average like they consider like thirty thousand and all that stuff like considered yeah that's considered a lot but it's like really in the grand scale of things not really no. so it's like for the most part like marvel makes their money from merchandising and the movies so yeah. it's like so if something's selling twelve thousand comics. Granted, that's that's low, and it, but that's still I feel like that's still enough where you, you should still keep the comic going. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I agree like, with that. I think the month they canceled Iceman, it was selling like fifteen thousand comics. I want to read Iceman now just to see if it's like America Chavez and Silk. It's Silk is a different problem. Silk is they don't lean, which is funny. They don't lean hard enough in the fact that she's Asian, but instead the problem with that that comic is. It's exactly like why am I not just reading Peter Parker Spider Man? Like it's basically Peter Parker Spider Man, but she's Asian, and Spider Gwen is doing way better than Silk. But have you read Spider Gwen? Uh, I've I've seen the YouTube videos, but that's okay. also but they but they have the luxury of taking place in a completely different universe. That's what I'm saying Spider Gwen has the same appeal of like Ultimate Marvel, where it's like a it becomes like a thing where oh so like what is this world like? What is the Sinister Six of Gwen, Spider Gwen's world? What is the Venom of this world? What like it's just all these cool like um, classic Spider-Man things that now can have a completely new, fresh twist. So Spider-Gwen is almost like the new Ultimate Marvel. But I mean, which is also still- like, why the fuck did they take Miles Morales out of the Ultimate Universe? <laughs> but I mean, they can, <laughs> still, the they can still do it if they knew it, like, like the whole angle where Black Cat is now her main villain, Silk. Yeah. I mean, that's interesting. Like She's, she's just new- Spider-Man. She, she's, she's basically her, she's basically Parker's version of Kingpin. No, <laughs> but like we're, we're going, we're going on with oh all this, god. and I still have more news. <laughs> oh god! Oh god! We're like a four-hour podcast right now. Without Jamie, we have no time management. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. You want a comic tangent? Like, yeah, we. And I'm like, I, I could have kept going, but I'm like, I still have more news. <laughs> Put a pin in that Iceman for rapid fire reviews next week. All right, let's go. <laughs> But yeah, uh, with that, uh, Rosario Dawson, they posted a picture. She's coming back for Daredevil and Iron Fist, but they didn't mention Luke Cage. Okay. For season three and season two of Iron Fist. So yeah, for her. Motherfucker. Continuing with her being the Nick Fury of that universe. Yeah, but they have Iron Fist and Luke Cage, but not Luke Cage and Iron Fist. No, Daredevil and Iron Fist, but they didn't mention Luke Cage. They said she's coming back for oh, she's okay. coming back for season three of Daredevil, and she's coming back for season two of Iron Fist, but they didn't mention that she's coming back for season two of Luke Cage that'd be weird that'd be very weird they're a couple 
maybe they won't be anymore. Just the beginning of the season, oh, we broke up. Like, yeah, we, bro- we broke up. <laughs> that is not what happened last she comes, time. She comes back in Daredevil like, yeah, we broke up. And they fuck. <laughs> <laughs> she just goes from like from chapter to chapter or show to show fucking people. I mean, like I said, it doesn't mention she's come back in Luke Cage, so. No, she better. I'll be pissed. <laughs> but also, uh, with this uh, guy that chose all these flavors, but he ch- instead of all these flavors, he chose the salt. <laughs> okay, who? The co-director of one of the worst Marvel movies to ever fucking exist, ever, Ghost Rider, The Spirit of Vengeance. Oh, okay. Had the nerve. The audacity. The nerve. <laughs> to? To come out of his face <laughs> and say this. The Marvel Studios movies, I just don't understand it at all. <laughs> what? I have to be honest. They seem very long to me. <laughs> what? I got to be careful the way I say this. I just don't get them. I'm kind of bored with them, and I don't find them particularly entertaining. I think they're really well made in terms of craft. The action is really good. They're technically really great. Where is the the complaint then? I don't understand. They have a lot of actors that I love, but I just don't get it. What do you mean don't get it? You said it's too long. I'm sorry, I keep interrupting. <laughs> he says, uh, he says, I kind of like making rate. I kind of like making rated R movies. They don't make too many of those. Logan and Deadpool were fantastic. I think rated R comic book movies could really work, and they can be great. I don't know why Suicide Squad was not rated R. Pause. Was Ghost Rider 2 rated R? No. I don't think so. I don't think so either. All right. He says, that just seemed like an obvious movie that should have been rated R. And that was that's all he of, said? That, that's all he said. All right. You take this L. Just, just hold this L. Brian, Ghost Rider 2 director. Brian Taylor, co-director of Ghost Rider Spirit of Vengeance. First of all, co director, <laughs> who the fuck cares what you have to think? You made like the equivalent of Avatar The Last Airbender for Marvel movies. To be fair, I like Ghost Rider 2 more than Ghost Rider 1. They were both trash. Yes, they are. It's just one had sprinkles on the shit. <laughs> as opposed so to the it's other like, one. how dare you come out your face and say these Marvel movies, they bore me? He didn't even did he say bore, he said they're long. He said they, they he, he, that's one of them, he said they, they're long and they bore me. How, but everything else he said was like, like the action. Yeah, I like the action. Great actors, I like the movies. They, I like the actors. Good story. They're, te- they're technically great. So I was like, what are you complaining about? But they're he's long like, and they bore He's him. like, but I don't get it. I don't get it. Put that in quotes. And it's like, that's why you made Ghost Rider 2. <laughs> <laughs> it's like Jodie Foster. I don't like these movies, but if they give me a thought-provoking character, I wouldn't mind being in one. Haters. <laughs> Even in Hollywood, there's haters. <laughs> it doesn't matter how big you get, Michael. Big or small, there are haters. God uh, damn it, I hate people. Yeah. I'm petty as fuck my Instagram right now. <laughs> Shout out to my DCEU fanboys. <laughs> but anyway, Paramount is going all in with their Hasbro universe. With their four films, G.I. Joe, Dungeons and Dragons. Wait, what? And Micronauts in an untitled Hasbro film. So the first film that's going to hit theaters for their Hasbro universe will be G.I. Joe. That's set to premiere. This. Why do they start with the franchise we've already done? The G.I. Joe. And it's reboot. It's not the same G.I. Joe from like The Rock and all that shit. No, I think I think it's a continuation of that, but it's I don't think they're the rock and all of them are gonna be in it. Uh, okay. Soft reboot. Yeah, so that's gonna be set to premiere March twenty seventh, twenty twenty. 
March 27th, this movie's coming out? March, not 2020. Oh, 2020. I'm like, yes. wow, that's soon. 2020. What the fuck? It's like, that's dead on arrival. That's like fucking the Dark Universe 2.0. What the fuck? And then seven months later, the Micronauts will be coming out. Oh, that's good. They're doing a DC where they just release the movies before they have a chance to even get a reaction to them. So when they're all shit, <laughs> they're going to be like, what happened? Well, Paramount's trying to get in this game. Because remember, I, na- I named of uh, the $5 billion club. I named Disney. I named Warner Brothers. I named Universal. I didn't name, I, I didn't name Paramount. That's crazy. So, and now Disney and Warner Brothers are the same a, thing. So they need a they need a franchise. Yeah, because they have a mono- I, I I I do think Disney kind of has a monopoly in terms of like like the big budget. Yeah, especially movies. now that they got Fox. Yeah. So they got, they got Avatar. Like I want them to get the rights because I love I want to see the X Men and the Avengers together. But at the same time, it's like yeah, they're gonna have Avatar they now. Got denied, they got all these. I would they got all these movies. Yeah. But yeah, then uh, Micronauts is coming out October sixteenth. 2020. I don't even know what the fuck Micronauts are. I, I vaguely remember that, but that's like a, just a Transformers ripoff. And then, topping it off, Dungeons and Dragons, which is not the Marlon Wayne's Dungeons and Dragons. This wow, you movie. remember that movie. That's crazy. I never saw it, but I heard it was trash. And then that comes out. They came out with a day for that. That's going to come out July 23rd, 2021. So we got an army movie, a robot toy movie, and Dungeons and Dragons. Dungeons and Dragons. And these things are supposed to fit together somehow. Hasbro Universe. They didn't. Who Who's the Thanos? Mr. Potato Head? Like, uh, <laughs> I was going to say. That's what I was just about to say. I was like, not listed in this universe is Mr. Potato Head, My Little Pony. And weren't they part of it? At least. Uh, yeah, uh, Mr. Potato Head and My Little Pony. Remember, oh, I named the, remember I named that list. Go back to that episode. Well, Michael, obviously that was too ridiculous. So we're only going to have... I still, remember your, I still remember your reaction when I said they're doing a My Little Pony movie. <laughs> Friendship is magic. That's one of my favorite news segments when I tell you that, like, and I say they're doing a My Little Pony movie. <laughs> I remember your face. You're like, what? What? <laughs> like, how does those things... But I mean, take out My Little Pony and put in Dungeons and Dragons. It makes even less sense. Well, no. If you if you a Dungeons and Dragons movie could be kind of epic. Is it Jumanji or is it we're just taking place in the fantasy world of Dungeons no, and Dragons? No, if, if if it just takes place in like the fantasy world, how does that combine with Micronauts and GI Joe? I get peanuts from Bar. <laughs> <laughs> like Dungeons and Dragons and My Little Pony would make more sense together than than these other things together. <laughs> At least there's more fantasies. I don't know, but. I can't wait to my Miss Potato Head is like the Galactus of this fucking universe. <laughs> Paramount. <laughs> oh yeah, they're gonna kill it. They're gonna they get are. seven billion. They're gonna get eight billion dollars. <laughs> they're like, oh, huh? Wait, why am I doing a, the, the, the Mickey Mo- the Mickey voice? Mickey's been I, laughing. I, I, gonna say, I don't know. I don't know the Paramount voice, but they're gonna be like, Disney. You think you gonna? You think your dick is big? Well, I'm Micronauts movie. <laughs> no, they're more like it's gonna fucking, destroy all your franchises. No, they're the nerd rage of the Paramount universe or the the, the Hollywood business. They're like, we're gonna make a, a Micronauts, and a Dungeons and Dragons, and GI Joe movie. <laughs> sure, Paramount. Sure, whatever you say. Drink your Mountain Dew, and you sit in the corner. <laughs> the fuck. I don't know. Seven billion dollars. <laughs> but. Uh, moving on, Animaniacs has gotten a two-season order huh? for Hulu, What? which will include the spinoffs of Pinky and the Brain. <laughs> so who's losing all their shit because the WB getting bought? So they're like, oh, we gotta get some shit. <laughs> Animaniacs. Yeah. That's cool. Animaniacs. Which would, include, which would also include Pinky and the Brain. Oh, wow. 
Elmira and the Brain. What? And okay. a related Tiny Toons Adventure series. Wow. Two season order for Hulu. So the quote from one of the writers is, we cannot wait to work because they're also doing it with Steven Spielberg. So we cannot wait to work with Steven Spielberg and the entire Amblin and Warner Brothers teams to bring more sketches, catchphrases, songs, and laughs from the Animaniacs to kids and adults everywhere, said Craig Edrich, who is the SVP of content. Now one of the most beloved, inventive, and funny animated franchises in history, Animaniacs, and its cast of witty characters can can live on on Hulu. This marks yet another big move for us as we continue our efforts to be the number one streaming destination for premium animated content. So they brought it back to potentially ruin it again. Or just ruin it, because... I don't know. I don't have faith in any of these things where they just bring things back for nostalgia's sake, but I mean... I. I liked Animaniacs. Animaniacs. I, I liked Animaniacs too. <laughs> but instead Hello, of just, nurse. But instead of just having to come back and re the reruns, nope, it's coming back and they're doing all new episodes. That nurse helped me reach puberty. <laughs> <laughs> no. That bitch was fine, son. Jessica Rabbit style. No. Okay. I, I'm gay. <laughs> so? You still appreciate a fine woman? I'm, I'm a guy. <laughs> a guy who likes to suck another oh, guy's guy. <laughs> Be- <laughs> Look, I'm comfortable. Xander, you shouldn't be listening to this episode. (laughs) It's like blurred vision, raw and uncut. Like I, 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 I'm comfortable with my sexuality to appreciate a fine man. No, we're not gonna talk about. We're not gonna talk about your opinion. Okay, that's a, that was one time. No, I was trying no, to be nice. No. Guys, you don't know what we're talking about. This no. is an inside joke between us. Really I'm not gonna bring. Joke. I'm not gonna bring it up because we're already like a hundred hours <laughs> on this podcast. Oh, come on, Chris Hemsworth is a good-looking guy. I can admit I that. You might <laughs> oh my god. No, <laughs> but no. <laughs> Fuck you. Oh god. Chris Evans is hot. Like I know that's, that's obvious. <laughs> You know what I mean? Obvious people. <laughs> whatever. I'm just saying. I think you should be able to appreciate. Anyway, whatever. I don't care. Fuck you. I'm moving on. With you. I'm moving on with you. I'm such a fucking nerd. <laughs> they 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 cast the live action Sabrina. Her name is Kiernan Shippa. This is what she looks like. Oh, she kind of looks like uh, what's her face. So, uh, what else has she's been on? Uh, I can't. You keep giving us this fucking this this Riverdale news. Like, do you even watch Riverdale? No. But I'm excited about Sabrina. Magic. Oh, Buffy. <laughs> but yeah, she's she's been on Mad Men and the feud of Betty and Joan. It's gonna be like runaways. It's gonna be like technology. So yeah, she she's playing she's playing live action Sabrina. Okay. All right. So I'm gonna watch at least the first couple episodes. Cause I yeah. am interested in Sabrina. I'm gonna bring back Alex Mack. <laughs> bring it all back. That would be cool to bring back Alex Mack. Like now you can that do was my it. show. Like remember those shitty ass puddle effects when she turned liquid? But back then that, that was that was top notch. Where back then it looked real. <laughs> when you look at it now, it's like this looks terrible. Full disclosure, I once had a nightmare about becoming liquid like Alex Mack. That's how like real it looked mm. to me back then. No, that wouldn't be a nightmare for me. It was scary. People stepped at me. It was not cool. <laughs> that would be like No, fuck that. Racist. Bring back Alan Strange. Remember Alan Strange? I do remember Alan Strange. The black Strange. kid alien. The black kid alien. Yeah. Yeah. Bring that back. <laughs> See, Jamie ain't here, so we go full black nerd. <laughs> and she's like, I don't know what these shows. She hasn't watched Static Shock. No. Which is still your fault. I know. <laughs> like, what are you doing? What are you, what are you doing? You gotta hold her down. Be like, watch this. <laughs> there are no Asian. Are there any Asian characters in Static Shock? I don't remember any. I don't think so. 
Damn. Okay. I think maybe one of the bang babies might be. Well, that goes without saying at some point. Everybody was like, a th- wasn't there a, a, an Asian kid that became a giant fat samurai? Or that different show? I'm like, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> I feel like it was a it was a kid. Maybe he wasn't even white, but it was a giant like video game samurai character. I don't remember that. All right, keep talking. I'm gonna look this shit up. I know I'm not crazy. If I <laughs> anyway, am move, as fuck. moving on. This is real quick. Atlanta is coming. They uh, finally announced when it's coming back for season two. Oh, did I you can, watch so, Atlanta? Yeah, show was great. Uh, March first, it's coming Ooh, back. So it's pretty soon. Happy birthday to me. When's your birthday? March thirteenth. Who cares? <laughs> <laughs> you bitch. <laughs> Whatever, you're still you're still old. Real quick, what is it called? The 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 big Asian sumo wrestlers. Never mind. Go ahead, keep going. Whatever. Anyway, uh, so uh, Fox announced what their new name because you know uh, once Disney buys it, they can't uh, Disney can't own the Fox Network because that'd be too much of a monopoly because they already own ABC. Okay. But just to distinguish themselves, once Disney, because I think Disney is going to keep the Fox name. Kind of like they kept Pixar and they kept Lucasfilm and they kept Marvel. So I think so because of that, I think to differentiate themselves from the their their original Fox brand with the new Fox television show that's going to be just focused on movies and stuff like that. It's just going to be called New Fox. That's what's called New Fox. So Disney Marvelify Fox, where it's like like brand new Marvel, brand new Fox. <laughs> well, that's just that's the TV state. The TV station is going to be New Fox. Because okay. I think I think Disney is going to keep Fox. 20th first century Fox. Yeah, 21st century Fox. Dun, dun, dun. Uh, can we have the um the the, the the intro to the Star Wars movies now? Remember Pro- it was like, da, 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 da. I think that's like, probably not. You know I don't I don't know. I don't know. You can have the same intro, just have like Disney on top of it. <laughs> like a Disney corporation. Da, 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 the spotlights and shit. I don't know. Remember how it would do that and it would pan up to the, the crawl? Yeah. Yeah. But I don't know. I kind of like that. New Fox. New Fox. Okay. Which, whatever. Also, I found it. Uh, Sumo is fucking really racist, so I can't even <laughs> sell Jamie on this. In Static Shock, there was a character called Sumo Kiri. I don't remember him. He was like a... It, he wasn't real. It was, it was like a kid... His bang baby ability was like he played a video game that was like a sumo wrestling game. Kind of like Street Fighter, where E-Honda, you know? And then he could manifest Sumo Kiri when he got angry or something. Kind of like the Hulk, I think. I don't know why I remember that. <laughs> I don't remember like things that are important, but I remember Sumo Kiri. What is wrong with me? Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't remember. Was it a Japanese voice actor? Oh, what? oh my God, it was an Asian guy. Mm, is he Asian? I can't even tell. Kevin Michael Richardson. He looks Asian. He's black. That's black? <laughs> what are you looking at? You're wearing glasses too. I mean, he's got, the, I don't want to say like the Asian eyes. I was thinking like, <laughs> you already did. <laughs> oh, I don't want Jamie hear this. <laughs> she probably would. I don't know. Does she listen when she's not on? I don't think so. <laughs> but I mean, to be fair, the, the voice, like Sumo Kuro's voice, he didn't really talk. Oh, he would say shit like like shit like that so I don't know if that's okay either <laughs> was that shit racist <laughs> I mean they dealt with racist issues yeah it was the 90s we weren't as PC back then what well, no it was 2004 oh shit it was the early 2000s Static Shock came out in 2004 still we, even then we weren't as PC as we are now I think that was the year Janet Jackson's titty came out <laughs> Nipplegate are you serious 2004 Nipplegate 
I'm not gonna look at what sex that came. That's a really weird detail to remember. That's like <laughs> <laughs> Nipplegate. I don't think you call it. Is it really called Nipplegate? Yeah, it's called Nipplegate. Yeah. No, it, it went off in 2004. Static Sex started in 2000. Oh. Yeah, 2004. So it ended. They, <laughs> so it ended. They canceled yeah. Static Shock. They canceled Static Shock because of Janet Jackson's titty. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, hell no. <laughs> we we got to plug this. <laughs> No more black things. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Because I mean, the ratings were he- the ratings were popular. So I mean, the real reason they canceled is because toys weren't selling. Yeah, that's usually the reason they canceled. Yeah, they the wanted merchandise. to go to a season five, but merchandise, which that still doesn't make sense to me. Whatever. I said it was getting good too. It started crossing over with Justice League, Batman the Animated Series, Batman mm-hmm. Beyond. Yeah, fucking dumb. Anyway, uh, as you know, Black Lightning is not crossing over with the Arrowverse as of right now, but the cast is saying they want it to happen. And uh, they said, if I could pick one cat, uh, this is what's her face, the play uh, she plays the ex-wife of Black Panther. But she says, if I could pick one character from the DC universe to come on the show, it would be Supergirl. I'd love to see her in the show, just because I think we are really wait, we are dash really. This show is about the girls. That's ultimately where we want to take it. We want young women to feel empowered. So it feels like Supergirl would be a really good fit. I'd love to see the three of them together kicking some butt. Wait, uh, what show is this? Black Lightning. Oh, okay, yeah. All right. I'm like, it, it's sounding like Black Lightning. You were talking about it. So, yeah, fuck yes. But it's not confirmed if CW is in the same universe. As of right now, they're saying no. Have you seen the costumes for the, for, uh, was it Lightning or Thunder? Thunder. Thunder. You saw yeah. the costume? Yeah, that was going to be the next thing I'll show you. Oh, okay. Do you like it? Mm. It looks busy, right? Uh, yeah, it's way too much going it's on. It's that weird, I, like, I lightning thing on it. I don't, and I don't necessarily like the goggles. I don't like the, yeah, the goggles look like a, a weird shape for her face, but it might look better in motion, kind of like the black lightning suit. Yeah, but I was going to say, I mean, but when they first debuted the Flash uh, costume, we didn't like it. Or when they first debuted how Quicksilver is going to look in the comics. In the comics? I mean, in the, uh, in the movie. Oh, in the Apocalypse movie. It was like, this looks stupid. Yeah. So maybe once they actually, because this is what she, this is, I mean, it's kind of close to her comic book but counterpart. Simpler. Yeah, this is way simpler. It's like more just spandex. Weird- this is more spandexy. It's that weird. It looks like um like Christmas foil that goes around a tree. You know what I'm talking about? Like that that sparkly stuff that you wrap around a tree. Tin foil, tinsel. Is that what's called tinsel? Uh huh. It, it looks like that's stuff in her suit, and this just looks weird. It looks like it makes it look too busy. You got the image right there. Let me see. I'm pulling it up right now. Here it is. Yeah. See this 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 weird like pattern. It looks almost like barbed wire on her like torso. Yeah, I guess they're trying to go the route of this being lightning or whatever. Yeah, it just looks weird though. Well, like even the gla- like I don't like the god like it looked like the too far down her face. Yeah, like it's like can she see? <laughs> like yeah, push your glasses up a little bit. Yeah, like I don't like the goggles. Yeah, take the goggles off. Yeah, but then and then I kind of I'll kind of like the rest of it. Yeah, but I mean even in the comics like she doesn't have a mask. Yeah, but I, I assume they're gonna have secret identities in the show, right? I assume so. In the just- comic, were they secret identities? That I don't remember. I don't think so. Mm. My, maybe, maybe not. Just, it's two Superman rules where it's like, I go, can't tell. <laughs> or Supergirl, I can't tell. Yeah, I was going to say, Supergirl doesn't wear a mask because she has super secret identity. Fucking bullshit. <laughs> Put glasses on. So but, I mean, I'm still excited. I mean, it looks okay. So I'm I'm still, I, I'm just happy that they are putting on the front street that she is going to have powers. Because we were even like, 
we didn't even really know if she was going to be like a superheroine yeah. in the beginning of the show. So that's great because now she becomes the first black lesbian superhero live action. Oh, yeah. There you go. Yeah. See, that's dope. I'm excited. I ho- I'm hoping this is like the, the modern static shock. You know what I mean? The 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 showrunner said he likes the character Static Shock and he would like to introduce him maybe one day, maybe like season two or something like that. Oh, please let him be the sidekick to fucking Black Lightning. That'd be awesome. But that'd be kind of like that's a lot. Then 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 I'll run into like Flash problems where it's like it's a lot of y'all and then you're not doing anything with them. No, you fuck got, that excuse. Because you already got Black Lightning. Because the show is about him. It's not going to be about Static Shock. Yeah. Then you'll have Static. But he, but he needs a sidekick. Then you'll have Thunder. I don't see Thunder. Because daughters. Like you'll have because his daughters are Thunder, really Thunder and Thunder and Lightning. Like they're both superheroes. They're not like superheroes in their own right. They're just sidekicks. I mean, they are, but considering it's his show and then they're on it, pretty sure. Yeah, that's true. But if if they give them powers in this season, maybe and then have they all Static have Shock then they all have electrical power. They all have electric powers. We'll have Static, Static Shock, Black Lightning, Thunder and Lightning. <laughs> have what's what's his real name? Static Shock. Static. No, Static Virgil. Shock was just a TV Virgil. show. No, Virgil. Static. Virgil. Yeah, have have Virgil introduced in season two, but then give him power in season three. You know what I'm saying? After the girls are established more as like veteran heroes, then, then have him become a psychic. And then on top of that, her, her girlfriend, Grace, she's an Amazon, so she has powers. I can do that in the show. Well, she's she probably not going to be an Amazon. Yeah. But she, she might be a metahuman. Probably She's going to have powers. I, I think they're gonna, she's going to have her powers. Well, that'd be cool, but... Whatever. <laughs> lightning team. Yes. And they get Flash in there. Well, no, she's not, she doesn't have lightning. Fuck Barry Allen. <laughs> Wally West needs some fucking shine. You put him on the show put with him them. On, put him on Black Lightning. <laughs> yes. And like, it doesn't have to be, be useful and have Black Lightning be a real fucking mentor because Barry Allen sucks as a fucking mentor. Ralph Dibney, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> oh, <boy>. So mad. <laughs> anyway, final bit of news. <laughs> Five hours of the podcast. <laughs> Pretty much. I'm looking at the I'm like, damn. We've been here for a while, bro. <laughs> when did I get here? <laughs> uh, a while. <laughs> like five hours ago. <laughs> but Rick and Marty season four is not coming back to 2019. Fuck. It's like Game of Thrones? Yeah, exactly. Fuck. <laughs> All right, that sucks. Gravity Falls. Check it out. <laughs> Even though it's only two seasons. So yeah, in an interview, in an interview with uh, Detroit cast, Ryan Ridley, one of the writers and producers, says... They haven't begun any work on season four. Damn. And it doesn't think and doesn't think anyone has either at this point. They really take their time. I never understood why everybody, all parties, Dan Harmon, Justin Rowland, and Adult Swim didn't get their shit together and make the show fast. I just don't get it. Well, it doesn't make any sense to me. I'm sure they all have their reasons. Drama. They're they're notoriously like they they do have some behind the scenes drama, depression, anxiety, like uh I think it's Dan Harmon. He's the big guy, right? With the beard. I don't know what they look like. Okay. Well, one of them got divorced in the in the middle or the beginning of season three or something like that. And like he, it was really fucking sad because like uh, they all had like their own little like artists renderings of themselves or something at the end of the episode or like somewhere I forgot. But his at first in the first two seasons of Rick and Morty, it was like him with his family and all happy. But then in season three, it's like him by himself and all like the press. It's like yo, that's dark. That's dark as fuck. So, I mean, they're going through their own personal problems, too. So, I can understand. But also, like, you know, I don't mind. I don't like it, but I don't mind taking their time on the show. Because it better be better quality and take longer than rush it out and have it be, like, you know, a subpar season. I agree. Yeah? Okay. 
Rick and Morty. But there's shit going behind the scenes. 2019, just like Game of Thrones. <laughs> that shit, think, there's, there's, there's no nothing, reason for that. I was going to say, there's nothing going on behind the scenes with that. No, Game of Thrones, they're filming more longer episodes. Shit. Plus, you know, like Sophie Turner's doing, she was doing Dark Phoenix. I just want it. I want winter to be over. <laughs> nope. Winter. It's a long winter. Uh, I don't know why I'm rushing to have my heart broken. <laughs> this is going to be heartbreaking. And then you're going to be complaining like, no, Game of Thrones is over. What am I going to do? Not even that. I'm just talking about like each episode. You know every episode. Oh, yeah. Every episode. Because it's, it's only be six. In the gut. It's only six episodes and they're going to be like 90 minutes each. They're going to kill off like two or three of your favorite characters every Every episode. episode. <laughs> it's just going to be the countdown to like your own suicide. <laughs> Five, four, three, two, one. Jon Snow's dead. No. <laughs> and it's just gonna be, it's just gonna be uh, Tyrion. I think he's gonna survive. I think he'll make it. Just only, I'm saying only just Tyrion. Tyrion. <laughs> yeah, well, somebody gotta tell the story. <laughs> Let me tell you the story of how I won the Game of Thrones. <laughs> I thought you about to wrap it. Like <laughs> this is a story all about how no. my life got twisted to us right now. You killed you kill my rap dreams. <laughs> Good. I'm going to kill myself after this podcast. Oh, God. Dark. <laughs> like, hey, guys, Michael's not on this episode because he killed himself. It's just me. Jamie's, like, not here because, like, she's just always busy with work and the winter snow and you're dead. So it's like, <laughs> it's a blurry vision of one. So, hey, guys, we're going to have a new cast. <laughs> oh, no. Don't jinx it. Oh, my God. <laughs> Someone just brought that up with the in the iTunes reviews about, like, yeah. Oh, Kata Ketchapot even said that. Did you listen to the last episode where I put her audio message at the end? Yeah, at the end. Yeah. Which I had to hear from her. I had to hear it from on the episode as opposed oh, to you. that's right. I never gave it to you. And no. Well, you never asked for it either. I did. <laughs> During the podcast? No. Before when you was like, did you get the thing that catch upon a really long and sweet message? I was going to send you later. I was like, no, I didn't get it. No. You didn't, I didn't hear it. Mm-hmm. She's like, oh, okay, I'll let you listen to it okay, later. Well, I she, never did. She brought the different seasons of the Blur Vision and like how she's loved them all. But she loves this version. I, know, the I most. listened to the I listened to the thing. Well, for who I did, and then she sent me the because she was like, "What about the other thing?" Because I sent like bumpers. I was like, "No, I didn't hear anything." So and you she, didn't ask me to send sent, you the bumpers. She sent it to me. I, I'll send you the bumpers. I, might even, I just said she sent it to me. Oh, thank you, Catch Upon. No thanks to Jordan. You didn't, bitch. You didn't ask me. <laughs> I shouldn't have to. <laughs> but yeah, she sent even like bumpers for each of the the little sections. But it, like, yeah, she she mentioned this different seasons. I was just like, don't every time. Like in a podcast, we talk about things changing. They do. I don't want things to change. I like this version of the podcast. I don't want it ever until we die. My God. No, I'm, I'm gonna stab myself in the, in the neck. <laughs> kind of like again, I'm gonna do another angel reference, like Cordelia stabbed Lila in the neck with that dagger. Oh my God! <laughs> stabbed her twice to make it look like Angela's fed from her. No. <laughs> Stab him twice. No, Michael Jordan do. and Jamie for life. This is what it's gonna be, and I want to change. I like this version. We got we got sections. She made me cry. That that that. Just get real, real quick. I just want to get real. That that review literally brought a tear. Shut up! I know you're looking because you're like, oh, Jordan cries and everything. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> Her talking about like um the different houses or not the different houses. The, no, uh, she said you what you that you, you built it. That what you, well, I used to be a thing I used to say in the pot early in the podcast. I used to talk about how like everything was like half-assed it's like we're building a house and like right now there's no walls or windows but we're we're slowly getting there this is before bumpers this is before sections this is before we even had a news section we used to, used to say the news every once in a while in the beginning of the podcast 
So like you know like that I was like oh my god like I I didn't think about yeah I went that. back a couple of weeks I was like when did I start becoming the news guy let me go back and what listen. was that I don't I, I think it was the Beauty and the Beast episode because I was like have you heard about such and such he was like no I was like well, what about this you were like no you and Jamie were like no you're like can you be the news person because I don't know any of this yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah like it it. It did fill out the podcast and it gave us like an actual show. Yes, because we're like five hours in right now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so you got five hours into this episode. You I are mean, a true. They say they like the long format. Yeah, you are a true blue blurbage. And even that, I used to have pushback early on the podcast. People were like, like, oh, over an hour. That's too, people still say that, actually. It's like, oh, over an hour is too much. But like, I, I do like the long form podcast because. Like the reason why I like podcasting in the first place, I like talking to my friends, and I like to talk to you about these things every week. And it's like it's our it's like a and it's a real excuse <laughs> but if to it was, hang if, out every if, single week. If it was just up to you, <laughs> this would be a ten hour podcast. Yeah. Just like last week, we, uh, what was it? He's like, "Why do you like?" No, we're gonna keep going. Uh, what about the uh, the the Force Awakens versus the Last, last Jedi? Jedi? It's like, no, we're gonna talk about this. I'm like, Jordan, we're already at three hours. Let's stop. No, well, last week was short. We could go further. <laughs> If you are this far in the podcast, you are a true blue blur vision fan. And for whatever reason, like, thank you for being here with us. Like, I just, I don't know. I never really I talked about it. Oh, God, I say, I kind of gave, when I was listening to the, the, the her review, even though I loved it, I, I kind of gave her, like, the, the the screw lips, where she was like, even if this cast changes again, I'm still going to listen. I was like, oh. So she basically, she said, catch up on, you basically said, Jamie and I don't matter. <laughs> Now nah, you and Jamie changed the podcast. She said, "Fuck these two. I'm only listening for Jordan because she." <laughs> well, <laughs> so put my hair if, back. <laughs> if, if, Mike, if Michael and Jamie leave, it doesn't. It doesn't matter. I'm still gonna listen. Like I don't care. <laughs> well, I'm a fan. She's a fan too, but you know what I'm saying. I, I'm a big fan of what you and Jamie have brought to the podcast. And Whatever. I'm not gonna be here. Anymore. I'm not gonna be here next week. <laughs> <laughs> and next week there's no podcast. It's just me by myself. Like, ah, what happened? <laughs> No jinxing it. 2018 if, until if, death. I mean, depend because I heard there was another snowstorm coming, so I don't. Uh, I think Tuesday and Wednesday, or tomorrow uh, and Tuesday, or something. Even get to Skype it, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> if it comes out of that, damn it, I would still rather we Skype. And Stanley, reach out to me. I don't think I said if I sent my if I didn't send my email, it's theblurvision at gmail.com again. Just reach out to me, man. You won. I want to get you on this podcast. Have another co-host on here just for an episode. I want to get to know Stan Lee. What the fuck? He's Stan Lee. Excelsior. <laughs> Excelsior. Spider friends. He might have some opinions about our very lengthy Marvel Comics talk. We, were, we never really talked Marvel Comics. We did today, so. Kinda. We went pretty long on Marvel Comics. Not not actual comics, though. We, we went, we went well, on just the state of yeah, not actual a, comic books. I mean, still. We, we never... We don't really do that for DC Comics. We do that for the DCEU and how we hate it. <laughs> but yeah, let's wrap it up because I know it's been like five hours. It I'm has. not going to edit it down. If this is like a four-hour podcast, I'm going to leave it at four hours. I'm not even going to try and shorten it. I mean, granted, there was swabs of time where we were just sitting because we had to look stuff up or like uh, there was noise in the background that we had to wait and edit out. Nah, this is almost a five-hour podcast. All right, let's <laughs> I'm looking at the time like it might be like four and a half hours. And that's the case... 
black people need to shut up. <laughs> <laughs> without, ja- without Jamie, without Jamie, without Jamie rushing us because she has to go to work. We just talk or just talk. I mean, just the episode was just you and I. The Beauty and the Beast episode was just it was like three three forty. Yeah, what's his blurs, man? We just go on at length about shit. Oh my god, I never. Jamie is actually the person going. Come on, guys, wrap it up. Yeah, wrap it up. let's go. She has, yeah, because usually when we record, we record like right before she has to leave to go to work. Yeah. So she's always like, I have to like, come on, I have to go to work. Let's yeah. go. And it keeps us on time. Yeah. So. Well, kind of, because we still three out three and a half hours. For us, it's on time. Yeah, for us, it's on time. <laughs> if, if you need to see the difference, just look at this podcast. <laughs> Basically. <laughs> All right, that's, that's been it for the week. We don't have nothing to do, so yeah. we just talk. <laughs> What? We're very busy. Time is money, Michael. <laughs> Even I'm looking, I'm like, fuck. I was supposed to go to my father's house to do my uh, vo- to do my first voiceover audition for this this 2018, yeah, and I'm it's like, late. it's late. I, but I, I still need know. to go because it's due it's due in the morning. So. All right, so let's get out of here. This has been Blur Vision for the week. It's been Jordan with Michael, and it's been just the two of us. We, we can, can make it if we try. Just the two of us. Hold on. Wait, let me see if I can pull it up real quick. Him and I. <laughs> <laughs> If we don't get uh, someone to give us fan art of us being shipped now, I don't know. What do you need? (laughs) Do you really want fan art of us? Like, what kind of fan art? Like... (laughs) I don't mean sexual. (laughs) I mean, that's the the kind of fan art I want. (laughs) I would like both. I would like us like riding on like like unicorns and shit together. (laughs) High fives, like Rick and Morty. That'd be dope. Rick and Morty fan art. (laughs) If I'm like, if I'm like Morty, you're like Rick or vice versa. That'd be cool. Or Gravity Falls. If I'm like Dipper, like you're like Mabel. I haven't seen Gravity Falls, so I don't know. Just the two of us. Just the two of us. <laughs> All right. It's been We'll see you next week. Peace. Ciao. All those questions arose in my mind. Would I be man enough against wrong? Choose right and be standing up. From the hospital that first night. Took an hour just to get the car seat in right. People driving off fast got me kind of upset. Got you home safe. Placed you in your bassinet. That night I don't think one wink I slept. As I slipped out my bed to your crib I crap. Touched your head gently. Felt my heart melt. Cause I knew I loved you more than life itself. Into my knees. And I begged the Lord please let me be your good daddy. All he needs love, knowledge, discipline too. I pledge my life to you. Just the two of us. We can make it if we try. Uh, just me and you. Just me and you. Just the two of us. Woo. Building castles in the sky. Just the two of us. You and uh, I. Uh. Five years old, bringing comedy every time I look at you. I think, man, a little me just like me. Wait and see, gonna be tall. Makes me laugh, cause you got your dad's ears and all. Sometimes I wonder what you gonna be. A general, a doctor, maybe an MC. I wanna kiss you all the time. But I will test that butt when you cut out a line. True that, uh-uh-uh, why you do that? I try to be a tough dad, but you be making me laugh. Crazy joy, when I see the eyes of my baby boy. I pledge to you, I will always do everything I can. Show you how to be a man. Dignity, integrity, honor, and I don't mind if you lose long as you came with it And you can cry, ain't no shame in it It didn't work out with me and your mom But yo, push come to shove, you was conceived in love So if the world attacks and you slide off track Remember one fact, I got your back Just the two of us We can make it if we try
just me and you, just me and you, against the world. Time job to be a good dad. You got so much more stuff than I had. I gotta study just to keep with the changing times. 101 Dalmatians on your CD rhyme. See me, I'm trying to pretend I know on my PC where that CD go. But yo, ain't nothing promised. One day I'll be gone. Feel the strife, but trust life does go on. But just in case, it's my place to impart. One day some girl's gonna break your heart. And who ain't no pain like from the opposite sex? Gonna hurt bad, but don't take it out on the next. Throughout life people will make you mad Disrespect you and treat you bad Let God deal with the things they do Cause hate in your heart will consume you too Always tell the truth, say your prayers Hold doors, pull out chairs, easy on the swears You're living proof that dreams come true I love you and I'm here for you uh. Just the two of us We can make it if we try Just me and you, just me and you True that, true that. Get paid for this dad.